one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to another throbbing large episode of the Cultaholic Weeping Podcast. Mm. You're listening to the, the dulcet tones of myself, Matthew, wearing... A Brett the Hitman Heart joysy that Triple Jump have gifted me. And by gifted me, I said, this thing's been lying around for ages. Do you want it? It is usually pink, but you like in this room, it's bright red. I'm not an Arsenal fan, I'm a Brett the Hitman Heart fan. Just saying. Jack, how are you doing? Oh, I'm heartbroken. Over Arsenal? Or? No. Oh, okay, good. Over the straight edge savior, CM Punk. Oh, him? Why? What's happened? <sighs> oh, do we, talk about, do we talk about it in the news at the start? Or do oh, we talk about the biggest it bloody news in it. Well, I'll just say I'm fine, Matthew. Thank you for asking. I'll pass it on to Ross. How are you? I'm over the moon to be here. <laughs> and there's something to bring up from last week's podcast. Go to the comments of last week's podcast on YouTube and you'll see a, an unsuspecting victim has timestamped a certain moment in the podcast where Matthew says Newcastle upon time. It's there. No. Right. Let's get no. it out there in the open now. The biggest issue in the cultaholic wrestling universe is this Matthew's usage of Newcastle upon time. You know what? Sammy, <laughs> Sammy Guevara said to Eddie Kingston, you know, Matthew says Newcastle upon time. <laughs> and Eddie went, what are you? Yeah, it's exactly what he Yeah, he didn't say anything. It was just an action. No, Newcastle upon time. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's correct. With an yeah, N. Yeah, that was correct. Yeah, I've yeah. never said Newcastle upon time. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. Because we've so both, we've both noticed it, and then the comments did as well. Oh, there is evidence in last week's even, First of all, they came the for town. Thunder Rosa. No. She did one bloody move where she misstepped and <laughs> didn't do a thing. Now she's making T-shirts say sandbagging. Uh, I am not going to be making T-shirts that say Newcastle upon time. Can't wait for somebody to draw like a design where it's like the key side on, the, on a massive clock or something. That would be fantastic. Man, Just do it like a silhouette, the silhouette of Sam Punk doing that on the entrance ramp. It's, it's Newcastle, Newcastle upon time. Well, now you've said that. Okay, that's not that bad, actually. But I don't say it like that. I think it's one of these things where people say it, they go, no, no, if, you, if, you, if you're trained to believe that he's saying it. No, no, it's there. So that's the big issue out the way. I've lived here since 2011. You're not even from here. You're from County Durham? Exactly. Oh. And I still haven't learned how to pronounce the name <laughs> of the place. It's quite shocking. Love you all. Oh. There you go. It's out in the open. Can you say it? Newcastle upon Tyne. One more. Newcastle upon Tyne. Right. Can you print, can you timestamp them for them saying <laughs> it as well, please? Uh, that aside, yeah, it's been a hell of a week for wrestling. Oh, news, my God. I mean, oh yes. Even last night alone. Oh, my God. Can, can I just say, did they forget what they were doing in the last month <laughs> or so? Because it felt like. Handing the homework in at the 11th hour last night. There you go, teacher. But not even the words are on the page. The words are just floating in air. And it just in this massive hard ball, thrown right at your face. 
That's a perfect analogy. Yes. Uh, from the staff meeting, that's how talent meeting they had, which I thought was amazing to announce that AW having a talent meeting before the show because with the amount of people they've got in the contract, surely they need a small arena to mm-hmm. fit them all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed to be just about report saying, a uh, message sent to WWE saying, hey, teacher, leave our kids alone. Yeah. Um, stop trying to tamper our talent. Uh, if everyone's going to ruin their careers, it's going to be us. Mm-hmm. Or what's that effect? But I'm like, wait, every other report you read seems to say that there's a lot of uh, negativity going around there. AW Tan's close to their breaking point, according to a report, from, a report by Jack Atkins from Dave Meltzer. Quote says, there is a ton of backstage drama in AW. It's believed the catalyst for these recent problems is called Cabana. Boom, boom. But Cabana believed to have been headed for an AW exit before numerous members of the locker room spoke up to him. Or for him, I should say. Uh, obviously, because of Cabana and Punk's mm-hmm. uh, lovely history. And then there's been other things like CM Punk going off the script, as we've been reported, to bash Hangman on previous week's AW Dynamite. Uh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. took to Twitter to seemingly express their disappointment and frustration with their booking, with Garrison simply tweeting, frustrated, while Pillman retweeted several fans who complained about the team's booking, uh, whilst also posting Steve Austin's debut ECW promo, where Austin ambassador WCW management. And also, Hangman Page didn't answer CM Punk's challenge, was explained on being the elite, because uh, he was doing training backstage, he was too busy to do so. So thanks for pointing that up. Mm, out yes. And then the report that Sammy Guevara, Nate Kingston got into a fight, but this was a while ago. Conor Meltzer, he'd served, he's already served as two-week suspension, Nate Kingston. But he hasn't been on TV this week. That's right. I guess it's part of the two weeks, I guess. Oh, right. But, okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and huh. yeah, Thunder some... Rosa is also, again, there's so much, this is just one bit of the news <laughs> this week as well. Thunder Rosa is also on AW Dynamite. She announced that she's having to forfeit her title due to injury. Which is not. Voices of Wrestling, Joe Lanza said it is suspected that it's just because she needs to get away from some of the heat. <laughs> really? What? Oh, is that that's what Voices of Wrestling is for. Is that just speculation? Or it's is that... Again, that's what someone else has said, so I could say that. We're not saying that Holic report, well, but someone else has said. But then, it's so, so, so she's not vacating the belt. It's just like the men's one, there's going to be an interim. But if you moment. watch the first half of her promo, yeah. where the tears in the eyes, the emotion was palpable, as some might say. She says, like, oh, I'm going to have to vacate my title. But then by the end of the promo, there's going to be an interim champion she mentions. And then the commentators later in the night go, oh, we're going to crown an interim champion. Yeah, so just I guess... like with the men's one. So mm-hmm. she got a bit like, she got a bit weird, didn't she? I think, yeah, I think probably she just misspoke at the start. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Because I was busy. Because oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, right, right, right. I was busy right now. Why, yeah. why are they making her vacate while saying Punk got to keep his? But yeah, same thing's happening there. It's uh, it, that, that seems like, I forget who reported it this morning saying it was a shoot injury, though. So it's a shame, oh, shame for her to... Wow, even the reporters are fighting each other. Yeah, yeah AEW, uh, Trouble in Paradise. I mean... <laughs> Crazy. And there's only, by the way, I was going to start this off by saying another news, um, AEW All Out is next week. This isn't news to the viewers, but apparently it's news to AEW because <laughs> they don't have a pay-per-view main event yet. Yeah. Well, well then there was reports or rumours I saw going around that it's actually just going to be Punk Moxley again. Can't How be. can they possibly do that <laughs> now be. after last night? Can't Which I'm guess, I guess we'll talk about shortly. But they should do it, but it goes even less. <laughs> Moxie just batters him again. He's like, well, I am. I'm clearly better than you now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the best in my best in the world. My ass line. The way he delivered that was fantastic. But uh, all, I can see the point of view where people are saying Punk's protected because you know he went for the. The injury, which, by yeah. the way, was on his pivoting foot, not his, his kicking foot. Yeah. So the, the act of pivoting re-aggravated the injury. Yeah, yeah. put all the weight on that. Yeah, but a lot of people are going, oh, I can't believe you were kicking someone. Hey, we injured foot. Why would you do it? It wasn't no. his injured foot. And, and I saw other people say, no, 
know it was the wrong foot. So, I'm like, so right, I, I, don't right. worry, lads. Right, on, I saw this unfold. We are Muay boys. I saw this unfolded on. I saw this unfold on Twitter in real time. So when like that, his foot unfolded, very yeah. good, Jack. So when that happened, it was either Sean Ross Sapp or the Fightful account said something, pointed out that he was holding, he was selling the the pivoting foot, which was the left foot, which was the foot that he originally injured. So it all feeds into the, it's all consistent. But then there was two branches of confusion. One was people saying, <laughs> you can't, why would you get injured off your pivoting foot? Well, it makes sense. All the weights on it. Yeah, of course, yeah, it was sick. His massive ego. But the, uh, <laughs> his but thoughts the, uh, was leaders to believe. But the other branch of confusion was, I think, and I love Inside the Ropes, and I love Kenny Mackintosh, but they then oh. said, Punk grabbed the wrong foot. Well, I think what they'd done is they'd probably seen the original thing from either Fightful or Sean Rossar, and then gone, it was the wrong foot, but actually it wasn't the wrong foot. It was just the non-kicking foot. So it's all oh. fine. It's all, but but do you think that, do you think Punk would rather do this than have like a 25-minute match with Moxley and lose clean? Well, this is the thing. I think he's protected in that respect with the injury angle. But when you take the hangman promo into account and him calling him a coward, he's like, ooh, I've hurt my foot and I'm getting carried away and I've lost my championship in three minutes and 15 oh, seconds. No. He looks like a whopper. No, he doesn't. It was like WrestleMania 6. <laughs> he looks it was like, like Hogan whopper. going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's so made himself great. like a right mug, I think. Yeah, I like people saying he's protected. I'm like, oh. no, no, I don't think that. But I'm a, I'm one of the things against watching these AW pay-per-views where they're, you know, six hours of very long kick. Oh, I can't believe you kicked out. Oh, I can't believe you kicked out. I'm all right with them doing a match where, oh, I don't think you're ready for this match. I think I am. Bam. Oh, turns out I'm not ready at all. Adds, Sorry about that. It does add realism, I suppose. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb and then you've got six lads going around doing all the flips in the world in the main event for half an hour. So I don't... I don't well, know. they're ready. They haven't just... Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And yeah. if we're looking at this purely in the kayfabe aspect, why is the title match going on in the middle of the card? Right. They didn't know it's going to... No. Last, no, last no, no. I like, see, I, I, Ross, I like that Ooh. because then they don't know how long it's going to go, 60-minute time. That, that's how oh, they used so to do it back in the way. Someone would have been bumped off the this show. Is all ah. just, this is all just... We don't know how long it's going to go. Obviously, you priority. That's three minutes. Well, I'm glad we've got these scheduled matches then, eh? Ah, also, does Jim Ross so. hate CM Punk? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's like everybody else, apparently. Taz is, Kevin Nash. Taz is trying to convey the story as he should as a commentator, saying like, well, he's hurt his leg and all that. JR just keeps going, he got his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> he got, got his ass whooped. <laughs> he got bit there, like, bar. <laughs> <laughs> he, came, he did say that a lot. Yeah. It was like when the whole Vince thing came up for the first time and then AEW was on the air later that day and Jim yeah. Ross was like, oh, oh, so good to be here on Dynamite. What a lovely day it's been. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Ross dancing in the ring. Yeah. I think that was Jim Ross's best night in a long time. Yeah. Him calling that going. Because like, you're yeah, right. They're like, wow, the story, the story. Jim Ross like, ha, ha, what a bum. <laughs> So like, yeah, tell it, JR. He was on one last night because I was watching. Obviously, we get to watch during the ad breaks on Fight over here. We're such a right. privileged position. And he was just like, these Aussie open bars, they're holding Osprey down. <laughs> like, they're not very good. He's the star of the show. Yeah, yeah, like, get away from him. He went Osprey's Osprey's like, who are these other two guys? At one point, he went, I hope that Osprey signs with the AW so we can see more of this. And the silence was just palpable that he's not going to sign with AW. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what? You know what? This company needs more of more people on the yeah, roster. That's yeah. right. Thanks, JR. That's the thing, because it does seem like the issue is there's too many, too much for Tony to handle. He's got himself, too, he's been too, too greedy. Too many cups. Yeah. But yeah, we, there is. But we can't sit here and go, get rid of some Tony. How hypocritical that would be. Mm. And just Good give it a getting few, paid, isn't it? You know? Of course it is, but just give it a few weeks. They've forgotten who signed anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marco. So that's one bit of news. The other <laughs> bit of news that happened a few days ago, right on 
I won't say the curse of the podcast is no longer a thing, but as was heavily hinted by the fact that Tyler Bates showed up with NXT UK title mm. on previous week's NXT, even though on NXT UK TV, yes, they do have a TV show, uh, that tournament's still ongoing. It wasn't the next week or a few days later. It's still midway through. NXT UK is deed. Uh, basically, everybody was released. Uh, so many names, Flash Morgan Webster, Dave Mastiff, Kenny Williams, Rahan Raha, Millie McKenzie, Mark Andrews, just to name a few. Uh, Amir Jordan, Sid Scarlett, Trent Seven, which is a surprise. I'll you can see uh, Amir Jordan on Desert Island. Oh, I was just about to plug oh, that. Right, okay, you know what? You did my job for me. That's fantastic. Thank you, Jack. You're so good. Uh, T-Bone, Tillman, Zia Brookside, Saxon Huxley, Sam Gradwell, Eddie Dennis, uh, with a few of the ones basically going to NXT normal flavor as then Triple H announced that NXT Europe will be coming up, which makes people wonder how they looked at this and gone, okay, with the TV schedule that they're doing, not being able to use that one arena. Apparently the only arena in the country they can use, not working out well. <laughs> or has Triple H just Googled what Brexit is and gone, <laughs> let's do Europe instead. It's interesting because the UK had a hot wrestling scene when NXT UK started. Yep. Some people might say that's why NXT UK started. Whereas apart from Germany, I don't know if there's another scene in Europe of comparable size. I don't know. I could be very ignorant here, but it seems like they're moving into a, like a less enthusiastic market for wrestling. I don't know. Well said, Jack. It, yeah, many people are echoing the same thoughts going, yeah, we had all these companies that had all these different TV shows and stuff and they were well known. Dubex Dub is way up here right. in Germany and the rest are, and even they would say the same. I'm not like throwing shade or anything like that They're down here because of how big Dubex Dub is. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens or is this their way of saying, no, don't worry. Like many wrestling companies have heard the story before. We're not stopping. We're not uh, canceling these shows. We're postponing them. Mm. And then later on we'll be like, it's a a soft exit. Don't worry, NXT Europe's coming back. And then it's like, yeah, it doesn't work. What is NXT Europe going to be? I know obviously a performance center. It seems a given and a place to train people and hoover people up and stuff. Just keep the London one. It It can't be like a TV show though, can it? NXT UK. Imagine NXT traveling around Europe. This one's in Lisbon. This one's in yeah. Krakow. Oh, fantastic. I mean, on paper, that does actually sound... I'd be more interested in watching NXT Europe in than it would be NXT places, UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It'd be like Street Fighter stages in every different place. Oh, they're going to think it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll fight outside the Louvre. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Coliseum. Oh, that'd be great. But yeah, I'm interested to see where that in goes. An army because... base with the soldiers around going... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Street Fighter reference there, Ross. That was good, that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ross laughed politely. Yeah, he did. And speaking with Tom Campbell. I didn't understand it, yeah. Yeah. Bless you. Just to make it clear, as if it wasn't. <laughs> well, sometimes you don't understand things like Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, no, Tom Campbell no. on Desert Island. Right there. how you say you Stop did it, it right no, no, You've right. done it right there. I'm not going to know. Every time you do it, we'll call you out immediately. <laughs> this is one of these bait questions you see on Twitter. <laughs> go to type out something and go, no, no, I'm not falling for this. Uh, I made Jordan on the Fantastic Design Graphs with Tom Campbell. Mm. did say, I'm the type of person that needs to go, go, go. It got frustrating next to UK. It's hard to stay in love with something when it's not there all the time. I was getting frustrated because I want to wrestle more. If that's a system that they've set, then you've got to be a professional. There were so many times I considered, I don't know if this is for me. I knew my contract was up in May next year. A few people talked me down and told me to stick it. I'll stick, stick in. Oh, stick it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you fans can stick <laughs> it, brother. No, so it obviously goes into much detail there. He's complimentary as well. Not easy to rag on NXT UK, the show that no one watched, but you obviously come memory about a lot of positive things there. But yeah, I mean, Jordan can say it in his own words. Fair enough. But very interesting thing to happen because many people have gone, why does the show exist? Is this some sort of tax thing? Is it paying for itself? Uh, one referee that 
Tom had, I believe, one does Alan Grabs a while ago. That used to work for NXT UK, said okay. that they'd never been paid less for a full-time job. Oh, really? Oh. That was a quote that went around, though. I mean, we heard the, the rumour and innuendo surrounding the wages at the very start. And it wasn't, Him. you know, it's not, it wasn't the worst wage you've ever heard. But it wasn't like, you know, TV star money you would assume. Yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you look yeah. at this and go, oh, you know what? I'll pay me do whatever on this wage. He was like, mm. okay, fine. But, yeah. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Right. Is it? Yeah. Yes, Why it, not? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah NXT <laughs> Europe I'm interested in. Obviously, they're taking a lot of the talent we'll hear about them later on in NXT. And we also got Gunther out of it. Yeah. So, so it, it, the entire project was to get Gunther and Illy Dragon off. All right. <laughs> oh, he hasn't appeared yet, has he? Not the, yet. The Ilya? Waiting for the right time. He hasn't got, he's in the yacht next week and then that's it. That's when the worlds are colliding. Mm. Mm. I can't predict. Up, then. <laughs> I can't predict any of those. We'll talk about that during NXT, I suppose. But, yeah. There's no justice in the world. That's what I'm going to say ahead of our NXT 2.0 review. There's yeah, no justice. That's correct. If you're thinking of the same result I am, then yes. It's not even a result. Oh, mine's a it's result. How someone's kept their gimmick and how someone's had a new oh. gimmick put upon them. There's it was no an, justice in the world. It was an unjust episode for me, generally. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> the clash at the Castle Dare on BT Sport. Interesting. So, What type of... The, uh... Is this like on the channels or like you have to pay for it? You have to pay for it. Uh, Did you live watch... on BT oh, Sport sorry. 2. It's been part of... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, so it's on BT Sport 2. These major events are typically only available through BT Sport and pay-per-view. Uh, to watch a show on BT Sport 2, fans must be subscribed to BT Sport, which costs between 20 quid and uh, 25 quid a week, uh, month and week. Uh, so yeah, you will be able to get that for free if you already subscribed to that. We should get our little cards out now. Or if you get Peacock yeah, on right, the right, right. <laughs> it only costs nine ninety. Come on, Michael. <laughs> you have to be a dumb person to not do this, Michael. Oh, this bit of paper says twenty dollars. This one says nine ninety nine. Think, Michael. Think. Uh, so great. <laughs> uh, and again, in a crazy week for news, Jeff Jarrett leaves WWE. <laughs> Double J has left a position as WWE's senior vice president of live events. Uh, I believe that Jarrett finished with the official duties on Friday. Adds, that is unconfirmed. Well, it was confirmed by that time happened. Uh, Jarrett's last on-screen appearance was oh, when he definitely contributed to the SummerSlam yeah, tag team. He called it down the middle. He literally did. Yeah, yeah. nothing went wrong. And he, he made sure job. Flair didn't die. So busy weekend for Jarrett. <laughs> and then, would you believe it? Road Dog is back. So it's literally <laughs> 95 again. The real Double J. No, is that what they called him? So. Yeah, it's a Jesse yeah, James. Double J, yeah. Real name then. Yeah, the Jesse roadie. James. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The roadie is back in taking his job. Triple H has brought back one of the former members of the NXT crew and executive role. Uh, Road Dog is the new vice president of live events. Wow, what a quinky dink. Yeah. Road Dog was um again quoted as like slagging off CM Punk and AW and stuff. And she's like, he's the new Booker T for me. And I just I'm sick They're of seeing his name pop that. up. Yeah. yeah. It's Tim Boba. And there's all these people go, well, here's my thoughts on this thing. But Bubba does it for Water his own... Water is actually dry. Bubba does it for his own exposure and stuff. Whereas yeah. Booker and Road Dogg are WWE boys. And they're trying to... I don't know. They know what they're doing. I think. If I read it, if I see a headline that's like, WWE former star says this, I'm like, ooh. And then I click on it. If it's Road Dogg or Booker T, I'm like, oh, oh my God. It was only a few weeks ago that Road Dogg was... Admitting to begging for a job from Tony Khan. <laughs> That's weird. What was the term? Because me and Tom forgot what the term was he used the other day. It was like some things I say in his show, like it was make me sick, but a lot more dramatic. And I was trying to, I can't remember what the actual quote was. He was like, apparently that's how he tried to get the job by saying, a lot of the stuff on your show there, Tony Khan, makes me whatever. I'm going to come in and improve it. I can't see why Tony didn't go, oh yeah, just come on in. <laughs> what the hell not it? Jesse. I love when wrestlers act like wrestlers during normal things. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You better hire me or you're a coward. Tony Khan's like, I'm not a coward. I'll hire you right now. 
Oh, do we have the quote here? Might be a quote begging. That's the line that gets highlighted because uh, mm. he's mad. He's begging and mad. The two settings for Road Dog. Whatever it was, it didn't work. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it seems a position made for the former roadie. Obviously, put on yeah. Jeff Jarrett's live events way back in the day. She's going to take that experience and put it in the yeah. sleeper. But it is interesting that Road Dog is in there. Sean Walton must be just sitting by the phone all day long, every single day. Yeah. Soon it'll ring. Soon Papa H will call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hello. No, no, keep him on his podcast. He doesn't need oh, to Oh, what back. a good podcast <laughs> that is, by the way. Oh. In the aftermath of the announcement, that Nikita Lyons would Sorry, not be able to... Sorry, we need to speculate, though, because oh, something that yeah. set the Jackie the day was uh, Conrad and Jet Double J, the way they talked on the podcast, I was like, mm. he's left there to set up his own promotion, hasn't he? And a few people have reminded me on Twitter this week that Conrad has indeed got the trademark for Southern Championship Wrestling, I think it is. And, you know, we're putting two and two okay. together here and obviously getting four. And yesterday is where I sat here, so on Wednesday, right. uh, Conrad tweeted out, today's been a good day, something like that. So I reckon... <laughs> CM Punk got his ass <laughs> and I saved money on Garko. Uh wait this would be funny if this happens because they used to joke because other people were joking about well when's Jeff Jarrett's new company gonna start up because he always comes back to save wrestling they've been joking about that for a while now so if they literally do it the joke comes to life yeah GC Dub not GC Dub Global Force getting very confused there Global Force coming back yeah that's right oh, he will be going back to Global Force he won't be going back to GC Dub <laughs> So, yeah, Nikita Lyons uh, was basically taken out of the women's tag team title tournament because, mm. she, quote, being, as Walter's words, medically unavailable, a story that Dave Meltzer said, basically because she's unvaxxed, she wouldn't be allowed in Canada. Uh, Zoe Stark is also having suffered a concussion. Uh, Nikita Lyons has seemingly taken issue with the story, responding, yeah, it didn't have anything to do with vaccine. One day I may do a live on Instagram or something and share. I hope you are having a blessed night. So this is so they the story is that she couldn't get there because she wasn't vaccinated. She's gone. That's not why. Well, what one of them's not true then? It's just Yeah, it, I will yeah. tell you what the reason is. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestlers, man. I don't know. I mean, it could, it, you know, just in the interest of fairness, it could be something very private and very it could, serious. That is that true. Know. That is true. It could be. But all signs are pointing the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we can see why she not isn't going to do a, a live on Instagram because it will probably cost her a job. I don't think things have changed that much backstage mm. in WWE. Mm. That, you know, if she went in, no, it's not going to business for yourself, is it? You know what I mean? I yeah. Not, not towing the company line. So, so now with the tag, the women's tag title tournament, right? So. Unfortunately, one of Toxic Attraction got injured. I think it was Gigi Dolan. Mm -hmm. So they've been pulled out of the tournament. So they're having a second chance match. But then what happened? I'm sure that one team has been shafted here. There's a team who had a match coming up, but they're not now going to have it. And they're not in the second chance match either. Are they not? Does the winner of the second chance match face them? The way I understood it was that whoever wins the second chance match is going to have to pull double duty Mm. on Raw next week, I think. Oh, maybe I've got it wrong. Yeah. Because Tamina's going back in. That's who should win, her and Dana Brooke. Come on! Uh, <laughs> I forget what the rest of the bracket even is. Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop, obviously. Mm. And then we've got Jaili and Shotzi. Dan's found it, but I don't have my lenses in. Uh, yeah, so it'll be Tamina and Dana versus Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop versus Jaili uh, and Shotzi versus Natalia and Sonia. Then the winner of that will go on to face Raquel and Aaliyah. Then the winner of that will go on to face Io Sky and Dakota Kai. Wait. And, the, and that's... Is that... Where's the second chance match there? I've not got my lenses in. This is awful. Yeah. Tamir and Dana Brooke. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, they no, got knocked out. Right. Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. Yeah. They got knocked out. It's a four-way. 
Natalia and Sonia Deville. So what about the team who won that original bracket on the bottom right to get into what should have been the semi-final, but is now the second chance? Well, Natalia and Sonia are coming back in, aren't they? Are they? Because of the injury to Gigi and Jay-Z. Right, got you. They were Thank the replacements to be. I get you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, fair enough. It all makes sense. Mm. Up the WWE. Well, well done, Ross, Just like AEW. In every way. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm getting sick of tournaments now. Uh, yeah. oh. uh, That's t- AEW's fault, though. Of course it is. This is the first WWE one for ages. That's is a good point. When was last? I can't remember. Yeah. Mm, they had the breakout tournament in NXT. Yeah. Roxanne Perez. Main roster, though. It's got to be. Yeah. King of the Ring? No. Queen of the Ring? No, there'll have been a more recent one. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah Where's the Queen, Queen Zelina? Hey. Yeah, that'll be What's it. happened to her? Yeah. With a Russell Brand voice. That's what Raw needs. <laughs> also, Stroke the fairy wall. Speaking of fairy wall, Tony Khan fires back a criticism of pushing the trust busters because uh, obviously that's what we want to hear about. Um, so We're not going to talk about like Sammy or Eddie Guevara. Yeah, Eddie, right. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Or... Khan hasn't taken too kindly to the criticism of the trust busters uh, and he replied to a one-week-old tweet... <laughs> The shade on this. Who wrote this? This is Aiden Gibbons. Replied to a one-week-old tweet about the Trustbusters from uh, Josh Nate Nasson, I think, from Figure 4 Online. Right. Coming less than 48 hours off maybe the best AW on TV show we've ever done out of a few hundred. And plus, given it's an AW Rampage Friday, I feel emboldened, wow, to point out in 2021, I got very similar reactions for strapping the TV rocket to Garcia 2.0 and in the accla- to the acclaimed in 2020. So... Oh. Tony Khan is tweeted, no, 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 to people criticizing the Trustbusters when the he got heat, the same man. reaction to Garcia 2.0. I don't recall that. And uh, and to the acclaimed in 2020. When, when they were really hot, which I also don't remember. After the, after the punk thing last night, during Dynamite, Tony did three tweets that were like, oh, thanks very much, guys, for watching Dynamite. Ha, ha. Didn't mention the title match at all. And then at one point put like, Pac versus Osprey. Oh, my God. And I was like, he's sat behind the curtain now. People are kicking off everywhere, and he's like, Let's do a little tweet about how class, <laughs> how class the show is. <laughs> Rome's burning, and he's tweeting. Yeah. yeah. Weird. If, it's almost like it's a bad idea to, to take notice of every single tweet Man, about you. I just think, yeah, well, absolutely. But I just think that he needs to delegate. It feels like he does everything. And mm. all the storylines, it feels like it's one person, and he forgets things because he's got too much on his plate. That's just a guess, but I feel like he needs a little creative team around him, little team. Yeah. His his bio on Twitter is something I've read this week, and it is so, sensational. I'm sure he's made up all of his job titles when it comes to Fulham Football Club, at least. Because <laughs> that's the Melbourne where the main stress is. They got knocked out the Carabao Cup this week by Crawley, oh, I think it was. doing well in the Premier League. Doing all right in the Premier League, but they got knocked out the Carabao. That's oh, where everyone's no. money is. Oh, but, you nearly um, got knocked out the Carabao. Oh, we got through there, didn't we? Yeah, you Suddenly not in it, though, are we? No. no we they're, they're out, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're doing all right. <laughs> um, I, but, yeah, delegation, Tony Khan. What's Khan. that about? We've yeah. just signed a really exciting winger. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, yeah, especially this time of the year was what I was going to say. You must be feeling the heat with the transfer window, the mm, preparation oh, right, for the... Yeah. Is it the NFL they're in? The Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing he does with his production company, AEW, everything's falling apart. Everything's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. And there he is tweeting. Yeah. In a creep. Happy as Larry. Yeah. Off his face. So we've already <laughs> talked about Eddie and Sammy. Mm. We talked about Osprey and Omega because they did a bit of a work shoot sort of thing. 
AW never does them. Well, yeah. You see, because I'm Kenny Omega and you're Will Ospreay, and you should be more grateful to me for breaking down the barriers in Japan for youngsters yeah. like you. And it's all Bucks and Ospreay do is like, <laughs> hey, we're really good and you should be kissing our backsides. <laughs> but then like Osprey, Every single promo. But then Ospreay, sorry, uh, Omega came across as the less likable of the two because he went... No one knows any of your matches. And immediately you heard people behind the fan cam going like, what? Yeah, we Bull. did. <laughs> yeah, yes. Bull. Yeah. We just watched one, Kenny. Yeah, weird. The, the presentation, <laughs> why is Don there? This is something we didn't speak about last week, but on reflection, yeah. probably, why is Don there for the big baby face triumphant return of the injured hero? That's a good point, Ross. It's Kenny's boy. shiny shoes. It's Kenny's boy. It, it's almost as if Tony Khan's too busy tweeting. <laughs> God, yeah. Crazy, yeah. isn't it? Aye. Uh, Edge says the end is in sight. After nine years out the ring due to a serious neck injury, Edge returned, Rumble 2020. Mm. But now the, the now 48-year-old, I don't like reading that sentence, and said, we uh, was talking to Bleacher Report. He admitted he knows his in-ring career will be over and the end is in sight. My original age was 40, and I screwed that up. I retired <laughs> 37, so I feel like I didn't get those last three years of stuff I wanted to do. I was just reaching a position where I was helping teach, and I was really looking forward to that because I had so many people over the years help me along the way, and I felt, great, now it's my turn. Now I can do that. And this run, I feel I've been able to do some of that. To me, this has been one more layer on this cake that was already tasty anyway. Ooh, <laughs> I like that analogy. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying and soaking in every moment with the complete realization that's going to end soon. I know the end is in sight and I can see it. And because of that, it makes me enjoy it more. Oh, I think he said also that Toronto next year, I think he said, was going to be where he's going to end it all. Oh, really? But in his career, that came out yeah, awfully yeah, yeah. wrong. <laughs> God. End his career in Toronto because oh, he's Canadian. Ah, that makes go. sense. I was thinking next year's WrestleMania, but no. Yeah. But if he wants to do it, well, yeah, I think then, he, yeah. I don't know what the exact quote was, but I think he hinted at August next year or okay. something like that. Um, Who would yeah. his retirement match be? Christian. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it has to be. He got mentioned on Raw this week. Christian. Christian, yeah. Did he? So, like, Edge's last match in Toronto was 12 mm. years ago. When he beat Christian, I think. Or... Oh, of course, yeah. Whatever. Beat that guy who no longer works for us. Yeah. Well, he used to do back in the day. <laughs> oh, Christian was great this week, but we'll get on to that. But it it is nice to hear Edge is like he's just getting a walk away how he wanted to after not being able mm -hmm. to do that in 2011. So fair, fair yeah. play to the man. Yeah. Sam Punk can't relate to that right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, where we are? Got Edge. What? Oh. Indie promoter accuses No Way Jose of stealing oh, his money. Uh, God. The moment the restart was scheduled to work Winnipeg-based Primo's Wrestling, or Primo's, I'm not sure, from Friday, August 19th, but Primo's Wrestling owner Graham Keem noted on Facebook that No Way Jose, I guess he can't call himself nowadays, so we can call him Yes Way Jimmy. Yeah, Yes Way Jimmy. <laughs> hell, hell I, Jimmy. Did not turn up the show and stole his money. Uh, the issue between the two side after Jose said he was going to be late for the show due to travel issues out of Seattle, Washington. The promotion initially changed the flight for Jose, which didn't work out, and any issues appeared to have been resolved after Jose agreed to fly to North Dakota. Team's wife would then driven to the United States to pick him up. However, Jose had not turned up once the show reached its halfway point, and Keen received an email from Delta Airlines that revealed the flight for Jose had been changed from North Dakota to Orlando, Florida, uh, because he showed up for appearance at AW Dark. You carny man. Carny, carny, carny. Uh, so he went online and said, oh, you give us money. And apparently he has given his money now that people know about it. Um, and he people were like, this is quite money. shocking, this. No, sorry, uh, hell hi, Jimmy. But, uh, and then people found out the dodgy tweets that the promoter had done on Twitter. Oh. Like, yeah, get him, no way, Jose. <laughs> Could have been a nicer guy. Oh, no, no, no. Two wrongs don't make a right. 
you can't be stealing people's money just because they tweeted something. Nasty. He paid him back. It's fine. He paid him back, so he didn't steal anybody. He gave him his flight mm, money back. Okay. It's okay. Know. It's hard to know who to side with when it's wrestlers versus promoters, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. Just watch him fight. <laughs> <laughs> or flight. Hey. Oh, planes. Oh. No. Eddie Kingston hated his AEW matches with Chris Jericho. <laughs> yes, the very quiet, meek Eddie Kingston had more stuff to say this week. To the New Yorker, he told, Oh, I hated them all. I hated every single one of them. I don't like any of my work, plus I don't like Chris Jericho. Being in the ring with him was a headache. It was seven months of a headache, but I'm proud that it's over for now. Knowing Chris, he'll probably do something to get me mad, and we'll probably get back in there. Did I learn a lot? Yeah, I learned what it was to be a snake backstage like Chris. I learned to avoid people like Chris and his group, so I did learn from it. But it was seven months of my life that I can't have back. So thanks a lot, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably just honest, isn't it? Yeah. Did you see the, the, the highlights of this, the autograph? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, no one was safe. I was like, oh, it's so good. Eddie Kingston's such a good worker and doing this because you don't know if he's being real or if he's doing a work. I think we know now. Well, <laughs> it's all real. Well, I saw people after the Sammy Guevara fight story came out. People mm. were like, that that got retweeted, the clip of him going like, I legitimately hate Sammy Guevara. Yeah. But I was thinking you can't use anything from that interview because it's hard to... Because he mentioned so many real, people. Yeah, yeah, he went through so many people. He was like, do you like this person? No, he's too pretty. All my friends are ugly like Moxley. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a gauntlet match for Eddie Kingston if they were all real. Yeah. I think it was on the, the Figure 4 uh, online article that was saying that Eddie's issue, that what they had heard was that he was like lambasting Sammy for doing all these dangerous moves. He did say Sammy, Sammy took issue with that. He said, why does he do all that dangerous stuff when the young books do it much better? That was the one. <laughs> it was like... Oof, okay, uh, you know. I don't call his criticism is he's pretty. Okay, I'm sure Adam Cole will one day get over that criticism. <laughs> uh, Sammy's was a bit harsh, considering yeah. he'd just come back from injuring himself from doing a move off a ladder. So well, that may be where it came from as well, just an earnest, wholesome place. Yeah. And Under apparently... the guise of something really scathing. <laughs> yes, I had your best interests at heart, <laughs> honest. And was there any others? Oh, there was so much news. There uh, was. There's probably some other stuff we could probably fit in. Otherwise, this could be a very stuff, long podcast. The stuff we can talk about when it arises in the thing. Rises like the second layer of yeah. the cake that is Still the tasty. AEW drama session, formerly known as the Cultaholic Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah. Time for everyone's favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. In condescending order from last week, Jack's Newcastle e-scooters, 4%. What? That's this a ridiculously low. Later on. That's a really low amount. 4% scooted in today. However, all four of those percents did send in fantastic fan art. <laughs> We're going to show the... Should we show it now? Yeah, we have a quick look. At the magnificent so there's, fire, there's three fan different art. things that the fan art's about. Well, two of them were by one person, and one of them was, but you can tell from the art style. Should we credit <laughs> yeah. these people? We, when you find the names of it's who on, it was? It's on the picture. Oh, is it Arthur? Oh, it's years, yeah. Um, and we go live too. The wow. fan art. Kayat7 on Twitter. That's really good. That's, it's stylistically, when you look at the, the cutouts around the edges of us, it's very Charlie Chalk. Have you seen the intro yeah. of Charlie Chalk? Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk is a little bit of walking and a little bit of talking. It's Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk. Oh, Charlie Chalk. I was terrified of him. He's a clown on an island. What does he do? <laughs> Charlie Chalk. <laughs> starved to death. So, yeah, that's very nice. That's actually not of these scooters, I realize. No, that's all right. It's, we just asked for fun. We're working our way through here. Yeah, but that's do, fantastic. Do, do, do. 
Magnificent. 4%. The concept uh, of Mr. Blobby, 8%. And then, Dan's put it up on the thing. And then, of course, the clear winner. Why are we even bother showing up? Taz's Rice Pudding, a.k.a. Sam Driver's AI Acid written dream. Yeah, AI written, AI illustrated. I think we're getting us all right. Uh, fever dream of an episode that Tom and Pachiti loved, with the highlight being for myself, many of the people, the advert for It's Me, Tears, rice, pudding, <laughs> and oh. the uh, pudding enjoyment noises segment we got. So this is fan art of AI-generated art. Correct. It's at the level right now of yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We're one step away from enough of tur. <sighs> Bless you. Bless Sorry, you. Season, no, we're beyond enough, enough tuz. Oh. Oh, yeah. Better oh. than that. <laughs> yes. So pudding enjoyment noises to everyone who voted. Pudding. 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 Juicy plump raisins. I'd be sweating like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <work>. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't responded to it yet. But oh, plenty of people mentioned. Can I put the little oh. thing on on Twitter if you want to know what it's all about? And you haven't oh, seen if it yet. Just mm. hard with him on dynamite. Just a little, hard, <laughs> just little thing of rice pudding next to him. That would have been. He'd be my favorite wrestler of all time. This match on AW Dark brought to you by Ambrosia. <laughs> what? He said. He he said that line last night that you always say. He's, uh, if I stood on my wallet, I'd be 6'4". Because he was oh, saying... I borrowed that from Hornswoggle. He was saying that someone is someone was like 6'5". And then they were like, oh, he's acting like he's 6'5", or something like that. And then... Taz, Jim Ross again? Taz, yeah, Taz, five foot six. Taz goes like, we're not all, we're not all over six foot five. And then JR's like, we're five foot six. And Taz, <laughs> Jim Ross last night. Taz is like... I'm taller than five six. Look, this is the replacement for CM Punk at the main event of AWR. Jim Ross <laughs> kicking ass right now. But you know who else is kicking ass? Taz's Rice Pudding nomination, nominate her, I should say, Ross. So you can go first this week, pal. I'm going for backstage wrestling gossip yeah. because it's more entertaining oh. than anything that happens in the ring and on screen. Mm. End right of now, discussion. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how boring this week would have been. Oh, we're looking forward to CM Punk versus John Moxley, are we? Oh, it'd be a fantastic match. I'm sure it'll be a wonderful clash of styles. No, Punk's an arsehole. Moxley wants the match moved. Hangman's a nice guy. All the stuff. Go on, the dirt sheets. That's my Hall of Fame pick, wrestling backstage gossip. Punk's yeah. not an arsehole. The lifeblood of all wrestling fans, when you really think about it. We need AW Underground, presented by Shane McMahon oh. right now for all the backstage dramas. <laughs> Okay, I'm just hey, I'll tell you what we do need and to loop this round to some content we did a little while ago Jack and I predicted what WWE would look like in 10 years time and one yes, of Jack's predictions was like a documentary behind the scenes oh like a Netflix like behind fly on the wall documentary yeah. like Drive to Survive oh, but yeah. for wrestling yeah yeah. but, but obviously we need it now for AEW we do need yeah. it now um, have they done anything retrospective wise for the Thunderdome era or whatever they're calling WWE. COVID I times. Think I forgot about it. Because yeah. mm. that would have been something, if they'd been honest with that, that could have been an amazing documentary. Oh, they could like to be style, like, we persevered. Because you want people backstage going, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, it'll start with, we were the first company yeah, to hold on. live events right. after, during the pandemic and kept the world going. Yeah. yeah. Drew become the first pre recorded person to win the world title of WrestleMania, then wait a few days. And even his book is going, 
in his head, he's there. Like, it hasn't happened yet. Like, maybe they've edited me out. Mm. <laughs> Just cut away from something else or whatever. And it's like, oh, Drew's not here. Yeah. Yeah, especially but with... No, the... that's a very good... For any particular favourite you have for backstage drama. Why do you even start? All of it's... Well, most of it's good. Some of it's unnecessary. Some of it ruins wrestling, some might argue, which mm. I agree with as well. Like, the whole Gunter thing from earlier this year. That never actually happened, did it? The whole trademarking of the thingy that was linked to the thingy. Oh, yeah, right, Remember? Yeah. Oh, right. But because yeah. the, because the yeah. certain dirty sheets put it out there, people are going, oh, they can't do that. Therefore, we hate the name Gunter, even though it was never, you know, a real thing that actually happened. Yeah. It, it has its good parts and bad parts, but it's just, this week of all weeks especially, it's just been really, it has been entertaining to watch. Mm. It's never dull. Someone else's house is burning down and we're over the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be our house one day. But until that point, we'll enjoy laughing yeah. at someone else. And, and when it happens, when it happens to us, and we go outside, and there's people laughing. You go, yeah, yep, fair well, enough. Charlie joke, Charlie joke. <laughs> house burned down, and now I'm a clown. Yeah, God, I, I try to think. Is there any favorites like in history you've heard of backstage drama? Because, Imagine if um, a screw job had happened when the internet was a thing. I hate people who say that. Oh, you say I that ironically. Bloody hell. Ooh. Wow. Oh, sorry. Oh, you meant that seriously. Why, what if I actually... Why, the internet if... was around. Well, the internet was around. But when the internet was... You know what I mean? When Patreon was a thing. When, I, when Twitter and... <laughs> you know what I mean? When in the internet age. People say that about... When social was, media was a thing. There was one that did got, that went around for a bit. People had going, are you kidding? That was like... SummerSlam 02 was just, oh, people... Imagine people's reaction to this when the internet was around in 02. Well, the internet wasn't around as much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? When the internet wasn't as all-encompassing. Mm. There we go. That's what I should Social have said. Social media. So, yeah, I'll to go avoid with your wrath. It's just a funny <laughs> thing. That, I know, right? Again, all the young people go, back why before, take an issue with that, Matthew? The, the three old people that watch this are going, yeah, get him, Matthew. No, no. Back before but... we had cars, imagine. Hey. <laughs> I can't believe Jim Cornette had to run away from the arena. <laughs> I remember getting trying home. to get hit your ride on the horse. Trying to get a stagecoach. <laughs> Tell you, homework in 2002 was hard. Yeah. <laughs> he parked his horse behind a bush. Cornet and Earl Hebner leaving Canada. Yeah! <laughs> we ride at midnight. Cornet's got one of the Flintstones cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> uh, what was I about? I've got one. Favorite backstage drama one time. They're making the misfits in action. WCW yes. later day. So it's, uh, I'll say Hugh Morris so we don't get demonetized. Uh, Lieutenant Loco. Who's Chavo? Uh, he was Lieutenant Loco. Oh, oh Paul uh, Lassaru was Paul Cajun. Paul Cajun. There we yeah. go. And the yeah, joke major, was, major guns. Yeah, major guns. And the joke was Van Hammer, because basically all the people who aren't doing anything, they were the trust busters of their day. Mm-hmm. Uh, put together in one group. What was his name? Van Hammer? Uh, I'll get into it. Oh. So his name was originally Private Stash. It's it's a joke. If you have to have explained, ask your dad. Uh, Private Stash. Van Hammer, because he's a bit of an idiot, took umbrage of the fact that he was merely a private. <laughs> <laughs> so it got changed. I forget his other, like, Corporal Stash or whatever. Like, mm. Oh, don't quite. It kills Isn't the it? joke. Sergeant yeah. Stash, maybe? Sergeant Stash. It doesn't, it doesn't no, matter. It could yeah. be anything. Mm. <laughs> Field, <laughs> Field Marshal Stash. It doesn't matter at that point. It's like, no, Private Stash. It, whatever. Weed. So, that's, that's my, one of my favorite bits of backstage drama. Oh, you Do you doesn't, it doesn't have to be big then. You just like it when it, it doesn't have to be because. Oh, it's enough to always be made. I mean, obviously, the I mean, the wild, wild west of 97 between mm. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart was every week. It was the best story since, you know, House of Dragon because it, every week is like, oh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are going to pretend to shoot on each other in their comments. Oh, they've taken issue with their work comments. Now they legitimately hate one another. <laughs> 
I mean, that was a time and a half. But... Um, no, I'm just, I, I think that I prefer it when everything clicks and is good. So like Hangman's arc and the end of that and everything yeah. is all good. But I will agree with Ross. Sometimes it just spices things up and makes it a bit more interesting. I remember when MJF walked out uh, earlier this year, that was really exciting. Mm. Even though no one really knew if he was all right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but thankfully he was, and it was just exciting. He tried DMing him again. He hasn't replied. We were speaking about this yesterday. What did you send him again? Because we forgot. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I thought, it like, <laughs> I thought it was like a random question. Like, oh, have you seen the game that's come out there recently, pal? Just to try and get like a random response. What's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> nah, just, hey. Uh, hey, babe. X. Yeah. Anything to get a response over. Remember me, Teehee? <laughs> Miss you. One night in Milwaukee. I, I was there. Showed you a picture of my botch. Please respond. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there. Backstage, backstage wrestling drama. I, I yeah. suspect this is going to be another runaway success. Mm, I don't know. So, so I can keep... see why some people would hate it. You know, gets in the oh, way sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? I think anybody who says they hate it is like, oh, so you're not on all these websites reading <laughs> everything. All right, okay, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to pick then. Well, I was going to pick anyway, even though it's no offense, Jack, because it's not going to win, but oh. only because this one's much better. Uh, Jack's CM Punk Ring of Honor retrospective. Oh, Matthew, thank you very when much. I sat down and watched that. We're churning out some proper good stuff oh. on this channel between Sam Drivers, God, I wish I was David Lynch, thing he's going through right now. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does. Yeah. How do you know this? Are you talking about David Lynch? All right, okay, right. I'm a good listener. And uh, you're putting out. <laughs> The, these amazing little informative videos for well, people. thank you. Um, and it was the only thing better than watching the video. I'm stop, I'm top compliment yet. You I was going to say Richard Tubman credit as well for editing the video. Oh, of course, well. Richard yeah. Tubman yeah. is not here yet. Well, he's in mm. Japan. I'm sad. Um, so, what was it going? Yeah, sorry. Uh, the only thing better than watching the video was scrolling underneath and seeing all the comments saying, thank you. I didn't know anything about this. I've heard people talk about this amazing run. And obviously, as you made reference in the video, it's been homaged and brought up yeah. again, the pipe bomb, the MGF feud, et cetera, et cetera. And all this stuff there. It's like, now I know what happened because not a lot of companies are doing that because no one knows who owns Ring of Honor right now. No one knows what's <laughs> happening. So no one else has done it. So you are informing these people. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not acting like I'm some sort of expert. Like I had to do research for it as well. Of course. Of course. But, um, but yeah, it got received quite well. So if you haven't watched it, go and watch it already. But yeah, I do have to give credit to Richard because he did like a thing with his editing style in it where it was like things were staticky and yeah, yeah, yeah. out. And I messaged him saying, oh, I love that. And he went, oh, thank you. I overuse it in everything. I was like, all oh, right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, thanks to Richard as well for editing the video. It's a Hitchcock trademark. So, mm. Yeah, It's a very informative video. And especially your bit near the end as well. We summed up everything that made it great and why this and that. And I'm a snake, you idiot and all this. And then how important TM Punk's move the WWE was in the overall scheme of things of independent wrestlers and all. Mm. And I hadn't considered that. Oh. I had never really thought like, what was one of the little things that helped? And CM Punk going to the week and against all odds, make himself a megastar, despite not fitting the mold, despite not being jacked up or anything else like that. He was able to do it. Yeah. But we and hate how important him. that was. We hate him this week, man. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I could have picked the worst week for this. Something but pause about CM Punk. Well done, idiot. But, but no, uh, thank you very much, dude. I didn't realize how deep the hate is with some people, though, because we did a podcast yesterday, oh just God. like just merely, hate CM Punk, merely reviewing his year. It was yeah. called like CM oh, Punk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just, I saw to, that. yeah. just as the three of us sat down and just had a little conversation about yeah, like, you know, and Tom, yeah. certain bits he's done this year and what we thought, and just give like a little opinion, just to you know pass an hour for people's days and whatnot, and the vitriol. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God! I didn't realize how bad it was. Well, for that retrospective, I'm glad that people then what, but you know when there's comments that you know have popped up before the 
length of the video has yeah, passed yeah. in time. You know, the people haven't watched it in full yet. First hour of that video after it went up, but I remember seeing comments just like hating CM Punk, and I was like, oh, but please watch the video though, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. I hate CM Punk so much. I clicked the video about CM Punk yeah. to tell you all that I hate CM Punk. He really, he'd inspires... probably be really happy with that though, because it's better to have people hate you than have no opinion mm. on you. Oh, yeah. he really, he really inspires a lot of passion either way, doesn't he? He okay. certainly does. <laughs> yeah. So, um, thank you, thank you very much. It's like the next video then. The fans' reaction to CM Punk, a history. No, I'll, I might just, I might just even say what it is. I can even oh, say okay. it now. I'm, I'm writing it currently, but it's not as obscure. Well. Not that that's an obscure storyline, but it's a more mainstream storyline. It's Kofi Mania I'm doing. Oh, mm. get in. Yes. Which isn't going to have as many like things that people might not know about. I think the story of Kofi is pretty well known. But it's nice to recap anyway. I got reminded about something that happened this week. Not to go off topic too much, but it was Big E on Talking Smack, the new version, Talking to the Miz. And it's the one where Big E's got his legs up like that because he sat down <laughs> there and he's talking. He's, talk he's basically being very clear like, you know what? Why isn't Kofi Kingston had a rematch? Yeah. And all this wild stuff. And Miz is going, well, I had to work hard. <laughs> and Biggie's like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, but, like, you've had title shots since. Like, he hasn't. Like, why is this? Well, I had to. And Biggie is just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, you've worked hard, have you? Comparing Kofi struggled the auto. Okay. Okay, Mr. WrestleMania <laughs> main event then. All right. Yeah. And it is like, I like, oh, wow. It's like the old talking smack. I completely forgot about that moment. Miz did survive Woodstock 99. <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. What was... Oh, no, it's gone. Nah, I forgot what I was doing. It, that's not a problem. It's your turn for the Hall of Fame pick. So oh, this. I wish I could remember what it was. Oh, prayers up for the Miz, wherever he may... Wherever he is. At the oh, yeah. Hope he's all right. Well, I think he's dead. I'm worried about the Miz. Oh, right. Because yeah. he, got, he got kidnapped. That's kidnapped what, on that's Raw. That's what real life will happen. No, no. Kidnapped on Raw. And then Dexter, just to go ahead in the review of the week, yeah, yeah. he sacrificed himself, basically. He got to see his girl before going off to prison. But where has he left the Miz? In uh, several states. <laughs> <laughs> um, my nomination, oh, no, do I want to open this can of worms, maybe, is Alexander Usyk, the <laughs> oh. heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> Because I like a bit of the sports now and then, you know? Yeah. And I'm not a big, I'm not a, I'm one of those like dirty boxing casuals who only really watches it when it's a big fight. But I wouldn't claim to be an expert or anything like that. But I watched the first Usyk Joshua fight and I thought, ooh, Usyk seems like a better boxer than Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, everyone was saying that Joshua had to change what he was doing and all this sort of stuff. Usyk's still too good. Wins. And then, <laughs> and I, I've, me and Bethany were watching it live and I, I've rarely, I, we had to like sort of turn away from the screen because it was really cringy what he was doing. And I feel for the bloke, he's just been beaten up for 12 rounds and is possibly hurt and, and has lost his rematch and he's away from the time and all that and all the pressure and he's like the golden boy of British boxing and that. Was. Was. <laughs> but. You got there before I did. But. What a way to try and make it all about yourself, though. And, and my nomination is Usyk for standing there while his country's at war. <laughs> and he probably wants to say a few things about that and just kind of lets him, because I don't know if I'd have been as calm, like if I was a really hard boxer. <laughs> like If it was me in there with Anthony Joshua, I would have let him say whatever he wanted. But if I was Usyk, can't believe he stayed so calm. 
I don't think he understands a word of English. I think that oh. worked in Joshua's favour for the right. best. Yeah, mm. he's just probably thinking, oh, he's saying some nice words about me. Mm. I'm the world champion. Oh, what a nice guy. Very gracious loser. That's hard. <laughs> well, some of the quotes we got from Joshua, I'm not really sure what's happening in Ukraine right now, but it doesn't sound very good. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, he did the whole thing about how he's not Tyson or Rocky Marciano or Jack Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> no was one was saying you were, mate. I saw a thing on Twitter. It was quite quite a naughty joke but it was like when my girlfriend expects me to go on top and it's him going like I'm heavy I'm 18 stone I'm not 14 stone it's hard it's hard work <laughs> it was really uh, but it reminds you sick anyway and oh, also like what a boxer is that really good oh yeah, yeah I mean I'll say that yeah I ended up watching that live but then and, Tyson oh, Fury put up an Instagram oh. story or whatever of him watching it going like they were both crap <laughs> <laughs> I could beat them both in one night <laughs> yeah. hey KSI's doing that uh, what, yeah, what's that about KSI's fighting two people in one night yeah because he's fighting one because one of them's a you know, YouTube person right. not really a boxer and he's going to fight a proper amateur boxer Except for the fact that, well, my, I haven't checked this because uh, my friend was telling me about it and I've looked at Maybe this has changed, but apparently he was scheduled to fight somebody. He went, all right, great. And they revealed who it was. And then he went, oh, what are all those tattoos on him? Oh, no. like, oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm not fighting him. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Oof. But yeah, I'll be watching it because respect the KSI. But yeah, it was a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It was a res- KSI, yeah. Don't laugh. It was a. Uh, <laughs> we all know why. Yeah. It was a. It was a hell of a it's fight. It's a conditional but- offer from university, isn't it, Mark? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Babe. Thank you for understanding. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a hell of a fight. The second one because I, I was like, Joshua was not going to win this, but then he started putting in my boxing way better, getting a few shots in the. It was, it was like. Wait, oh, is there a chance here? Is there a chance? But then he was I'd so say, behind on points, there was no way he could get back without knocking them out, and he didn't. I'd so. say you two are probably more regular viewers of boxing than I am. But from what I read, it was the tenth round that changed. You say came back out in the tenth round and was like, "No, actually, I'm going to win." There might have been something there. Yeah, Joshua was able to keep the pace he had going, but then it was just like, "I, I, I don't do like one punch knockouts. I do like blah 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 blah." And then he got a few blah blah blah. I still not seen. And then Joshua fight. smothered him the rest of the night. Ah, I think Joshua I was, was out thinking just about the Twitter going. Doing. <laughs> was it's like no one, no one, my real life mates want to go out because it's like, uh, it's been, it's been oh, actually, no, in fairness, though, the rain that we got on that day on oh, Saturday, yeah. I got off the bus and the doors opened the bus, and the bus driver went, Are you sure you want to get out? <laughs> it was horrific. So I understand why people didn't want to go out, but so I watched it like people and like Waltz on the live Discord thing. I'm there going, like, He's winning, he's winning, like, it could happen. Oh, and then obviously it didn't but you know that's why you watch these fights because mm. you go I want Joshua to win but I don't think he's going to because he's former golden boy mm. but yeah then it just it just got overshadowed one of the them. judges gave it to him by the way <laughs> it was a split decision and I was like mm. I wouldn't go that I mean me being biased as hell I'm like yeah you're alright but no he didn't mm. really um, and also probably should shout out Leon Edwards who's now the UFC welterweight champion yes from Birmingham yep uh, and I think he was born in Jamaica but he was fighting under the UK flag. Go on, the yeah. Brits. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he won the UFC welterweight title and he was a big underdog. It was a big kick, wasn't it? It was like a crow cop style. Yeah, but in the last round, yeah. the five. And they were and the commentators, Joe Rogan's going like, he's probably going to lose. They're all writing him off. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's got to try his best now, but he's going to, oh, the great legacy of Kamara Usman. He's the great champion. Bang. And they're all like, oh. Is that when he pulled his kick out face? Yeah, thing. Joe Rogan does that on purpose, oh, I think, now. I was going to say, that, does, yeah. that could be from anything. No, no, I don't know if that was from reaction to that, right? Yeah. right. But no, um, oh. mine's Alexander Usyk. 
for being hard and patient. <laughs> <laughs> Too good sentence to be. Yeah. So, uh, the calm and patient. Hard and patient. Is yeah. Mm. Uh, is your pick. Backstage wrestling gossip. Backstage wrestling gossip. And uh, Jack's CM Punk Ring of Honor video. Mate, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. It's a good video. Thank you. And thank you to Richard. Yes. God, I miss him. You missing Richard, yeah? Yes. Well, no, because, you know, <laughs> when he moved downstairs, it changed, didn't it? No. It did, it changed. No, when, it when changed. It, whenever we chanced upon Richard, he was still the same. Oh, it's changed. Is it because of Dan, becoming friends with Dan? Did it change him? Yeah, he found <laughs> another man. He did find him. He was your pal. So I, was, I was sat next to him for five years. Mm. Five years, he was just there. Mm. Dan comes along, puts himself in the middle. Yeah. But we'll get over I it. I saw he was at a... Every week we should look on Richard's Instagram and see what he's been up to. This week, I'll start us off. He's been to an open-air museum. Looked lovely. An open-air museum? I know. It was outside. That, 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 thank you for but explaining that, Jack. I don't think that's a good just... thing because it's very humid. He was saying it was really hot. Mm. In Japan? Yes. Okay, what was the museum of? Don't know. It was in... It was Japanese I words. couldn't work it out. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I, don't I don't know what it was. Richard, for next year, if he watches this, <laughs> why would he be watching this? Oh, God bless him. But I'll message him and find out what the museum was, and then next week on Richard Watch, we can update you. <laughs> Should we do this every week? Richard Watch. <laughs> oh, what's Richard doing? Tub man in Japan. Man in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do this week, Richard? Water jacket. Oh, tub oh, man in Japan. That's great. <laughs> yes, if you want to submit a jingle, please, oh, yes, mailbag at cultaholic.com, stick jingle in the thing. Don't use any copyrighted music or anything like that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, um, but if you're not doing that, you can, of course, vote for any of these three fantastic picks by going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Tub man in Japan. <laughs> You oh. man, Japan. He pops up. All right. That says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. <sighs> and Jack's wacky subtitle SmackDown. Insane in the mem rain. R E I G N. That's a good one, that. It's maybe my best one ever, but it's all downhill from there this week. Don't worry, we used to that. Ronda Rousey arrives unannounced <coughs> at the start of the show and demands that Adam Pierce lift her suspension. Uh, Pierce says, What's there somewhere wrong with your car? <laughs> Pierce says the decision is above his pay grade and sends security to escort Ronda out of the ring. She beats them up, so police officers come out to arrest Ronda and take her away as she talks trash to Pierce. Mm. It was just like Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Attitude Era. No, no. That visual of him getting led away by the police up the entrance ramp, it was just like Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Attitude Era. Ronda's been arrested twice in WWE, and this, while was all right, had a lot to live up to because it was that famous segment with Becky and Charlotte all kicking each other in handcuffs. That was fantastic. But this was still all right. I thought it was good. The presentation yeah. of Ronda now was a hoot. That's what she oh. should have been from the start. Yeah. Even when she was smiley muck, smile face. Mm. Yeah, you know, hey, Ronda isn't the best coming out there and giving these, I'm going to do this pre-rehearsed thing. Hey, just have her smashing people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. I think, because I think she forgot a line, didn't she, during this one, and just like remembered it and was like, oh, then we do the line. <laughs> then we do the line. <laughs> uh, but I didn't know what, the crowd were chanting at her in French. I couldn't work it out for myself. With me, oh, me, me, me being GCSE, um, Pat mentioned they were speaking something in French. Maybe it was a swear word. I don't know, uh, but I couldn't understand it. One of the police officers was a Canadian indie wrestler Casey Spinelli. Oh. Yeah, it was the the woman police officer, and I've remembered her from Impact. She did a couple of Impact matches, okay. but also just being funny 
on YouTube doing entrances and that. She's very funny. So it was weird seeing her be like a serious police officer. Wait, were these not Mounties? <laughs> no, they were just police. Yeah, uh, police, yeah. You want to get the Mounties out. Or the Mount, or the one. Yeah. The Mountie. We need the Mountie. Yeah. <gasps> you mean the Mountie. That's right. Uh, Interestingly, though, police cars over there have bars in the windows. Like a, oh, like a cell. Oh, symbolism. It's good, that, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, you know, practical, you know, to have just a window there. Jack Atkins you know. is going on holiday to Canada soon. Oh. He used to live there. So it's just normal to him. Yeah. Mm. Not the bars. Well, not by him getting arrested, you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. All right. But mm. not with the bars. See, these, these, I said Mounties again, whatever. The Mounties have seen round and past. They know she can stick her foot out. So they put bars in the window. Yeah. Mm. Smart. Mm. Yeah, it is really Storytelling. Especially after the last time Rhonda was in a police car. Yeah. She did the same. Was it her or Becky that booted the window out? I can't remember. One of them did. I remember Rhonda. I think it was Rhonda because then she's leaning out of it. Oh, no, he was Rhonda getting kicked. Then she's leaning out of it and then Charlotte. Oh, so. But the end of that segment, though, when then we see the bloodline arrive in their car, that was as smooth as cum dripping off a golden tooth. And I mentioned that because at the start of the show, Jim Cornette was mentioned by name because they mentioned the anniversary of the first ever. Smackdown. Like That's pa. right. Because yeah. he did commentary on it. Mm. Just didn't expect to hear him getting mentioned by name. No. And it's funny because if you didn't see that first episode, don't worry. He still uses the same jokes. <laughs> uh, Bailey, Eo, and Dakota sit in the front row to watch the next match. Ding dong. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she was great ragging on the course. So good. Do you think her and Cole are pals? Oh, yeah. She oh, deliberately targets him all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's tough love. Natalia and Sonia Deville take on Toxic Attraction. NXT stars win after roll-up from JC Jane on Natalia. Uh, and it was trending on Twitter that the uh, audio description for SmackDown <laughs> said, uh, for Toxic Attraction, two hot women come out. It was like two hot chicks come out dressed in bondage <laughs> gear. Oh, that's right as well, yes. So the- he's gonna... So the blind people are there going, ah, toxic attraction around. <laughs> Rhea Ripley's out. What is she doing here? Bondage, give the bondage. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Mm. God, I felt like Max Caster when he dropped that line that didn't get any reaction. We'll get on to that. Oh. We'll get on to that. I thought the moving parts in this match were brilliant. Mm. Wonderful. I thought it was an enthralling watch from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just turned a mare from that practical joke. Praise Beef was brilliant. Enthralling match from start to finish. Did that even come out right? I don't know if it did. I'll try it for a third time. Go on, you got this. It was an enthralling watch from start mm. to finish. I like the finish. <laughs> I'm trying to help. <laughs> Do you like the finish? Yeah, yeah it was really the good. The sharpshooter, but oh no, you're not doing that. <laughs> that is on the brink of causing oh, a tsunami sorry. in this I got studio. It. I'm a professional. <laughs> I don't know, professional what exactly, but... God, that was good. I forget, I've written down here, there was a quote from Michael Cole where something was happening. He says, we could have shades of 97 in Montreal here. Oh. To which I've written down, did Michael forget what happened that fateful night? Oh. So I assume he made a mess there. Was there, there wasn't any sort of screw job hinted at, was there? I know Natalia probably did a sharpshooter. Well, maybe it was just that. Yeah, I maybe guess. it was, yeah. <laughs> just to get the mention, I guess. Yeah. At least I did that. But I like I like yeah. the presentation of tro- toxic attraction. My God, I always call them tr- traction <laughs> attraction. Because they're the paratractors, so they are. <laughs> Traction engines, striker, etc. Um, but yeah, they got the proper entrance, you know, proper promo packages. This is who they are. This is what they're about. They came in, they did some good wrestling. Even JC Jane, for relative inexperience, I enjoyed her role in the match. And they got the shock win. Yeah. Or was it a shock win? I don't know. Um, I, I think the shock came from the fact that they were the replacements. So mm. you might expect them to just lose. But I think 
when you look at it being Triple H now, maybe it wasn't so much of a surprise. Mm. It should have been them in there to start with anyway. Yeah, it should have been. Oh, yeah. 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 Bit of a weird decision, to be honest with you, to have the other two in, considering they're not a proper team. Nah. Maybe it was just to get the face-heel balance in the tournament right or something. But, maybe. But Toxic Attraction are, the, the, are a tag team. They are. So, yeah. yeah. And the other two aren't. One of them likes to dance and sing. <laughs> And the other one does not like to dance and sing. Hi, I'm Nikita Lyons, <laughs> and I like to dance and sing. No, I'm Zoe Stark, and I hate dancing and singing. But we both kick ass. <laughs> we can agree it tastes phenomenal. That was a reference to a sponsor ad we did once. Okay, never mind. I am Brew. Yeah. Oh, of course, yes. Hey, Matthew, what do you think I am Brew tastes <laughs> no. like? Uh, Say he's a tutti frutti or something. Tutti frutti, Ross. Oh. Wow. I, th- I forget bubble, what you're like. Gum, bubble I think Iron Brew tastes like bubblegum. But I tell you what, Matthew, there's one thing we can agree on, and that's the Iron Brew. Ready? Tastes, tastes phenomenal. phenomenal. <laughs> wow, seamless. <laughs> I do like Iron Brew. I like Iron Brew uh, as well. I like it as well. I used to just drink diet <laughs> Iron Brew. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need you no more, TK. I-, I used to just drink diet Iron Brew. So when the sugar embargo thing kicked in, it was like, all right, fine. When I went to Glasgow to see Green Day, I got an iron brew from a shop just to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very sweet. Very sweet. Sweeter than English iron brew, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Don't get a bottle of Bucky. No, but I got a Guinness oh, later on. Oh, it's Irish, the... man. What am I talking about? <laughs> Look at the numbers on the Bucky. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the lower the number, the stronger the Bucky. I know that's not true. I know it's not true. No, but we, we, we all got yeah. our things we stick to, right? Mm. I thought it was true when I was yeah. a wee band trying Bucky. <laughs> A wee Ben. I was <laughs> I was 21. I was six years old. <laughs> and then in the highlight of the show, Sami Zayn meets with Roman Reigns oh, and yes. admits that he's been having issues with Jay Uso recently, who he says is ungrateful. Surprisingly, and again, this this was so good. Just surprisingly, mm. Roman goes, Yeah, I agree with you. And Tag goes, Yeah. Uso's call revealed that they've had problems at the border, so can't be at the show tonight. Roman tells Sammy that the IC title would look good in the bloodline and that he should focus on winning it. He also tells Sammy to pass on a message to Kevin Owens, letting him know that Roman doesn't owe anybody anything. Mm. Was that a callback to the Raw promo where Kevin Owens calls out whoever wins yeah. at the castle? I think yes. so. Oh my but God, it's all, all the, the interlinking parts, man. Oh. It's time to play the game. <laughs> right. um, the write-up, obviously, in writing, it doesn't do justice to how it good really this doesn't, was. Because yeah. they're both great, and the dynamic just worked so well. Yeah. And I love the bit where Sammy goes like, yeah, it's just Jay. I've got issues with Jay. And Roman's like, I agree, you know. And Sammy's like, yeah, yeah. And then Roman goes, I know he's my cousin and everything. And Sammy goes, he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sammy's really saying going from a like, coward to Iago from Othello. <laughs> or Aladdin, if you're that way inclined, I guess. Oh, um, I thought he was to... the one being, mani- being manipulated, Sammy. Well, I, I, I think thought that's what I mean. He's like going, that, they almost went from like, well, you know, Jay. Mm. And if this Roman is being like a statue and then going, I agree. It's like, oh, it mm. worked. But it there's worked. a detail yeah. which I've written in, read into too much here, oh, maybe. On. It's just that the fact that the Usos were having troubles at the border, and that's when Roman Reigns oh, entertained okay. Sammy. Mm-hmm. He was I was sick, aware of that. He was sick of his life by the end of the segment, wasn't he? Which is yeah. just like, oh, I'll entertain him when there's no one else here to it's protect him. It's funny, he was like, we yeah. should do this more. And Roman's like, yeah, yeah, we should do this more. <laughs> yeah. Body cop movie, mm. three words. Lovely story. I would love them to be tag team champion. And not in the current with the Usos that would be so good but imagine them as tag team champions so, yeah, you can make your appearance so I won the title with Sammy what? <laughs> <laughs> oh love that Hit Row interrupt a scheduled appearance for I, mm. Hit Row are the bad guys in this nah, I, I like them until this Max do Bree. tell them they're not mm, material so Hit Row throw them out the ring 
and perform a song about their return. <laughs> Lord, it wasn't Pre- a good song. Uh, they uh, need Swerve Strickland back in the crew. <laughs> now, well, are, are we, you know, hip-hop aficionados yes, enough to, to comment on this? Uh, because uh, Jack is. I was enthralled from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from a drink down. Hey, Top dollar. top dollar. It's top dollar, and I oh. put the G in the OG3. You can't low key me. Now, was that a musical reference to a low key or a reference to, to low, low key. key? As in, bullshit. well, he, he appeared at the show, so it couldn't have been low key. <laughs> um, then, Ashana the Adonis didn't get a verse. And I he... think there's a reason for that, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe the, the hip hop is not his strong suit. But Matthew, someone in the notes there was enjoying the performance of the song. That's right, Jack. Lord Protector of the Realm, Oliver Cromwell, <laughs> dances along that ram that joke's never dying, uh, before being ushered at the back by Max. She's trouble her. Yeah, mm. she's gonna. Well, which one of them is gonna get ousted from Maximum Male Models, her or Max? I mean, she's entertaining all parties at the dinner party, isn't she? She's mm. entertaining uh, the, the LLLL. L. Uh, Lethal Lovers Lost Tharios. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week. And no, they, a... they can be maximum male models. Though, yeah, they, they yeah. absolutely can mm-hmm. be. But then she's but... entertaining Hit Row as well, the OG3. Ma- mm-hmm. One of them's called The Adonis. Mm-hmm. But Max did say <laughs> a top dollar. None of you are maximum male model material, especially not you. I felt bad for top dollar. I don't. Oh. Now, what's he done? He did that rap against Shanky that was awful. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that was a little while ago, wasn't it? So he got started... released. Yeah, because I saved it. Um, <laughs> I made sure it was put back on Twitter. Capri uh, deleted it and stopped people replying to it because so many people were going into rubbish. Because <sighs> then he started fighting with like Indian people from India about Indian words. And oh. he was, instead of going, yes, you're right, Indian person who's from India, he was like, no, you're wrong. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. Oh, it was a blast. But in kayfabe, uh, I felt sorry for Top Dollar. Oh, so in kayfabe, mm. yes, I feel sorry for Top Dollar. Because he got called ugly, man. I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to, when we get to the NXT part of the show, give Top Dollar some props, but maybe I'll put those props back in the cupboard. Oh, he's doing other stuff. It's not like he's trying to put those props back in the cupboard. But some does some other stuff. It's just, it's just I think it was a pretty moment. Yeah, I've, forgot, <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Uh, we get a vignette for carrying Cross and Scarlet. Scarlet reads tarot cards while Cross reminds us that Drew and Roman are still his ch- 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 chosen ones. Southern Championship Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Later, Drew is Jared finds... the favourite to be the first champion of Southern Championship Wrestling? <laughs> I hope he is. He's got to be. Yeah. Who else oh, can if scale do it, the mountain? If they do it as a parody of Jared promotions in the past oh. where Jared just beats Beetlejuice for the title again. <laughs> also. Oh, mate, I love that. The JWO. I'm surprised he hasn't had it yet, the JWO. Yeah. Surprised Jericho hasn't. Jarrett's New World Horseman <laughs> Kings of Wrestling <laughs> Bullet Club. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Drew finds an hourglass outside his locker room. Mm. Was like, I like this, that this must be Roman Reigns' hourglass. Because mm-hmm. he hid it under his jacket. But how could he have done that? Did Drew go to catering or something? And then that was yeah, when he probably went to the toilet. Yeah, maybe. Was... Yeah. It's not that good, wouldn't you think about it, really, is it? Oh, it's creepy, though. Oh, really creepy. Oh, yeah, Drew's like, whatever. But I, I think, think he sounds like a moaning little bitch, and I'm sick and of it. Carrying Cross. Yeah, just Ooh. fight, man. You know, Drew got over getting released, you know? He wasn't the chosen one all the time. He did the mm. same as you. Stop moaning and fighting. He fight, went you and little... grinded on the indies and kicked Noam Dar off a balcony. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. What the when hell? When was that? In ICW. Carrying Cross. No, Drew. Oh, oh. Drew Sorry. kicked Noam Dar off a balcony. Oh, yeah, I remember I that. just remember thinking, how did they keep that safe? Like, what? He's facing the other way. Anyway. He's a professional. 
Oh, Drew got shafted by Mick Foley on that ICW show as well. Nice. Grado won the championship. <laughs> I was there. Oh, Were you? Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. You see, wow. was that the Grado show? versus Drew. Grado's entrance must have been amazing. Yeah. Mate, there was people around me going, again, I'm sorry for the accent, but like, oh, no. I can't stand Grado, me. Oh. So, live. <laughs> and then when he wins the title, like, I'm not singing. And then it's like, was that G-R-A-D-O? Mm. It's yourself. G-R-A-D-O. And people going, oh, I hate doing this. But this, Oh, swept up in Grado Mania Crab and Rice dude my mum's favourite wrestler <laughs> uh, my dad watches him in that TV show he's in the police thing or the, no, sit no, no, like the um, sitcom one. Ah, oh, really bad that I forget well it's like all the neighbours yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right I can't three, remember some doors, three doors down something no, like that's that, a band yeah. isn't it no, it's like, up here without you baby <laughs> imagine Grado live performance of three doors singing Kryptonite <laughs> anyway uh, yeah Ooh. so I'm coming across I saw there's a, a band that does covers of Tony Hawk soundtrack songs doing a tour and they're coming to Newcastle. I need Is to that their gimmick? They just play the Tony Hawk yeah, soundtrack? Yeah, I might go and see them. I need <laughs> oh, to, like, I'll go see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Dan's like, hmm. What's in the band? I, I need to find it. It's, I took a screenshot of it. I'll put it in the chat later. Please on. do. Yes. Anyway. That's a great idea for a mm. band because I saw Zebrahead and they were supporting Less Than Jake and Ruby Fish and they didn't play Suggest. Oh, take a chance, suggest. Oh, I don't know uh, that one. Oh, never mind them, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that song. That, was it in a... Take a chance now. Take a chance. Oh, yeah. right, okay, right. Well, they do. They <laughs> also <laughs> do. The, that's the second Zebrahead reference on this podcast. Everything's falling apart. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it's on later on. Mm. Anyway. Uh, but I right, back to the point at hand. Yeah, sorry. Drew's gotten over it, carrying. So you get over it, yeah. You know what? Yeah. He's carrying yeah. a grudge more like. Bazinga. <laughs> Yeah, we need more Big Bang theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need, yeah. Sami Zayn takes part in a five-way match. Speaking about Big Bangs, this match for a title shot against Gunther at Clash of the Castle. And, oh my, this was nearly my pick of the week, the mm. Hall of Fame, because, oh my God, was Sami over here. Oh, oh it was a... <sighs> in in Do Canada. I, right, who'd have thought that? It was a Linda McMahon pop. Yes. <laughs> There's a reward for longtime viewers of the podcast and those only, because if you just joined recently, that's not going to make any sense. Well, but when, he, when he hobbled back out? No, the initial one. Not him appearing. Yeah, oh, he yeah, appeared yeah, at the start. Yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did Linda go up at uh, WrestleMania X7's like that scar dancing? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. But I, I liked his trajectory during this match mm. I was enthralled once again because mm. he started as a no good scoundrel heel yep. just standing there watching the other lads doing the fighting then he gets whipped up in the crowd then he gets caught up in the moment yep. and starts doing babyface stuff like his old thing over the top rope I like the story I like the journey mm. he went through he also carried on when he was injured so he's better than CM Punk he, he and Cody Rhodes <laughs> and Cody no Cody all of them <laughs> Cody won with an injury that's right, you did. The yeah. ladder match. Oh, no, I meant the peck. When he laid there for half... Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, God, that was too recent for my mind to comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> that last year of Cody, my God. Uh, yeah. anyway, I'm still but, not over at me, uh, even though he's fantastic when he was, you know, now. Jack, but... write that down. L Cody's last year, what happened? Oh, like, for a <laughs> video. Yeah. Oh, that, those are the Ross's brainchild, those videos. Do oh, that which one. one's that? The last year. The last year in review. Oh, yeah. I will do that one. We're oh. going to do Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels one. Oh, who's that's better? gonna be good? Yeah, we we teased it, didn't we? During the thing, are we actually gonna do it? Well, yeah. Are we gonna do like who's better at charisma, the wrestling? We'll break, we'll break it down. Okay. Down. <laughs> are you gonna do a bit where? Okay, this has worked. This has worked. This is real. This is real. <laughs> we'll be there all day. Yes, you will. Uh, so yeah, Sami Zayn does this, and a person may say, and I was watching this with friends on Discord, and having a lovely time watching this. Go, my God, look at this. Sami Zayn's gonna win, and he didn't win, and I was like. Uh, but he couldn't 
win in this match against Gunther for the ICD. It's like, well, oh, well, well, the, the, right, the right man won. Yeah, Seamus yeah. is there is obviously better because there's no, well, one thing, there's no Welsh superstar they can put on this show. I would have still, but, I think I would have still preferred Sammy versus Gunther. Oh, no. It's both heel versus heel anyway. Big man. Although Seamus will probably but, be the face. Slap and meat. Yeah, but it, it will be big meaty men slapping me as well. I yeah. can't wait, me. It's my yeah. most anticipated match of the night so far on the card. Fair enough. But yeah, Sammy, it was good to see him get his lovely response. But you're right, if they're, if they're keeping this character work going, yeah, we wrong time for him just like, oh yeah, I'm a good guy now. But it's like, mm. you're not. But yeah. I, I don't think he's going to get in the way of things anyway, this the appearance. It's encouraging that, that under Triple H's creative, they're not afraid now to acknowledge that it's someone's hometown or to make them look good, put a mm. spotlight on them in their hometown. Yeah, he still didn't win, but he didn't get... No, they'd have covered him in sauce or maple syrup yeah. and like ruffled his hair and go, because ah. he's in the hometown, you've got to lose. Yeah. The good like old the, days, they call that. The finish was good as well because it came pretty soon after Sammy came back in. So you're thinking one thing, but then mm. uh, time to play the game hits in some <laughs> upside down world. <laughs> and then something else happens. But yeah, I mm. think I'm not against Seamus going on to win, you know, at, at, at the castle just to complete the set mm. and give the hometown ish, inflicted. ish, ish, yeah. the hometown ish hero the win. And then when they get back over there or if they go somewhere else, just have Gunter smash him. Mm. And then it means we can have Gunther go up to yeah. Roman Reigns level. Because mm. he's Gunther during general. general. <laughs> Not unlike Van Hammer, who was private stash. <laughs> during private. During private. Big ups to Happy Corbin as well, who has added yet another pretty move to his arsenal. Ooh, what was that one? It's Torture Rack Neckbreaker. Mm. I can't remember seeing him do that before. No doubt somebody in the comments will be saying, he's done it 50 <laughs> times last year. Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he's yeah. got a pretty, pretty moveset, that man. That's real, why he's happy for me. Real legends keep track of movesets. <laughs> That's what Wikipedia used to be good for. I know. Yeah. Can't believe we got rid of that. I know. The Viking Raiders hold a mock funeral for the New Day, burning an altar of their merch. Hey, who's that? Sarah Logan is there yeah. too. Was she really? I think she was the, oh. the woman leading the ceremony. Yeah. She wasn't oh. named. So I don't know if she's just there for that one bit where they do a Viking funeral. And Probably guess... in their garden. But yeah. That's mm. quite a life she's had. She was selling hot dogs on Raw a few years ago. Yeah. Helping Kane, Kane was get in covered charge in mustard, the, yeah. mustard, yeah. Kane was in charge of the nachos. That was her? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you've told me about this before and I've forgotten. Mm. But now, then she had that match. Her last match on Raw was so bad because it was like they messed up the finish and then she left and it was like, well, that was it. Sorry. She came back for the Rumble. Lasted about two seconds though. It was that I rumble. I forgot where, about that. It was the rumble where they brought back loads of people and they lasted all like two seconds each. That's yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the rumble this year. Uh, speaking of backstage drama being better than the stuff there, yeah, mm. that was so obvious. Shame by Shane McMahon. McMahon, right? <laughs> that was a well, good. Well, I'm one. not going out there. <laughs> I think I'll you know I'll go toe toe with Riddle and Brock and maybe I'll lose to one of them. It <laughs> would have been nice Amazing. if Randy Orton just went. Well, I'm meant to be in this slot. Here comes the most. <laughs> Randy Orton in, in his hometown of St. Louis yeah. is doing that. But uh, I, I tell you, the Vikings are going to look like massive idiots if they don't win now. Because they were mm. holding the funeral. I know they've beaten down the New Day, but they're also holding the funeral because they were acknowledging the great battle that is coming in the future between the two. And they were like, oh, rest in peace because of that. Mm. So if they don't win now, that's like CM Punk calling out Handman Page and then being a massive fanny <laughs> and losing in three minutes. And what are the chances of that happening, Ross? I feel like the Vikings are going to win. Do you? I hope they do. I'm still not really with them because on paper, this looks really good. Wow, let's have Vikings do really cool Viking stuff. I'm for that. Why, why not 
do, have them do cool stuff. But the thing is, their delivery of these lines, they're great when they're not talking. Oh. Y'all, we're Vikings. They don't sound like that. <laughs> hey, what? What? what they again? It's, not it's from... Eric, man. It's like, Eric's like, hello, we are the Vikings. <laughs> It's like they're goths, but Vikings. Yeah. The goths off the South, South, the South Park. Ivar's from... I <laughs> I know that Ivar's from New England because he was in the same scene as Sasha Banks and said that she wasn't ready for WWE. Ooh. And then she got became like a star. And then he came along. And here they are. I think that's true. If that's not true, I'd like to apologize to Ivar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, it's a good idea in theory, but... I'm happy for this to be over and everyone move on to something else because this has been going on for a while. Mm. Vince was still running the show when this was happening. Yeah. I know that Triple H can't change everything all at once and nor mm. should he, but one thing he should change is get them back to what they sort of were. Maybe not, maybe even before NXT, just drop the Viking stuff and just have them be big men who hurt people. No, yeah. they, they're doing, they're getting there, I think. I think. I know it's all about being marketable and that, but Mustafa Ali's proved this week you don't need to be marketable. Just be yourself. Mm. You yourself is the thing that's marketable there, Matthew. Mm. Thank you. Oh, I feel <laughs> uh, Liv Morgan wins a non-title match against Shayna Baszler, fighting through the pain of her injured arm. Uh, Shayna attacks Liv after the match and thinks about stomping her arm, decides against it, but then gets that great bit where she hesitates, then kicks her. Oh, that was my, almost my move of the week. <laughs> now, what does this mean for the title match at Clash at the Castle? I'm glad that Shayna reined it in because she was like, oh, I could have done it now, but I'm going to wait until Castle. Yeah, she I'm wants do her it to then. be 100%. For the, and she doesn't want her to be... I think it was like if she injured her, they might call the match off. Yeah. But why have they had a beat her in the build-up to the they're the same match at the pay-per-view? Underdog, isn't it? Shayna's now the underdog. No, Liv getting mm. beaten up there week after week. But she yeah. won. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Liv's going to win again. I think it's been bad writing for Liv. Up until this week. Because okay. I think this week where she was like, oh, my shoulder's buggered. It's just a big as targeted, target as the uh, as the championship is. There's no real difference there. It's fine. I think that's a good bit of writing. But everything from SummerSlam up until this week has been really bad. And mm. I feel a bit bad for her. I think, it, again, she's been one of the victims of the change in targets because Liv was doing good. Yeah, she won. We love her. Yeah. But it's like, okay, we're going to make Ronda cool again. Okay, cool. And then also you're going to wrestle Shayna Baszler. Shayna's cool again. And you're just... Plucky and you, live, I guess. You're the baby face who technically cheated to win. That's and we're going to give you that dodgy finish. As do I, you think, uh, okay. Do you think she'll win then? Because I thought they would set up for Shayna versus Ronda. That's what they are doing, but obviously they'll... But is I've, that down the line? I think the best thing they can do is just take it off her and start again. Mm. I think she's not going to get cheered, is she? Well, maybe she would. I don't think... Yeah. But she, this is the thing. She'd be cheered if she beat these people decisively. They don't want to beat these people decisively because they're pushing them. So you get these all good finishes and people chewing the big monsters instead of her. So, so take it off her, start again, have yeah. Ronda and Shayna. Bring out the rest of the year. Or, take, or, or have, yeah, Liv uh, beat Shayna clean, which is probably not going to happen. They're probably going to have Ronda come out, cause Shayna to lose the title, and then have non-title Ronda, Shayna. And then Liv will get booed some more. <laughs> she <didn't laughs> mean, we just need uh, to start again. Clean slate for the Liv Morgan. Yeah. The DDT that she took from the apron to the floor, mm. that was horrible. I'm glad she survived that. Mm. Yeah. Was it your move of the week? No, no. Okay. <laughs> not this No, one. he's not that happy. Okay. <laughs> and then Roman Reigns cuts a promo and calls out Drew McIntyre, calls him a liar, for claiming to have carried WWE. Drew arrives and says that, that when the bloodline aren't around, he sees the fear in Roman's eyes. They brawl, and Drew tries to hit a claymore, 
but Sami Zayn gets in the way. It is really well done because he says, Drew's setting up this, looks back and suddenly he's just turned into Sami Zayn. <laughs> and then Roman sets up for a spear, but Drew counters it with a claymore and stands tall with the belt. Yes, he does, by God. Wow. Yeah. It always was a good, a good segment, I thought. They both made sense. Yep. Drew's promos are on a different level now that he's not having to be just being him, any. Just, just being him. This is what we're seeing on the on the indies back in like 2016, weren't we? Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's all good. I thought Roman had an extra little bit of extra bit of sass in his voice as well. Not so much sass as Wesley from NXT 2.0. <laughs> oh my god, who would be slapped if he did that in real life? That promo was. We'll get to that. <laughs> More on that later. But Roman was fantastic here. I thought Roman looked naked though without the Usos and the Wise Man. Ooh, Ooh. practically That's naked. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. I thought it was good. Wait. I haven't thought about this. Were the Usos not there for a reason? Is it because DUI. Of, it, that is actually... Right, right, Can't right, cross yeah. the border. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they were you saying... Nikita Lyons thing. Eh? When they were saying there was trouble at the border, they were, it was true. telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Are they allowed to be over for the UK as well? Don't know. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Mm. Obviously, Jeff Iwood taps in the shoes coming into the UK. Well, how's Roman going to keep his belt without uh, the Usos? Oh... <clears throat> Oh, well, you're the cat among the pigeons there. Damn it. Where, where's, where's, where's the bloodline? It says, oh, sorry, they've been redirected to AW Dark this week. Ah, uh, <laughs> no way. And then no one will react. It'll be really awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, AW Rampage. It's actually Kip Sabian under the paper. <laughs> well, I, I wrote that before he actually came back on Dynamite. So, it, yeah. It is just funny. Thing but it was to the point first out. time that they referenced him in like two years. Yeah. I was like, oh. Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta open the show. Claudio makes an open challenge for his Ring of Honor world title, which is answered by Dustin Rhodes. Mm. What are you doing here? They agree to a match next week. That's fair enough. It's a very respectful response. I think it's a nice choice, me. Bit yes. of a throwback. I like the, the the way the angle was tied together with them not having that, you know, the world title reign, but Claudio's got his and Dustin yeah. never had his, that sort of thing. I thought the editing was weird in this one. It felt like one of those YouTube videos, you know, where like a proper YouTuber's like, one sentence cut, one sentence cut. It felt like that to me and it really took me out of it. Mm. I don't know if it was just me. Mm. I feel, it made me feel sad for Dustin because he's not going to win. I was like, oh, he's not going to win. But that, that's what he wants. That's fine. what he's so good at doing. I know, he yeah, he is. He's just, the, he's just what Terry Funk was 20 years ago. He's just a natural. He's 30 the natural years ago fact. and 40 years ago. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's got one more fight left in him. This could be it, lads. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good though. I reckon this will be good. Yeah. Swerve in our glory. Retain the tag titles against Private Party. They absolutely annihilated the lads. Yeah. My God, what a one-sided ass kicking. Someone, if they were looking at the news, would go, oh, so that's them done, right? Another class of 2019, lads, <laughs> but that's probably not going to be the case. That so, was sad. They were bigging them up, try, well, trying to big them up on commentary, and the only thing they had to say about private party was that they beat the Young Bucks, which happened on the... Three <laughs> years ago. <laughs> was it the yeah. first time ever Dynamite? It might have been. It was very close. It was first few episodes, tournament. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <sighs> I mean, what do we do there? Look, I like them, but there's been like a lot of people in AEW. They've stayed at that level, that, that level, and then some of the people have come along that'd be much better than them. That they're so much better down. than that, though, aren't they? Private party, are they? Yeah, though? yeah. Silly street. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. it's great, but hell yeah. Compa- compared <laughs> compared <laughs> to the other teams on the roster, they're like I wouldn't even. They're not even maybe in the top. Top ten, mm, but there was that many great talents. Ten, they were promising though. They were promising. Yeah, promising. They were so promising. True. They were better as faces, I think. I'd say so. Yeah, them being put in the big Matt Hardy dumpathon, <laughs> that was recycling good. bin probably didn't help them. No, they yeah. never really recovered from that. Uh, no, <sighs> poor private party. 
Yeah, I thought the match itself was good. Though. Jen, can do, Jen can do an impression of the woman at the start of the Private Party theme tune. It's scary because she's Scottish, so you expect her to have a Scottish voice. But then when she doesn't do a Scottish voice, it, it, it's weird. But she it's, gets possessed by a different like, human. It's like a different person. If she does an English accent, it's awful. It's awful. Oh, I've not heard her do an English Oh, she does like an Essex sort of thing. Oh. It's grim. And then she can do like the, oh my God, is that private party? But like... You do a good one. Thank yeah. you. But it's weirder with her because she's, she's Scottish. They can only ever speak in Scottish. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> the English accents are diving board into multiple other accents. Scotland's in a corner. We can't get anyone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. The pounce uh, into the ropes from Keith is one of my moves of the week, but it ooh. might not be the move of the week. I haven't quite decided yet. Oh. I don't know. So what don't I've really know. What I've, I've done this week is highlight things in yellow, which are in the conversation, <laughs> and I'll make a call at the end because then I'll, I'll have remembered everything. Okay. I forgot to do it last week again. <laughs> going through a bad time, week? yeah. Oh. Going through a bad time. Much like Zach Clayton is, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip to that then. Uh, Hook squashes Zach Clayton, him from the Jersey Shore, who I'm not even sure is a proper wrestler, but we know this, he cuts a promo better than a lot of people on AEW. I also know that Hook doesn't like him because he legitimately choked him out or tried to. Do you see this? Did he actually do what, it? What, legitimately? Hook's got the Kamehameha rum. Yeah, perfect. Hook's got red rum locked in. And... The bloke's like, I think it was, I think it was our boy V1 from OS. Well, I've never met him, but V1 from OSW <laughs> Review, um, who pointed this out on Twitter. Maybe if it wasn't him, I'm sorry, but someone pointed out that he's got it in, and he's meant to be selling, being passed out, and Hook seems to be squeezing it really tightly, and you can see him go like, like he's tapping out, like we're trying yeah. to do it. He's not doing a big wrestler tap out. Uh, he's just he's meant to be unconscious, and he's like, that's enough now. Yeah, I was like, ooh, oh. and he's going very red. Maybe he is a proper wrestler. Good selling. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, wow. But... We've got backstage drama now with Zach Clayton. Because <laughs> a combined 10 seconds of wrestling time on the show. Mm. Now, I don't know if this is just me, but save this bollocks for Dark and Dark Elevation. Oh. This doesn't Look. need a... Just doesn't need. If it's some, it's the fact that they built it up for a week and wasted some time there explaining who Zach Clayton was to get to this, and then this was over so quickly. There was no point in the stuff that happened last week. Mm. Save this bollocks for dark. It's fine if Zach Clayton's there going, "Oh, hello, it's cool that I'm here, isn't it?" On Dark Elevation, let's have a little match, and then Hook comes out for his showcase thing, but not on shows like Rampage that aren't really entertaining to begin with. Okay, hmm. fair enough. Hmm. AEW sucks. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. No, many uh, people showing those views that you've just said. I'm trying not to burp. I'm sorry. Something's wrong. <laughs> Get it out, Matthew. Go on. Uh, <laughs> it's very. That was like a cartoon burp. That was great. Press burp.exe. <laughs> um, backstage, Powerhouse Hobbs kicks off with QT Marshall. He reminds QT that he promised to take care of Ricky Starks. QT reassures Hobbs that he'll do so. Why is Powerhouse Hobbs enlisted QT for this job? Because apparently you've got to be with somebody. It's like prison. You've got to be affiliated with <laughs> some gang yeah. in AW. I wouldn't trust QT to get this job done in kayfabe. Yeah. In real life, he's got power. He pulls strings. But in kayfabe, I don't think he's going to be able to take out absolute Ricky Starks. I don't know. You went 10 minutes with CM Punk. I think that's a detail <laughs> not enough people speak about. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, Buddy Matthews easily beats Serpentico. My God, the size of Buddy Matthews. Oof. Um, oh. Wait, he's got, he's got to be. With Rhea Ripley, yeah. if, he, if he wants to be her puppy, <laughs> poor Dominic, man. Hey, it's just physics. Nothing poor about Dottie. <laughs> it's 
Stubber. <laughs> but after the match, he's confronted by Miro. They brought, and this is good actually because Miro has the, what is it? Skull? It was a skull. He right? has a skull, yeah. Oh, the, the Ma- Malachi black mask thing. Miro, famously born without a skull. <laughs> Looking great for it. Yeah, sorry, Malachi's mask. Um, and he throws it because it wasn't, we were talking about this last week. It was a bit ambiguous if he declined his offer or not. So it's going where he threw his mask. It's like, oh, okay, he's, he's actually feuding with him. Okay, thank you for pointing that it's out. It's good that because he's so religious and more powerful than God that he's the one guy who can heal the thing yeah. that comes into you mm. from Malachi Black. Matthew. It's just one big religious advert, this. Sorry, go on. <laughs> if AEW was a game of Dungeons and the Dragons, would Mira be a paladin? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> don't know why D&D. Done That's a paladin. Uh, Anyone who knows more sorry. about me than more about Dungeons and Dragons than me, let us know in the comments. Mira, a paladin? Thank you. I want to know that. I'd always play as a paladin. When I and don't, and don't be leaving in the comments saying which, ooh, here's what I think is the full roster list and what their class are. No, I don't care about that. Just no, Miro. No, that'll be a Reese's Pieces one Yeah, will, yeah. Right, well, I hours. think he's a cleric. I don't, I don't care. To do with it, we? <laughs> and, and Ross will be pretending to be on his phone the entire time. No, let's all get T-shirts and call mm-hmm. us. What do you want to, not the Hellfire Club, obviously, but what do you want to call oh, ourselves? Oh, yeah, you're well watching Stranger Things, aren't oh, you? Yes, are I you have. up to season four? I'm, I'm, I've just started season four. What do you think of... Um, the one the season before where they sang the never ending story. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a fantastic was moment. So just didn't fit the, what was going on at all. Around. I was frustrated. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> it's a, Dustin's up in the conversation, obviously. Dustin. Yeah. Bethany says that if Chutney was a human, he'd be like my cat. He'd be like Dustin, which yeah. I find not very nice. He's just very likable. Oh, okay. What's wrong with Dustin? Well, she she always highlights that one of our cats is a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Oh. He's a lovable idiot. Okay, though. fair enough. Mm. Yeah. He's got no clavicle bones. Mm. He's got no teeth. And he's like, do you like my pearly whites when he gets them in? Oh, mm. I can't My do favorite the noise. is Steve. Oh, he goes for a nice trajectory. He does. Nice, nice he story does. arc. He does. He starts off good. as an arse. Yeah. And you just find out he's a goon like the rest of them. Who's your favorite? Have seen this in season two. Oh, right. Fair enough. Okay. Did you We're fall off that there? You got to, persi- got to persist. Yeah, me and mates would watch it together and then season three came along and it was like, hey, it's the 80s. I went, I'm sick of the 80s. <laughs> I, wish I, was, I wish I was there age mm, in the 80s. Looks really cool. Yeah. But yeah. I no, don't I, like this age I am now in this this period of time. I want, you know, without I Twitter and social media and that, yeah. Mm. Mm. There's a nice innocence to that period of time. My mum once said, you would have thrived in the 90s. I went, what? I don't know what you meant. I know, Down I the what what <laughs> Cornet riding by, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. <coughs> what are we about? Uh, Kip Sabian. And it's... music. Let's start. Yeah, the mm. music oh. was better then. Imagine hearing oh. those songs was... get released in real time. The music was, I think, was either really good or really bad in the 90s. Oh, the so man. Top tier songs from the 80s, man. Oh, the 80s? Oh, oh, yeah. the, oh, the 80s, yeah. Yes. Imagine, like, being our age ha, and, like, ha, ha. tuning on the radio and then mm. hearing... You know, wham for the first time. Right. Oh, you'd fall out of your chair. What do you hear now? <laughs> That'd be a noise of your you hear some back. dickhead with a, a, a keyboard like making noise, and then some <laughs> woman just repeating the same line over and over again. Music's not music anymore. No. Oh. Are, are we at that stage of our life? I am 30 years oh, old no, now, and it's all Ross. coming out. <laughs> We're here for you, man. We're here for you. <laughs> Kip Sabian is <laughs> it'll happen to use. It's Kip's... all yeah, I'd never felt this way. And then, you know, three weeks ago I turned 30 and it's all happening. Backache. Oh, oh bloody hell. Stop it. Uh Buddy Murphy had nice moves in his match. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Kip Sabian's fan acknowledged by the announced team. Hey, it's Kip Sabian. He's been doing this gimmick for over a year. Mm. His last match was the arcade 
Anarchy match. Brawl. Anarchy, that's it. Anarchy. Shut the front door. No, right. Miro destroyed him. Dear. Or was that after? I think he was a bit during it. That. Oh, yeah, yeah then Miro was like, you're rubbish. In the locker room. Yeah. He slammed his yeah. winky in the door. He did. Yeah, he smacked his winky. That'd take me out for a year as well, so. Rest it's... in peace to that man, by the way. Did Who's we that? acknowledge that last week? What's that? The guy who played the smacked my winky off Home Alone 3. Oh, no. And he passed away. Oh, it's very sad. And of course, we mentioned him that week because that's what we do. Yeah. Wow. He passed week the week before we mentioned him. Oh, dear. Oh. It's a rest. Wow. I forget what his name was. Is this another curse the podcast moment? I feel yeah. really bad now. Anyway. It only could happen to us. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Where do, look how vain we are. Yeah. Powerful. Uh, so, you know. Kip Sabian watches Penelope Ford take on Athena. Uh, Athena wins. I believe it's beaten down by the baddies afterwards. Jade Cargill joins in with a sledgehammer shot to the midsection. Oh. So she's deed. It's hard to care about the women's division. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just eager for Jade and Athena to get out. Yeah, this is and, where we're going. And, and, yeah, you're right. End this because it's been very repetitive. Yeah, really at least nice. it's something. It's not hook battering some lad from Jersey Shore. It was very school playgroundy though. Mm. From Jade, I thought bit 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 petty. Mm. I think she's above that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's okay. taken the she's taken the nerd's toy and smashed it with a sledgehammer. We've all been there on one side or the other. All oh, the wings. Yeah. Uh, she just smashed up the wings, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. she did. Mm. Um, I like Penelope's new gimmick where she's like very zen, but then she starts battering folk and then she gets a bit like rat in a cage and she's like, oh, I have to calm down here to finish the match. Okay. That's her new gimmick. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's something. Didn't work. At but... least it's something. Yeah. Um, and the, the way she sold the, I don't know what she calls it now. It's not the eclipse anymore, is it? Or is it the eclipse? Oh, uh, that, that move. Clips. Yeah, that the, move there. Yeah. Of the heart. Yeah, mm. she, uh, she sold it fantastically. That's mm. a 80s song. Uh, I remember, was it Blaze? Someone in WWE sold it really well back then mm. and did like proper... Oh, was it well, Mickey, it was Mickey, Mickey James? James yeah. yeah. She threw herself across the ring. It was class. Right. And the main event, with a little help from Dan Housen, the best <laughs> friends and Orange Cassidy beat the Trustbusters to advance to the trio's tournament. Up yes! The trust no! Up the <laughs> Get out of the tournament straight away. <laughs> Yeah, uh, wow, I was very pleasantly surprised by this, what a bomb burner it was. Were you surprised by Slimity J? No, because I knew what to expect. I watched AW Dark. I thought he was 57 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he was wrestling like it was 2003, where his gimmick belongs. Hey, yeah. he is the real Slim Shady, after all. <laughs> so he, yeah, coming off doing the twisty, turny, flippy thing, and people going, yeah, my God, that four-year-old can do that. That's amazing. Fair play. And he's been, yeah, I've been doing it for 20 years. I'm like, sorry, who are you? <laughs> Bless him. I think I, I, he needs a new gimmick, though. That's my one sticking <laughs> That's point. That's how That's me yeah. one sticking point with the, the Trustbusters is just him. All right. Because he, he just looks out of place, doesn't he? Which musician should he homage? Well, I, don't ask me. Don't get me started on music today. <laughs> Doja Cat. That's who he should dress up as. <laughs> She's pretty good, Doja Cat. Cardi B. Get your Cardi B. There you go. And her love for Edge and Lita from back in the day. They was so the he'll baddest. be Cardi J. He'd be Cardi J. Yeah, I hate go. whenever Cardi B tweets about wrestling because you know that like 50 wrestlers are going to reply going like, ooh, eye emoji or whatever. <laughs> Look at me, Cardi B. She doesn't care. She doesn't know who, who you are. Was it Was it Carmella or Lacey Evans who went off on someone famous? Was it Car- it was Carmella, was it? wasn't it? I, yeah. I, I, I forget Carmella, who it was, Who was though. it? She was talking... Oh, I, I don't know. know. It's like, oh, so-and-so. And they were like, how dare you talk about me, you get... And they're like, you should appear on WWE. And like, uh, no. Mm. Was, yeah, because someone accused Carmella of nicking her... Style was it like fabulous or whatever it was? No, oh, I forget okay. what it was. It was something like that. Where's Carmella being? I don't know. She, she got, got hurt for a little while. Oh, did she? Yeah, a live event. Oh, oh, oh yeah, she did, didn't yeah. she? Oh, oh yes, because Corey Graves found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because Corey Graves <laughs> drunk <laughs> tweeting, which is always. <laughs> 
I could say. You don't know that, Matthew, for sure. Uh, allegedly. Sorry, <laughs> there we go. I'm saved. But yeah, what a great little match this was. And finish with a bit, they did a bunch of Jakara moves. Oh, Jakara. I did. I yeah. don't know. I can't remember what happened, but I did write what, nice, like, fun time finisher. Like yeah. Jakara <laughs> the, special. No, not the Jakara special, no, but the, that's, a, that's a dodgy yeah, yeah. But I forget what it was called, but it was from like the uh, the ant pile or whatever. When, oh, you know, hold them up yes. And doing this it's Orange Cassidy. Because he was bloody fire ant. I always yeah. forget that he was that, that's, fire That's just a rumour. It's the wonderful falafel. No, that's was. what his name is. The wonderful falafel. H.T. Drake told me he once wrestled Soldier Ant, who would think turned out to be Drew Gula. That's just a rumour. No, they were. That was them. He's a heavy protected secret to the business. Oh, Michael Cole on SmackDown as well, by the way. He was, was he when, when Sammy was getting beaten up, he was like, uh, some oh, like oh, when yeah. Sammy's getting beaten up, he looks like El Generico. Oh, you can't Why just would he say mention that? that. Yeah, you can't just do hey, that. Hey, dear. Because the joke is that they are different people and that El Generico like, run, runs an orphanage in yeah, Mexico. Mexico. He's yeah. doing good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd say Michael Cole say something as silly as that <laughs> but yeah so this was a nice little match here because I was one of these people who looked at the I think last week I said the Twitter tournament looked underwhelming because I thought the big guns weren't could be in it so it's a bit silly but what, yeah I like was Billy I, and Colton exactly yeah. yes <laughs> yes boys but this was a pleasant surprise it was like mm. oh I'm now back into being Twitter and their drip has leveled up recently the best oh. friends yeah Ross you're the drip evaluator I love oh. a good match in tracksuit a co-ord as some might call mm. Um, yes, wonderful. But I don't like, why, why is Sonny Kiss just the manager and or Stooge now? Yeah. I, I They're just happy to be on TV. Did I say last week that was their first match they'd had on TV <sighs> in two years? I guess you got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like Sonny Kiss versus Cody Rhodes and Cody's in video packages putting over Sonny Kiss and like bringing like the similar yeah. levels. and everything. It just felt like it was going somewhere last week and now it. This is where it went. Trust Buster. <laughs> Sorry, I hit you there. Does anyone know Do the way? Do it again, Daddy. <laughs> Does anyone know the way? Does anyone know the way? The Trust Busters. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Trust Busters? Uh, I don't mind the Trust Busters. I do. If Half they were, I'd be a fan because I'm not, a glory supporter. But... It's not their fault. It's just that they're, they seemed everywhere last week. I reckon we'll grow into them. Okay. I think if we give them a few more weeks, right. you can't always, because we've been here, how many times when we see a gimmick and go, that's rubbish, and a few weeks later we're going, this is the best thing in wrestling. So. Okay. Oh, fair enough. So I'll give it a few weeks, then we can crap on him. Okay. Time to digest. Mm. Monday Night Raw. Has anyone ever tried to rescue the Miz? <laughs> well, yeah. Ooh. Or has anyone even, I think I should have said. Wait, you're anyone trying to say even? no one tried to catch the Miz? Well, that's appropriate, isn't it? Because uh, um... Miz is about catching people. Oh, yes. Ah, yeah. Fantastic. Not as good as Jack's. I'll leave these no, it was comments good. to you. It was good. The show opens with Rollins and Riddle already brawling backstage. NXT. NXT. Yeah. It was just like the Shaw's Park, wouldn't it? Shaw's yep. takeover, right? <laughs> <laughs> they fight in the crowd and down at ringside before finally being separated. The highlight of this wasn't Rollins' casual trip, but the fact that they were wearing... He was part of the JAS, so he was. <laughs> yes, he was. It's like them going, all right, welcome to Monday Night Raw. Some of the pyro going off. Them brawling. And then coming backstage, he goes, all right. Then doing the rest of the pyro and mm. carrying on. I like that. Yes, me too. It felt real. Like a sneeze. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh. Achoo. <laughs> My favorite part was seeing Michael Hayes just sat there in his seat in the background while his massive brawl's going on. He sat there with his, his fanny pack. He sat there out in the corner. And you see Brucey e. P going like, <laughs> eagle-eyed viewers would have seen that. I like replaying things over and over again until I see something to talk about on the podcast. That's and what you, I did in this could, segment there. Yeah, just nice to see. Bruce good. must be stiff as a board sat in Vince's <laughs> chair doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I oh, can't yeah. believe his look. Do you see, that was a bit of news we missed off. He, he claimed he didn't write a single episode of 2.0. Oh, 
That's which I find uh-huh. hard to believe. Then who did? I, I, are you kidding us, Brucey <laughs> Pete? Who are you trying to convince of the statement? Who on earth then was writing it? Is it meant to be Sean Michael? It was meant to be Sean Michael. Well, Sean's, Sean's taking credit for it because he's now said, no, it's me doing a lot of the creative stuff. Triple H's got nothing to do with it. And then Brucey P's denying well, to do with NXT. Uh, and like, uh, okay. Raw and SmackDown have both improved and NXT hasn't. So right, I right. believe that As people no who've watched and loved Every episode of NXT 2.0. This entire room. Right, oh. yeah, this entire room is really into it. Even the person behind who's on his phone Googling job searches. Dan's, one of his, uh, <laughs> Dan's off camera here shaking his head. Oh, I'm too good for NXT 2.0. No. I'm a wrestling savant. <laughs> I see a five-star rating from Dave Meltzer, and I yeah. think that's more entertaining than the whimsical Wendy Chu. Oh. Right, he's watching... <laughs> He's watching Kawada matches. Just to like, <laughs> whenever we talk about NXT 2.0, get rid of the smell. Uh, there's no way he didn't have anything to do with it. He's, it's absolutely him. That's no it. way. He listened to at least one episode of his podcast back in the day when it was good. Mm. Well, entertain, I don't know if good is the right word. An entertaining listen. No, I agree. You like, no. you like to believe what he's saying is true. Right. You, know, you know, deep down it's not. <laughs> and it was clearly 2.0 was straight from Brucey P's yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah. I love it in the Bruce verse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> again, as long as you know what you're getting with with him, it's all right. But if you take everything he says truthfully, it's like no, no, no. That's no. the thing. It's just it's it's an old man who's being. He was he was there. So you like to think it could you know it could be true, but you deep down you know it's just him just being entertaining, telling good stories and wonderful impersonations. Yeah. Sorry, caricatures. Yeah. Big He's difference. a heel. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> do do do. <laughs> Trish tries to open the show properly and says she finally sorry she always feels like the ring is home which has made her do a lot of thinking recently. She's interrupted by Bailey, Eo, and Dakota, who mock her. Bianca Belair arrives to defend Trish, and Bailey laughs at them for being outnumbered. Bliss and Asuka arrive to tilt the balance in the face's favor, so Bailey buggers off. Uh, then Eo Dakota beat Bliss and Asuka to advance the final of the women's tag team tournament. Mm. What do you think about Trish here, Jack? I was. She she she's good at playing like. What's the type of babyface Trish is? She's just fair and just, you know. Canadian. Aye. And she's just standing up for what's right. But also she's Trish Stratus, so she's like like a legend of women's wrestling and stuff. So it all, it all just works. I find her very likable still, mm. which is weird because she started off as such a heel. Mm. But yeah. Um, but I enjoyed the match as well. I can see out the corner of my eye that Ross has highlighted a move as potential moves of the week. I have, but we'll get on the promo first. I think the chance of one more match were unnecessary. I think it took away a bit from what they were doing with the other women because, like, I feel I could have another match. And, like, no, that's not happening. It was all just, like, Bailey versus Trish, wasn't it? Right, right. And it also, just selfishly, makes our victory over the WrestleTwat at SummerSlam 2018 meaningless, Uh, if that happens. Was it that event? What? What was Trish had the last match? Or was it the year after? With Charlotte, I can't remember. I might have just got mixed up. The there. match that <laughs> the match that we won on in the prediction, Alexa Bliss, wasn't it? Was Bliss and Rousey? Yeah, I might have got my years mixed up there. And also Strowman and Owens, mm. and both those matches were squashes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we yeah, won. <laughs> I thought like the promo was setting up a match that maybe. We'll never. Maybe we will see it at WrestleMania, but it felt like, yeah, as you say, it took mm, the attention away yeah. from the, the matters at hand. Yeah, because and now it's time for the tag team match. You got like, oh, mm. like don't promise us Trish and then have the normal thing. It's a bit. Maybe it's mm. a little bubbly, but slow yeah. burn. Ooh. I also then like, it's a minor thing considering again the improvements Raw's made. I don't want to take it to track from them, but again, WWE loves doing this. They're probably still doing this. So Trish is the legend. We don't she's coming back. Everyone loves her. Yay! And Bank of Belair is putting over Trish. Not Trish mm. putting over Bangabalair or some of the other people who are currently on the roster. It's just 
Hey, legend. So that's we'll never get away point. from that. Yeah. That's a good point. But in the case of, at least in this case of Bianca, they do at other times put her over Bianca and be like, oh, she's the EST, you know. Mm. So I think, but generally, I think you're right. Yeah, mm. I do. That was, it was made all about Trish when it was like, mm. she walked so we could run. Yes. But then Trish should have been like, yes, Bianca, you can run quicker than I ever could. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Let's, have a, let's have a race now. Yeah. <laughs> Up the ramp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I but, was the best, but you're the best best yes. Best-est, yes. yes. Um, but as for the match itself, it felt like in the start they were saving Asuka versus Io for something bigger, which I hope they do at some point. That could be a WrestleMania mm. match if they do it right. Mm. But then Io, she gets out of the way of one of Asuka's kicks, and the crowd, <laughs> to steal a phrase from Cody Rhodes, it made them literally go, or whatever that catchphrase is. I've butchered that, haven't I? Make them go, Ugh. Oh, you mean What's the song? That? Make them go, Ugh. Oh. Well, Cody makes it. He references it. That, he did it a few times in promos, didn't he? Make him, make him. Ooh, I don't know. I might be doing the wrong noise. Make mm. him go. Aha! I don't know what the right <laughs> noise that is make now. Go, hmm. <laughs> hey. It wasn't that one. <laughs> I don't know what Cody promo you're referring to. Uh, well, he did it a few times. Did like he? make him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Is this Randy Savage? <laughs> this, this was Cody's hard times. You remember? I'm sure it's a meme or something like. You get reference, people are going. I can't believe he's done that. I don't I'm remember. obviously getting it wrong. It was something like that. Make them. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you when Cody said. Oh, <laughs> crowds are always going. Ugh. I get what I get. I can imagine Cody doing that. So maybe we're just not thinking of it. Yeah. It might have been on one of these, like, you know, the, the sort of off-air promos that get aired on social oh. media. It might be one of them, but they, make them insert noise there. But I, Io Shirai, oh, I felt it, this was her, like, hello, I'm a proper oh, main roster superstar match. better than Asuka, her. Yeah. I don't care what Whoa. you say. I don't care, Ross. I don't care. <laughs> on this one match, I'll, I'll give you that. She was yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, so, the, she's the Empress of the Skies. No, she's the... Ask us the Empress of Tomorrow. What's Eo's one? The Sky Queen. <laughs> is it not the Sky Queen? Is that just, Genius is that... of the Skies, isn't it? Genius of the Skies. Yes. Not the Sky Queen. Oh, Dakota Kai. Do you see her, her pack cell on the DDT? Oh, yeah. I, I feel like she that. fractured her neck. Like yeah. Slinky Dog. Like what? Slinky. slinky Dog, yes. Bendy. Uh, no, uh, Slinky's name of the dog from Toy Story. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what her neck was like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, yeah. a screaming noise. That's all I can think of. Make, make him go, ass. <laughs> There's a botcher yeah, what, what happened to Bo Peep? Why was she not in the later Toy Stories? Didn't they do a thing where she's like, remember Bo she Peep she? left? She's in uh, Toy Story 4. Was she? Was she back? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Toy Story uh, 4. She's not in 3. And they just kind of went, oh, yeah, I miss Peep. Like, oh, yeah, that's what wow. I remember. Like, looking after the sheep, spring, uh, springtime, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all the, the lambs. Have you looked at all your lambs? Just those toy, you see Clarkson's farm on Amazon Prime. What? No, what a living that is. Huh? He's actually on a farm, then, or what? Oh, yeah, he runs a farm. Uh, honestly, right? You've got you, you might like Je- not like Jeremy Clarkson, but he's just he's an, a, a for what he is, a nice guy, like just running a farm with this young boy. <laughs> I know, I know what Clarkson is, but on this show, okay. he's like a nice father figure to this guy called Caleb. And like Caleb, he does stuff where, you know, Clarkson would take the piss out of her, but he's just like, oh, that's good for you, Caleb. If you're happy, I'm happy. What's that'll the, do, where's that'll the, do where, Caleb. That'll do. Where's the conflict in this room? Was that with the logistics of running a farm? Yeah, okay. but then he, he births a lot of lambs. Okay. During does this. he? Yeah. Oh, God, that's weird. Uh, this is the oh, you mean out lamb of him, in the world? Not out of himself, no. Let's race these lambs. <laughs> I'm going to birth this lamb 
in this farm. Probably burst a lot of lambos. Hey. hey. Does he not hit any of the lambs for not being, bringing... Oh, no, man. <laughs> Let's move on, Matthew. You're not a steak. <laughs> nice finish to this match on Raw. Mm. Yes, it was. A good the heel side. win where they earned it with a bit of cunning instead of cheating and just being chicken poos. Yeah, EO saying her name as the announcer does as the winners of the match and then Dakota Kai being all slinky the dog and then her carry on going, yay! And her going, uh, oh. They're really good. They're, they're back, baby. Mm. They're back, they're baby. Back, baby. Right. It was good that we were given a lot of time as well because mm. they're doing this, as, you know, as cursed as it is in certain brackets of the, the tournament, yeah. it, they're, they're going all in. Yes. And good on them. Mm. Not time to take a drink, I'm very sorry. Dolph Ziggler is interviewed backstage about his loss to Theory last week. Finn Balor interrupts and says that people like Dolph make him sick. While Rhea Ripley stood behind him. (laughs) (laughs) Attaching themselves to younger stars to try and stay relevant. And he goes, right, Rhea? Mm. Um, And then, again, like last week, is why the products approve so much. Previously, a few months ago, if Dolph Ziggler was on TV and someone said, you make me sick, you're useless, you crap, go away. (laughs) No, no, no. That or the... Thing we're doing last week. This time, like last week, Ziggler slaps Balor, invites him to the ring for a match there and then, like our meet you and me, square go. And then Balor wins with help from Rhea Ripley on the outside. But I like to think Dolph Ziggler was just distracted by the ill-fitting music that Finn Balor now has. It is it's it's his old theme, but because he's now a dark and disturbing heel, it's warped a bit. It's mm, like the attitude era. Damien Priest got the same sort of treatment as well for his music. Do you not do you not like it? Nah. Yeah. Nah, mm, I need to pay closer attention to it. Not my cup of tea. Of you had the Alter Bridge. That when music was good, eh? That Alter <laughs> Bridge. Had them in the palm of your hand. You've done that. I can see why they've done it, but it doesn't make yeah. sense. Uh, but yeah, I thought the promo was better than the match, even though the I'd match was so. good. Yeah. I liked everything about the promo. Ziggler's little bit, but we're the same age. What about you, freak? Mm. <laughs> and Dallas like, have you seen all this? No, we're not. Dennis, Ziggler could also go. Have you seen all this? Yeah. He's here to show the world. His abs. Get it mm. But it was even the little like delivery of his like, he coming to the ring now, he's gonna sit there like a little bitch, eh? You little bitch. Not like are you gonna come to the ring now, you little bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the wrestler. Yeah. Finn Balor was like, wait, is Rhea talking? Oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Just speaking like humans instead of like bitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, Go on, the wrestlers. More, more real. Yeah. Time to play the game. But the match yeah. itself, it was like proper, like I've written down here, old school shooter feel. Kent State versus UK Hammerlock. <laughs> wow. What? Of all the things. They were doing all the moves. I mean, and you're the right. Match. It's yeah. just very surprising, yeah. And I know, Matthew, I know wrestling, okay? I'm going to be speaking about FMW on the channel soon. What? Then you'll see what's for. Why are we talking about FMW? The Rise and Fall. Oh, great. Because the script's been... Because he wrote his script. Have you been listening to the History of FMW podcast? hmm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. I love V1 on there. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this match was very good, athletic, and everything like that. I was very impressed that in the first hour of Raw, they managed to get a holy poop chant going. Mm. Uh, I forget what move it was because I was too distracted going, hang on, how do you pronounce it? Is it Coupe de Gras? It's Newcastle Montaigne. Coupe de Gras? Doesn't really matter now, does it? Or is it Coupe de Grace as the guy who sits between. Corey Graves and Baron Saxon Gibson calling it. Jimmy, I ain't got a clue. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. You ain't got a clue. Coupe de Grace. Oh, mate. I think it's Coup de Grasse. I always thought it was Coup de Gras. Coup de Gras. Yeah. 
Someone, one person in the comments last week said I was right. I'm going to believe that. Just them. I'm going to believe them. I'm going to look at that person's profile and see if they've commented on a certain <laughs> person's pronunciation of last week. It's just me, isn't it? It's just clearly my burner account. <laughs> Why is Cora Jade with Bron Breaker? It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> she should be with me. <laughs> Bailey, <laughs> Bailey and her pals intimidate Alia backstage, saying she shouldn't have shown up without Raquel Rodriguez. Trish arrives to stand up for Alia. This who, is when she was like a superhero, being like, no, I'm doing the just thing. Yeah. Uh, she then charges Bailey to a match. They wrestle, and they're right, because Bailey wins. Yeah, yeah. This was a tough watch. But this. I think it was Bailey's uh, first match back. Yeah. His first Oof. singles match, definitely. Um, Throwing the fire. The tears in the ring were unnerving, but also nice, but also unnerving. I know she was in her hometown. It was like, oh, pinch myself. Look at me here. Mm. Oh, is Aaliyah Canadian? I think I th that's the only reason I had her there, because she was from Toronto. Mm. Did the crowd know she was from there? Didn't I really don't know. much to her. Because she's know. only Aaliyah. She's not. Oh. Aaliyah. It's like Aww. you can't win anything with kids happening on the podcast live. <laughs> she's only Aaliyah. You can't win anything with kids. It's only Ray Parler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. so much. How are you doing so well in the fantasy league? Ha, ha, ha. Because I picked all the names that look cool. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So I even no, came up. I even came up like, well done. Uh, credit to the person you picked for Arsenal, Odegaard. Like, <laughs> you didn't just pick the names that look cool. I put, I've got Jesus on my team. He, everyone's got Jesus. Yeah, but not in their hearts. Like <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Where's where Jesus is? I'm intrigued uh, why you've gone to Matthew there as to why he's doing so because, well. Because it's not expected from me. You, You're expected to do Because well. you know about football. Ross is in the league, and lead of the league. Yeah, and everything. Well because Ross knows about current football, whereas your references are all like Kevin Keegan, the entertainers. He's if it was done. 90s fantasy football, then yeah. yes. Fair enough. I've never thought of Odegaard like that, though. Odegaard. Odegaard. Guarding the Odeps. Mm. Yeah. Looks like a YouTuber. <laughs> that could go either way, Jack. Uh, yeah. you, mean, you, mean, you mean really intelligent, smart, knows exactly what they're talking about and should be talking bollocks he for looks, three hours? He looks like a young blonde man. <laughs> he could be PewDiePie's cousin. Yeah. Oh, don't ruin it. Anyway, I've no, no one's saying anything. What saying here, Aliyah. Yeah, Aliyah. Oh, yeah. Aliyah's action in this match was tight. Oh, she was doing all the moves really well. Name Trusting one. Trusting opinions. Going I, I don't on. write all the moves down. There were so many she did well. We couldn't name yeah. them all. No, look, if you go back and watch the match, she didn't. She it was confident. She didn't crap the. It was confident. Look at you sat there like that, saying words like that. That's a compliment. The confident. arrogance of you. The arrogance of Matthew. No. So I just, you're not actually Bret Hart, you know, because you're wearing that <laughs> shirt. I feel like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was okay. Just the lack of reactions. What's like, you know what? You can do as many moves as you want. If no one's reacting to you, I don't look at it as a positive match. Okay. They weren't booing out the building. Obviously, that wasn't going to be a thing. But considering it was a hometown loss, I'm like, okay, oh. whatever. I didn't hate it. So I didn't think much that was that was my rationale for her being there because she's a SmackDown superstar. She know, right? She mm -hmm. was there for some reason. But uh, I think. The thinking was maybe just to get more of a reaction. I know she didn't in practice, but like in 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 theory, in theory, getting more of a reaction for a Bailey win than over, say, Dana Brooke or mm. someone like that. Right, right. Yeah, that was my rationale for it. Fair dues. Fair dues. And they are competent. There's <laughs> like Kawada in there. Which one? The good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, you're the old Japan fan. You know more than me, pal. Alpha Academy cut an anti-Canada promo to rile up the crowd. <gasps> Chad Gable issues an open challenge, which is answered by Kevin Owens. Mm. He's Canadian. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Not just Kevin Owens, though. He went back in time. The prize fighter. Mm. Uh, Owens wins the match. Otis tries to attack him afterwards, but Owens stuns him before powerbombing Gable on top of him. Yes. Big Canadian sandwich. Or a Mountie and a Monteur. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was 
Kevin Owens in Canada. It looks, but not just right. that though. I don't think we can just look at this in isolation. I also think this is part of Kevin Owens looking really strong and tough. Mm. He fought off two men at the end, and the moves he was taking. Mm. Germans on the apron, right in his home nation of Canada it was enough. Mm. He's um, going to be a champion one day. He's already been. I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying that like he's like a newcomer. No, but you know, right? He's on the end of go the, the, you know. Oh, he's down, on the up and down. He's now hurtling he's towards mm. six years of no titles for Kevin Owens in the in the Fed. Mm. He's been used to make other people look good for so long. We forget. Oh wait, by himself, he's actually very good. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting week for wrestling, though, because Gable whapped out a diving headbutt that went three quarters of the way across the ring on the same week that Our Lady Peace made their return to WWE. What this show is was taking place in Canada. Judgment Day, have a promo backstage. All the evidence is there. <laughs> in which Rhea says that Dominic is starting to enjoy the beatings she gives him. And it says in here, steady on, Matthew. Yes, started. <laughs> anyway. Choose me, puppy. <laughs> 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 oh, so now I'm done. Oh, no. How are you doing, puppy? How are you doing, puppy? Oh. <laughs> uh, has the joke already been made that it's ironic that his name is Dom when he's... Uh, when he's I mean, I think we've all said it in our heads, really. Does it need to be said? Mm. Shall well, we just in case there's someone at home who doesn't understand? Go on, say it, Jack. What, me? <laughs> well, because he's being a little subby boy, isn't he? For real. <laughs> Then you would say it so well. <laughs> Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles team up to face Miz and Champa. Oh my God. Midway the, through, serious stuff happened in this match. Midway through the match, a hooded man tries to grab AJ over the barricade and is dragged away by security. However, it's all a ruse. <sighs> it's like Bobby. Joker, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got an army. Moments later, another security guard removes his helmet to reveal Dexter Loomis before dragging Miz out of the arena. The match goes to a no contest, so Styles and Lashley lay out Champa afterwards for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the guy who grabbed AJ, are we to assume that Dexter Loomis has paid him off to be a distraction? So Kip I can Sabian. get it. Was clearly yeah. a heroin addict. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he what was I thought, crazy. Right? Yeah, he was crazy man. He also looked like a trainee wrestler. <laughs> he was like quite good looking and big. No, you know. Dexter was in a street corner, a dark and dingy <laughs> one with one of those smoke things on the floor. Yeah. You know, America have them, don't they? We don't they have do. them over here. Mm. Do we have them over here? Smoke machines, yeah. Something like uh, little DJ smoke, things. Uh, yeah, no, we have a smoke machine. <laughs> but <laughs> those like know? grates with the smoke coming out of on a dingy, oh, damp oh, street. Yeah, yeah. The Marilyn Monroe thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't think we have those over here. I've never seen one in person. No. Um, but it's it's great writing once again because earlier on when Aaliyah was cutting her promo, yeah. Pierce comes around with showing the security guards a picture of Dexter Loomis, and then just a, it wasn't it looked like a smoke machine to me, but he was like inspecting some sort of smoke machine while Bobby and AJ were walking through the backstage mm. area. So that leads me to believe PC Twaddle here. <laughs> We've had to do that again because I said a police position that also in the first syllable sounds like a rude word mm. uh, that Dexter has nicked the costume of a person and. Yeah. Right, right. If we put the pieces together. Oh, it's just as good as the fashion police segments, this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what did, did he get in through the vents? Like coming up through the building with like Metal Gear Solid 1? Oh, now we're talking. That's it. They're going like, other... how do you get in? <laughs> Where are the Patriots? <laughs> uh, I thought the reveal, though, was sensitive. The oh, little, the little yeah. zoom in. Mm. Hitchcock. Mm. <laughs> I'm just naming any director I know now. 
That was good. That Nobby does do the zoom in. Yeah. Does he actually? Oh, famous the Hitchcock shot, yeah, zooming in and playing oh, out. It's a swing and a home run for Twaddle. A swing and a home. You missed it. <laughs> Not a swing and a miss. It's a swing and a home run. That's right. Famous one. The in the Shining, the the corridor. Is it the corridor? What's the famous Hitchcock one? The famous shot. He's got loads, I guess. Yes, he has. Did he do The Shining? Was that he Hitchcock? did not. That's Kubrick. Damn it! You need I've to listen to Ross. I've mixed up my big directors. And I... go, go sit underneath the learning oh, tree. That is I'm Ross. I'm not a film From man. All Japan to FMW. I, I'm not to a film. I'm not a film guy, and I get reminded of that every day. It's that next to Fraser. Oh man, working here is hard <laughs> when you're not a film guy. Yeah. Or, or a game guy. Or a gamer. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. gamers must oh, have the outnumber ye, so. You just have to sit there and go, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you? No, there's a fair few football fans. <laughs> that, that's what keeps me alive. <laughs> I offer nothing else here. Nothing. <laughs> wasted. All this, all this no, effort you Not wasted, in. just lost oh. all the time. I'll combine the two and beat my FIFA. <laughs> mm. uh, that's just reserved for the Christmas party and the Christmas party only. <sighs> Good times. Mm. Yeah, ready for round two this year? I'm debating not going. <laughs> Why? Just because I get too drunk and then do something stupid and I'm supposed to be... <laughs> and say, I love you. <laughs> and what did you do? Band. You didn't do anything at the summer party embarrassing you, sang karaoke? One. <laughs> no, I was fine. I'm supposed to be setting an example, me and you, Jack, for <laughs> yeah, these young, one bloke. young impressionable <laughs> kids. Like, well, look at Dan, we're some leading him down some sort of dark path, for aren't we? For some reason, the bit that I nearly died laughing. It was just me, Sam and Ross towards the end of the night. Ross just threw a burger out the caravan window. He went and got it. But the fact that he threw the burger out the window when you're not meant... That's One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Where the burgers meant to go, it just made me. I nearly died. I don't know why it was so funny. It was up there when we were doing karaoke. We're listening with another guy who's not with us is doing karaoke, and the guy said it's like, and up to the next stage, it's Jim to sing no, the no, song. No, 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 and no, then no. Ross was going, Come no. on, John, oh, John, Dan. <laughs> and I'm like, His name no, no, his name's Jim. And you ignored us and went, Come on, John. No. It's got the wrong name on top of your lungs. If you keep on bringing it up, you won't want to go to the next Christmas party. This is what I had a great time. And he went, You know what? I'm changing my name because of you. And I got lucky because I was, we had corn on the cobs for the barbecue. And at the end of the night, there were all just the, I don't know if it was, might have been some spare ones in the fridge actually that were cooked but not eaten. And I was just in this busy caravan park, just hoiding them in the air as far as, I, as high as I could and have them land on other people's caravans. 
With, ah, I didn't know that. With the anticipa anticipation being the next morning, people go to the front thing going, E, there was some corn on the cobs landing on my roof last night. And just me going, who's going to believe that, you cracked old goat? <laughs> so there you go. That's the sort of conduct where, you know, I'm supposed to be setting an example here. And how many voicemails did you leave people? A few, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. I got in the car with a security <laughs> guard, like at 3 a.m. or whatever. This it was is because I was right, right. What? I'd, I'm learning more stuff I'd now. Gone, I was in the same caravan as Ross and Sam. Oh. But towards the end of the night, I'd gone to find. By the, the one part of the night, the group split, and then there's people chilling in one caravan, and people chilling in another caravan. And mm -hmm. I went to the other one to go and hang out with Owen and uh, them. Yeah. And then that led Sam and Ross to believe that I'd gone to bed and locked them out of the caravan. But I still uh -huh. had the keys on me. I was just in this other one. So then Ross went to get the man from the front <laughs> from the front desk to go. We've got we've lost the keys. Can you? And, and he was then, like, "Where where you where you staying?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> Don't was, know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, he was like, get in me van. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and hopped in his van. I was taking a video in the front seat. I've got the video on my phone still, just in the front seat at like 2 a.m., So then Ross messages what me. What are you doing and saying? So Ross messages me saying, because I, I think I went to charge my phone, maybe. That's why I went to find the other lads. I can't remember. But I am checked my messages, and I had like missed calls off Sam and Ross saying, you've locked us out. Sam's in the background of them going, I'm going to burn his family. <laughs> Which is, which is an overreaction. Um, literally, I'm gonna burn his family, which is quite a Samism. You've got to, if you know Sam. Um, so then Ross said, "I'm with the man," and I replied, "What man?" And he put the man from Borough, which made no sense. And then I came out of the caravan to see a man leading Ross to our caravan. It's the, and I had the keys with it. The, so key, like, the, the place where they kept the keys was in the mid, it was like the hub of the entire caravan park. So you had to get in his van to go to the key hub to get the spare keys to get let into the thing. Oh, man. Oh. That sounds very impractical. What a name. Anyway. So what was the video? Are you, are you, is it you live commentator? It's me in the oh, front seat with the guy. I don't know if I got my phone up for protection or something, or just as proof as what happened. Because he he didn't trust me at all. Because I was arseholes, and I could barely <laughs> string a sentence together. And I didn't know where my caravan was. I knew what the number was of the caravan. I was like it's forty-five, whatever. <laughs> so I. That's why I don't want to go this year, just in case I make an arse of myself. Yeah, again. but oh. next year for the summer, what the summer one's where it's at. For me, the summer party's up here. This party was good, but summer oh. party's up there. Oh. We're coming back, unnamed caravan park. <laughs> you better watch it. The out. best thing was, though, the day after, oh. to, in the, the Saturday night, most people had gone home and there was only the hardcore session as left. Oh. So we went back into the, the, the place, like the, the hub bit. Like uh, the, the entertainment the, center. The entertainment bit for yeah. a meal. And there's like a cafe there. and yeah. A slap-up meal. And there was this, this man who was like, E, you were so entertaining last night. You've been the highlight the of me trip. liked us. Yeah. Oh. No, this was a random punt. Oh, this was, a, oh, right, I, this okay. was out. Do you, do you remember, Dan? You were there, weren't you? That's nice. He's like, you were the highlight of me trip. You were oh. good fun. And we were like, are you sure? Because we felt like arseholes. <laughs> He's like, no, you know, you were good fun. I was in stitches. <laughs> oh. I know the bar staff on the night, on night one, liked us, which I was surprised at because I thought we were ruining everyone's oh. life. We've done the pause there for good reason because oh, this is why everyone's tuning God. in today. Yeah, we've reached up all of our emotion. Hope we have some left in the tank for Johnny Gargano. <laughs> back. No video package, no build-up, no advertising. Your just your Johnny G your is back. He cuts a promo <laughs> about wanting to teach his son that dreams can come true. That was a good song.
Mm-hmm. He wants to win titles and wrestle at WrestleMania. Theory interrupts him, belittles his former mentor. Hey, the way. Saying he's the vet now. And then suggests that maybe Gargano can carry his bags. And goes for a high five. Gargano cruelly super kicks him instead. Cruelly? I just, no. That's Austin Theory. That's a joke. I know. But everyone's expecting me to say like Andy Gargano things. No, Gargano was, his matches were just some of the worst stuff I've seen in wrestling. No, we've been through this. This is news. But like just the way they were put together and I'd come online and be like, wow, amazing. I go, we're watching the same match. But (laughs) I've missed him. I'm happy to see what he's going to be doing now. This is the new, this isn't your dad's role. This is Triple H Monday H's Night Raw. Triple H was in charge when, of NXT when Gargano was having those matches. Yeah, but I'm going to Brucey P for that because okay. he's saying it wasn't him, so it must have been him. That's just so I want incorrect, see, though. I want to see... <laughs> stop it. I want to see what Johnny G wants to do now he's in the new, fresh, wonderful, tasty Ambrosia. Well, Blue, it's uh, the same juicy, world, Matthew. Juicy yeah. pump raisins. It's going to be the same. No, yeah. it's not. It, Triple H's got 100% control. Which so he, I did see NXT he did of NXT. Johnny that's Gargano not was, true. It is it true. Is true. That, that, that's, that's purely speculation. Well, no, it's not. We'll see how I'm you trying feel. to be positive and you're making it we'll negative. We'll see how you feel when Johnny beats Walter for the We're IC saving title. You from the All right, now you're being mean. <laughs> I could take the, the time slander. It's a time by time <laughs> deliberately you get. <laughs> what do we make of the not lack of build-up for the complete shock? I like that. Well, complete shock. Hey, it's, you never know what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw. Anything can happen it. in WWF, as they used to say. Because initially I was thinking, oh, when, the, when this is when the segment first started, I was thinking, oh, there's, there's not the reaction they were hoping for here. But then it got there when people saw Gargano, they went wild. There was a chance of Johnny wrestling. Baby wrestling got a chance. Mm. So it got there. Mm. But that initial first impression, does that count for much? I'll any? say, no, because it was a shock. And again, some of these people, it's so weird, isn't it, how wrestling will be uh, seen as one way if you're on Twitter all the time or on Facebook or on one, Reddit or another place. You think that that bubble that you live in is what wrestling is. And it's a good indication of it because there's so many people I know and follow like, ah, oh, Gargano's back. Uh, and just going, ah, oh, you see, no one reacted for him. I'm watching it going, no, I can hear the people reacting. Maybe there's a bit of buzz behind it, but that's what they always do. But there is genuine crowd support for him, even yeah. as an unexpected one. So, yeah. And also these people, uh, Gargano hasn't been doing anything for a while now. He's actually on XT 2.0, dealing with Grayson Waller. So it's been a while since I've seen that. What are you pulling Gargano. that face for? Hmm? What are you pulling that face for? Gargano's just, you know, Apollo Crews said it. Bad version of the Miz, oh! As opposed to the superstar, the black and gold standard, Mr. Gargano. Hmm. So I think we'll he'll be uh, setting off doing some of the theory, and then we'll be back on. I cheered track. when theory came out. So what like, things are making sense? Oh, I see. it's Lanier. That's his baby boy. Yeah. Technically, theory is baby wrestling. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> Johnny's his oh. dad. Yeah, he was his dad, his and Indy Harwell was his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. This is getting weird. Can't I don't remember this. I remember was. this dynamic that was, at all. That was, that. that was the storyline. Yeah, he was baby wrestling. Well, no, he was just. He, he would say like, "This is my son and daughter." Theory and Indy Hartwell. <laughs> I remember this part. Of this part story. He gave away Indy Hartwell at, at the, the wedding. wedding yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. But like, no, yeah, they were a little family. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? this was before two point So. Yeah. Or was it before? This was the good NXT. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, it wasn't. This was the lull between black and gold in 2.0. I think this was during the NXT fast forward period. (laughs) They were were family. Yeah. Well, jokingly. They went to therapy and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely fast forwarded through them. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take your word for it then. (laughs) See, that's what I mean. What we're going to come back to is it? It's good good that things are, you know, linear. They're not the way anymore. Triple H's way. That's what we're going to see. Yeah, that's a good line. With a thousand kickouts and 35 minute matches, Matthew. 
This rebel heart. <laughs> I like his theme music playing again. That I cheered for that. Mm, good song. It sounds like Coheed and Cambria. Sounds, you like, think? sounds like one Coheed and Cambria song. Which one? The one I like. <laughs> A favor house at London. Fair enough. Anyway. Mm. Earlier in the night, Damien Priest threatened to send Edge back into retirement. In the main event, he tries to do so by putting Edge through the announce table and narrowly missing a concerto. Edge wins the match after hitting a Canadian destroyer. In Canada. Which did not get... While being Canadian. While being Canadian, yes. And while wearing the Canadian colours. While destroying. Uh, it didn't get that big of a pop because, God, that move is dead. Mm. It's... And also, I think the crowd went cream cracked by the end. Yeah. I got that imp impression from them. I think that, and I think Mr. Blobby in his Battle Royal appearance last week, or refereeing, did a Canadian story as well. So <laughs> it's just like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then the rest of Judgment Day beat him down as he attempts a concerto on Priest. And then and another bit, again, like the same complaint as Trish, Beth Phoenix shows up, you know, big bad Beth, makes a save, and has a stare down with Rhea in the show, and then Rhea bravely runs away. No, Rhea will beat Beth. Well, they were holding her back, weren't they? The, boy, the boys were holding Rhea, Rhea back. Rhea will batter Beth. Unless, unless, because um, Luke from Coldaholic showed a TikTok that he'd seen in our news chat, which was all like in one of our, some, he shared it somewhere anyway, where the woman on TikTok was in Cardiff and went, look, here's an advert for Clash at the Castle, but here's a match that's not been announced for it. And it was uh, Ray, Dom and Edge against Rhea, Finn and Priest. Which for WWE would be quite unique, having mm. a girl in a men's man. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, but if there's any story that would call for it, it would be Rhea, because she's been battering Dom left, right, and center. So I'd rather see that than Rhea versus Beth, I think. Mm. I don't know. It might be a tagged tag match, like Finn or Damien with Rhea versus Edge and Beth. Yeah. Of course, it's not like those Miz tag matches, I'll be right. I'll tell you Edge what, and Beth did a good mixed tag match, though. Yeah. Was that against Miz and Maurice? Yeah, Royal Rumble this yeah, year. Yeah, it was a good one. Was it? Rimble yeah. Rumble? So when Beth Phoenix was bleeding through her hair, but she had a hair all up. Oh, okay. Mm. Was that I not when she was in the Rumble? Oh, no, that was when she was in the Rumble. Yeah. yeah. I remember that being that good, but yeah, I'll take your word for it. Mm. And yeah, but apart from that, Edge in Canada, main event, and did his lovely speech afterwards where he said many of the same things we said at the start in the mm -hmm. news, going, look, I've got much left of me, but I'm a big cake. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I like, I, you, I really like uh, Damien Priest's promo where he's made the Judgment Day sound like a, like a, a crappy insurance firm because he ended up like and that edge that'll be your judgment day <laughs> <laughs> we didn't win the claim for you <laughs> that was your judgment day judgment day, day claims <laughs> but I like that little twist on his little promo there but the match itself was good I like with the fact that we're trying each other's moves because they know each other so well yes um, I thought the one bit that was missing would have been Rhea just obliterating Beth and her like crying that would have been fantastic. Yes. And Edge crying and mm. Toronto crying. Yeah. Just everyone in Canada being sad because yeah. Beth had perished. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one bit that was missing for me. I agree. Because of the heat. The heat. Yes. Yeah. Also, some of the things I missed. Uh, Rhea saying Ray is 6-1 mine. Hey! Mm. Uh, the Kawada kicks getting called on Raw, which might have done before, but I just noticed it this time. Corey. Yeah. I feel like he likes to say, yeah, I mean, I've heard that before. Yeah, they're calling all the moves. Mm -hmm. And at one point, a Graves telling Byron he's going to punch him in the throat. And then Saxon replying, I wish you'd try. I've seen you wrestle. Oh, <laughs> Even Saxon. Byron has got sass on it's him It's been eight years and he's finally got his comeback. <laughs> also, the best, uh, I have to share this tweet from Trudy Robinson. Gargano heard HBO Max removed all their animated shows and he did something to do. <laughs> 
That was a polite laugh from me because I've got no oh, idea what that means. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> yes, you're right. I sh- should. No, read the that's room. a commentary on me, Mona, is you in the tweet. What are the shows on HBO Max? On oh, no, HBO Max has done this big thing where they've merged with Discovery. Discovery's gone, we're going to save lots of money by cutting all these shows that are practically finished and then deleting oh. them so they can't be shown ever. Oh, so and they've just, lost uh... a lot of money in the process because oh. they've got a book. See, I, yeah, thought, anyway, I thought you were saying, I thought it would be some sort of like kids cartoon thing and you were calling Gargano a man child. Now he's got to find, he can't just sit and watch cartoons all day, he's got to go and wrestle again. But he is one. He's very proud of the fact that he watches cartoons all day. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Why do you hate him so yeah, much? Yeah, why do you hate him? <laughs> I tell people that uh, Gargano was streaming. Yeah, yeah, he tw- said tw- this twitching. And uh, yeah, I said, I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, it's real, bar- Matthew Botch. He goes, yeah, it's me. And he goes, ah, oh, I don't know why. I watch your show still. I don't know why you hate me now. I'm like, ah, oh, no. So even I Gargano himself so thinks that you hate him now. It's me being positive. Are you hearing this? Mm, okay. No, he's not. No, he's not. It's like like all wrestlers, you say nine nice things about them, they don't care. Say no, one, no, one you weren't. Thing. No, this, I'm on Team Gargano for this one. I'm afraid. So am I. It's yeah. been years of. I remember you tried to ridicule <laughs> me on Twitter where your fans live because you said, <laughs> "Oh, that's I right." Said, oh, God, I, I yeah. said Gargano and Kushida had a great match, and you, uh, one of only two people, the other being Kenny McIntosh, <laughs> oh, no, who's tried to big league me on Twitter and gone like, "You don't know the wrestling, Jack." Then I had loads <laughs> of, loads of. Usually positive wrestling fans. Man. Going, well, Matthew sicked us on him. I said, yeah, Matthew ordered me to take you. you know, actually, yeah. my fans probably wouldn't say that. But yeah, <laughs> lockdown Matthew wasn't a very happy chap. I'd come on here and, and go, then it yeah, reminded everything me, sucks. And then I read the comments, God, Matthew's really negative. I'm like, that's not true. It reminded me, <laughs> like, it reminded sorry, me of when Kenny McIntosh sided with Jeremy Borash on Twitter <laughs> against me. And Kenny McIntosh is really positive about a lot of the wrestling as well. Die. Well, so when he says something negative, it's like, oh no. He likes WWE. Yes. What's that sound? It sounds like a clock. Are oh. they playing with toys next door? With toys? Of course they are. What are, are they? you playing with toys, Dan? What are they? Zack Ryder. Freaks down here. <laughs> toys? This will spice us up. NXT 2.0. Oh my God. The show that got going to run away from. This was. A very NXT NXT. Oh, I would also. argue Gargano's too boring for NXT 2.0. <laughs> I would argue that the 2.0 pulled away from Gargano. Oh, they've, they've improved without him. Yes. What Oof. did I put for the thing? NXT UK sale. Everything must go. <laughs> That's good, that one. Bron Breaker opens the show and calls out Tyler Bate going, Hey, Tyler Bate, come out here. Bron suggests a title <laughs> unification match at Will's Collide, and they shake on it before holding up both belts. Yeah. Dangerous yeah. times for Tyler Bates. Better watch because... out for Bop and Bang. What if he loses it? What if Bron loses wait, wait, wait. it? When's Worlds Collide? Next. Next Sunday. Sunday before All Out. I think there's a real possibility of Tyler Bates losing the title before he wins it on TV. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> thought about that. I think... That'd be hilarious. Chaps, that there's a possibility of Tyler Bate winning the NXT no. Champion. You know what I think? I think there's a chance as well. That'd be very, and very silly. I think silly. there's a chance of him getting a, a gimmick just because of the way he was dressed on this week's NXT. Oh. He looked like a sous chef, you know what I think? There's a little, <laughs> little thing on there, which would result in him in NXT 2.0 land having the spelling of his surname changed to Bate as in food. B-A-I-T, Tyler Bate. <laughs> the chef. Oh, no. Do you want some Tyler Bate, lads? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Bate with the Savloy dip. Yeah. <laughs> but so, wait, wait, he hasn't, he's from NXT UK. He hasn't changed his name. That's, no. That'll be coming. He, he can't win the oh, title yeah. without a name change. We've established this. He can. And oh. they'll change the name. 
Are they? Because they, 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 they own it. Did they buy him? Oh, Gallus haven't. No. That, that's the that's the mm. that's the injustice I was referencing earlier. All oh, right. Why are these three boring pricks? <laughs> <laughs> Get to stay as they are with a hooligan hero. Hey, we got the football. Edie, hey, hey, Freddie P, hey, <laughs> Sergio Tacanani, whatever that is called. Oh, hey, no. have a few pints before the football. Eh? <laughs> the FIFA. That's how they say it. The FIFA. Why do they get to stay as they are? Oh, and our saviour, Zach Gibson. Why does he have to change, eh? Why can't they get the stupid gimmick? Yeah, eh? man. Oh, what about this? The Diad. Yeah. Oh. They're basically the, the Diad anyway. Yeah, it's say <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. His contact lenses are sorted. Gonna wear an anorak like Liam Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boring. Boring. <laughs> this isn't my NXT. <laughs> <laughs> they're ruining the world. They are. <laughs> with their, oh, they are the poison. <laughs> their, they're like, if the UK has to suffer, America has to suffer. Uh, before that, though, Fallon Henley is trying to get into a brawl with Lash Legend backstage, but gets pulled away by JB and BJ on the way to their match. They face Gallus, the most exciting tag team in all of NXT, <laughs> who win by count out after babyfaces get into a brawl on the outside with NXT UK legends Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend. Then, after the match, Diamond Mine attack Gallus in the ring until security runs out to separate the two sides. So much going on. Later backstage, Pretty Deadly mock Gallus, who have to be held back by security. <laughs> no, like badass no. football hooligans that they are. I don't know if Gallus are actually them. really good because I get annoyed watching them because <laughs> I find myself thinking, they think this is real and they're actually trying to come across as really hard. This is what they would be like in real life if they were in an argument on the street because they're all going like, all right, me, me. And then I think, <laughs> actually, no... Am I the one being worked? Nah. Are they are they so good at being heels that I really don't like them? Gallus is a perfect example of what I used to talk about with Tom and everybody else about Matthew. Why are you so negative? That sums me up a lot. I know, but like, why are you so negative about NXT UK? Oh, are you unhappy about the UK people getting paid? Ooh, oh, you can't have it anymore, so it's being ruined. I went, no. One of the reasons why people like myself like going to the independent shows was because these characters and wrestlers were a lot more authentic. Now they've joined WWE and suddenly they're all doing these daft gimmicks. Piggy blinders and, everywhere. Yeah, 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 and taking their positives away. These lads have been very good in ICW, many of the places, but I'm not mostly known from ICW. And here they are. You'd think they were the three most boring people in the world. Mm. And that's no, what no, I mean about that. Three, as Wade Barrett said, three street hooligans who just enjoy a good scrap. It's a very innovative gimmick. It's just, <laughs> I am enthralled once again. Hey, Joe <laughs> Coffey used to dress as superheroes. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but it was over though. Yeah, yeah. Now he wears Fred Perry. Perry, Fred, Fred Perry. Yeah. And now just... I loved Pretty Deadly here. They were the perfect <laughs> contrast to Gallus. Absolutely. Because they went, "Hello there, big boys." <laughs> I thought that was now that's genius. that's entertaining. Yeah, that's class. Yeah. That's, uh, that's NXT 2.0. <laughs> and then they did the Scott Hall fingers. <laughs> And they were like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> made them like mugs, they're good. They were literally like teenage boys, right, who have had one too many cans of Fosters and they're at the football and they've said something a bit wrong to the police and now they're getting held back by the... It's, it's, maybe it's... I've just been at too many football matches and seen teenage teenagers who are gallus, who are fully grown, <laughs> fully grown men mm. pretend to be teenagers yeah. at football games. <laughs> yeah. Mom could have 50 quid at the football. <laughs> oh, am I being too harsh? Nah. 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 You don't like something, B? I remember cool. the halcyon days of we're going to have a party when Wolfie wins. In the NXT tournament, yeah. 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 Where was the party? 
Mm. Where there's, was there's it? A funeral. I'd also like a bit of background, and I don't think they've ever explained this, not that I'm aware of anyway, in the indies. Why is it the tag team, why is Joe Coffey the leader, and then his brother, and then it's just his pal, Wolfgang? Well, how do they know each other then? What's the setup here? That's what I want to know. I'm fine with it. I just want to know why. Because they went down to the pub Friday. Mm. Shaw Samuels here now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what every NXT UK gimmick was at the start, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Fighting down the pub. Yeah. Every NXT UK gimmick. Hello, my name's Jim, and I've been fighting since I was three. <laughs> and we, we know it changed. We know. Ah. Save that comment. But at the start, everyone was the same. Yeah. There was someone with that gimmick on this week's NXT we'll get to. Debuting. Oh, goody. Was it Brooks Jensen? No. Not, no, sorry, Josh Briggs. It would be no, even better than that. Charlie Dempsey. That <laughs> sorry. Before that, though, Andre Chase introduces his class to Charlie Dempsey, El Hio del William Regal. Yeah. Or is it El Hio del Pete Dunne? Because uh, well, <laughs> I could not see him. He gets Charlie to demonstrate some techniques, but Charlie is too rough. Mm. Cody Haywood gets angry, but, and Andre tries to calm Charlie down. Well done, Charlie. Charlie tells Andre <laughs> that his class is too soft and tells the students, Google Billy Robinson. Now, his accent was odd. Yeah. I'm well, guessing by being English, but growing up around so many Americans and that with his dad being William Regal, because his accent was, I couldn't work it Sound out. like you're from Belfast to me. All oh, right. I couldn't work Google Billy Robinson. Google Billy Robinson. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> hey there, young man. It Google was Billy strange. Robinson. Like, oh, I've seen a couple of matches of his, but mm. especially in this segment here, when he was doing the rest, his facials, he does the same. Snarl. Regal yeah, snarl, right. yeah. All the Pete Dunn snarl. It's incredible. Mm. Just animated. I liked it. I liked them though, like, Google Billy Robinson. Billy Robinson was so tough. If you Google Billy Robinson, uh, Google will put a cravat on you. <laughs> <laughs> but, interesting way. And I saw people speculating, as well, love to speculate, was this some sort of homage reference, I don't know, dig, at Regal doing the Blackpool Combat Club? No. In what way? Oh, Regal's doing all these bits on people's submission holds and all the stuff, and they're, hey, here's Regal's son teaching people how to put holds oh, on. Oh, maybe I thought that's just, not? I don't know. I never thought, excuse me, I never thought that. I thought it was just creating a nice juxtaposition, you know, Andre Chase full of life, living, laughing, loving, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> now Charlie Dempsey's coming here with a, 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 ho a heart colder than a dead fish. Mm. Trying to be William Regal here, it's not working. He is. And he's, uh, yeah, set the cat like on the... Though. But I think Bodie Hayward, Hayward, sorry, hey, what the hell is it? Bodie Hayward, his frustrations are not with Charlie, they're with that Thea. Mm. And it's built up over the past several months and he's snapped at the first chance. Mm. And I think Thea's to blame mm. for being too enthusiastic. Yeah, the Andre Chase University has never been the same since Thea Hill joined. <laughs> She's a menace. She <laughs> oh, needs she... to calm down. Hitting people in the head, throwing a ball around on the quad. We need to get Kevin Nash out with his little bottle with his little shaky pills in. All the Somers just <laughs> throw oh, them. God. <laughs> throw them at Thea Hill. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Not so she de yeah, develops an issue. Yeah, we need more painkillers back in wrestling. <laughs> Not so she develops an issue, okay. just so she comes down. Ross's quote. Nah, Kevin Nash <laughs> should throw Somers in. <laughs> I know what I said. If, if Andre Chase really wants to get Charlie Dempsey on board, he just needs to sing him that song from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Cheer Up Charlie, and then it will work. <laughs> Cheer Up Charlie. Yeah, Which is great. mam sings to I him. I thought you were going to come with me. <laughs> All that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, University of pure imagination. <laughs> we're at the world famous Peter's Hall or whatever it was. Thea Hale over there. Just in a coma of a soma. I'm going to drop that one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving. The somers have had the day. <laughs> moving on to something that has the same effect. <laughs> the Grace of Mara. We have a special guest, Apollo Crews. Mm. And I did like this bit, actually. Grace can go in. It, my guest this week is Apollo <laughs> Crews. Big fan of the podcast. Yeah, obviously. Hello, Grace. How are you doing? <laughs> they talk about Apollo's visions. 
So the right. So he knows. He knows. He does watch the podcast. So the visions are real. Yeah. So in kayfabe, they're real. They're not just a window into Apollo's mind. They they're tangible and they exist. He's like, so these visions you've been having. I'm like what? Just imagine Grayson while I sat backstage tuning in the last ever episode of Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo Cruz's vision comes on the television yeah. screen. It's not even like it's not like I would have understood. Every station. I would have understood if Grayson had gone. So I hear you've been saying you've had these visions where you can see the future. All right. But no, he's been going, these visions that are really real. Why didn't you save the diamond mine then? So he's seeing the visions as well. That'd be I good. He's pointing. Grayson Waller's new gimmick is pointing out the storyline flaws. In this. <laughs> uh, it's about Apollo's visions. And Grayson accuses Apollo of being selfish for not saving that man last week, as you're right. Um, Apollo asks Grayson how it feels to be a low-budget Miz. Giant pop from the plants for that one. Well, we've punked it already. Yeah, no, it's like it's just like the fifth or sixth time we've had a Miz comparison. Uh... Grayson says that's a compliment. <laughs> it's a fair point. And wonders what Apollo tells his kids when they ask why he couldn't cut it on Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> Grayson, also... was, Grayson was skipping rings around Apollo. <laughs> and then he asks, what happened to your accent? To be fair, Apollo's <laughs> yeah. comeback for that was good. He's like, I'm, I'm still a Nigerian warrior. I don't even remember. Yeah. Where I, was I put on it. It's like, ask Jack what, what accent he did and see if he'll do it. No, no, no. <laughs> there you go. You're learning. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Apollo lays out wallet and says, that's the Apollo Cruise effect. Again, nice job, Apollo. But yeah, Grayson just scored it. Was, Vic, Vic was in the tag team with Grayson during this one. Just when he was like, we all know why Apollo's back in NXT. He just left it there, <laughs> filling the blank wrestling fan. He wasn't good enough, was he? Yeah. <laughs> was bad, yeah. Look, I'm not saying I'm not allowed in Canada because of that reason, but I won't say the reason why. I see. What do you think, I, thought, I thought it was... Sorry, go on, Jack. I've said enough. No, I've, I've pretty much echoed what you... Like, it was um, It was one of my less least favourite segments of the show, but I think I'm just not on board with Apollo Crews at the minute, and that's sad because I, I recognise he's really good in the ring, and... This is probably one of the best promo performances he's done ever, which is sad because he was against someone whose lines were much better than his. But I want to be on board with Apollo, and I, I'm struggling to get there, and the Visions thing's not helping. Props to the 2.0, though, for finally making one of these talk show segments in the middle of the ring not feel like it's in the middle of the ring. Mm. The lighting. Mm. You couldn't even see the ropes, barely. I liked how there was the little constantly screen. a camera yeah. on Grayson's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Grayson Waller cam. I thought they, they knocked <laughs> out the park. Yeah. Is Grayson Waller better at being theory than theory is? Or is theory better at being theory? They're very similar gimmicks. I, I thought, I'm sure I said like a year ago, I was like, I bet they're in a tag team by the end of Obviously, that's not going to happen <laughs> now. But I could have seen it. I mean, the good dynamic. They'll go try and get more Instagram followers than one another. Yeah. Whatever. They would have just... Oh, Let's de-push theory now and just get a fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. with Grayson Wall. Uh, Tyler Bate, he's an international superstar. <laughs> he is known as the big strong boy. Well, guess what, Mackenzie? I'm a big strong man. And tonight, we're going to find out how strong and tough he really is. And believe me when I say this, after I crush him, Tyler Bate, he won't make it to Worlds Collide. <laughs> that was always better. <laughs> I think that was one of his better efforts. Just speak like a human come, for God's sake. He can't. He cannot, can he? That's it, Words that is blend him. together sometimes. Now, Not every word has to be said. I've got oh. to say, Jim, when we used to do more storyline-based silly predictions contests, me and you and the lads. Right, they were real. But obviously, when, when we had to be silly and act little scenarios out on video, I couldn't, I couldn't fully jump into it and I don't know why I'm just not a good actor after a year so though I... you were fine and it's been no, a year no it wasn't I think <laughs> but I, I think I sympathise with Vaughn 
I understand. You know? He's I just, just wish a... there was a different cadence to one sentence <laughs> and it didn't have to be. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, poor guy. I'm poor, not... beautiful, six foot five muscular guy. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've written down here uh, Tyler Bate causes two fist, bip and bop. Does, does come Tuesday call his like Ogan thug? <laughs> his fellow cavemen buddies. Why is Robert Stone there though still if this is what we're getting? That was a long promo from Come. That was. <laughs> a lot of Come. What's a lot of Come? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, it's Javier Bernal. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey! <laughs> you play Tyler Breeze Edwards. Look, everyone, it's Javier. Javier's here. It's Big Body Bernal. It's Big Body <laughs> Bernal. Yeah. He kept That's saying it like everyone knew. That was Big Body Bernal. It, everyone knew it was Big Body Bernal. <laughs> In his. <laughs> NXT dev wrestler Javier Bernal <laughs> appeared in a digital exclusive segment last week. Oh, I think he's been on Level Up as well. Yeah, sorry, he's been on Level right. Up, yeah. Where he was annoying a security guard. Javier walked away. The guard looks like Seth Rogen said, what a prick. <gasps> you mean no. Hank, you mean Hank Walker? You've not you've not said that. <laughs> what? In my in my notes, I've said he looks like Seth Rogen as well. Yay, it's he looks, like him. He looks so much like him. Wow, we actually had synchronicity for the first time in months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And then it's not his debut because he lost the Diad a few months ago. Um, and they're here at ringside to tell him to watch out. So with the skizzer watching on, Cameron Grimes beat Javier Bernal in a short match uh-huh. where he drops him right on his head. <laughs> he should have listened to them. Bless him. Uh, and then what else? Later, Bernal shouted a woman backstage for trying to console him after the loss. And then a big security guard played by Seth Rogen tells him, hey, he should speak to women with respect. Bernal so, brushes him off. This was a good week for Seth Rogen. So if you noticed that this is an attempted reboot, in my opinion, of uh, Zion Quinn's original gimmick, which is when he'd be like, let the women go through the doors first, buddy. Run it straight. And then, it was before he said run it straight, it was when he was just a big, chivalrous man. So they're doing this again with Seth Rogen now. Where's it going to go? But Seth Rogen comes from good stock when it comes to security guards who become professional wrestlers, as we all know. Why? Come. What? Oh, he was a security guard. And now look at him. Loads of no, houses. I don't want to, Ross. On Reddit this week, we had Powerhouse Hubs in 2013 on Raw being a security guard. Now look at him. Loads of wrestlers have been security guards. <laughs> Hank Walker slash Seth Rogen is the latest one. Okay. Comes from good stock. But I, I worked out Bernal is supposed to be Jay from Inbetweeners. Because he calls himself Big Body Bernal. But he's just not, is he? Well, maybe compared to me or you, he's got big muscles. But not in the land of NXT. Not compared to that big Seth Rogen security guard even. <laughs> <laughs> So I was thinking, yeah, he's just what, like, Jay from Inbetweeners completed it, pal. He was, he was class. A big body, but no. <laughs> he lost. Like, oh, oh, it's but... him. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I can't wait to see it. This was the most NXT, NXT in a while. They should have just, like, lied and goes, oh, yeah, it's NXT UK superstar. <laughs> <laughs> so just like yourself in and goes, oh, yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't have known any different. <laughs> we could have just showed up. It goes, yeah, hi. <laughs> oh, it's two-time <laughs> ring of honor world champion. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, the, with the trios champions from NXT UK. <laughs> Oh, no. That's English for Nature three. Oh, don't die. Oh, I need a little. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. There's no one. He's going to die. Oh, well, I'm good. I'm good. Spit I'm good. in his mouth, Matthew. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait till the end of this segment. God, you've been good this week, bro. God, I'm. Uh, what have you been eating, Q1 Dino, right? <laughs> Monster. With, uh, oh, God. With this, I said that bit. Blair Davenport. By the way, I cannot be asked with Cameron Grimes. <laughs> 
being pursued by Joe Gacy. What do you mean? I can't be arsed, man. We've <gasps> just seen it with, of the year, we've just seen it with Legado and Tony kind of the the pursuit, mm. then the guy joining and not enjoying yeah. it and then get it is gonna oh, happen though. You know it is on, it man. is gonna happen. But it hopefully is. they go all the way. Mm. We're going all the, the way. Never ending story. <laughs> I think they'll try and do a uh, Daniel Bryan breaking out of the Wyatt family kind of thing where he's like <laughs> well I can't be asked if that mm-hmm. is the plans okay. well it'll be clean shaven then he'll be like and his beard will come back. you know what yeah. they should do put Joe Gacy in Gallus <laughs> just strip everything away that be so good and just have him stood there yeah, looking like do, Joe Gossi you know they're like what are you doing I thought you're supposed to be leading the weight I yeah I'm a football hooligan now <laughs> sorry lads I think Dragon Gate and maybe Stardom as well tend to do a match once a year Maybe it's just Dragon Gate, but whatever. Please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. And don't be too nasty Japanese wrestling fans. Um, <laughs> the Dragon Gate do a match where it's like a big multi-man, like, like elimination the match in a one. cage. Yeah, yeah. And then the loser has to swap stables or something. Or like the... I think I've seen one of them. I know what you're talking about. Right. Do that I'll with NXT. That would be really because cool, Because that would actually. lead to Joe Gacy being in Gallus. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Is that what you did? That's the, that's the stable I've been doing. I see oh. you're taking me to... Celtic Park. What's it like here? Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> mm. This coffee's hot. Yeah, I can see that working well. Do, 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 do. Oh, God. Do, oh, I can't be asked to do the full thing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. football chat that's taken the world by storm this week. And then he bloody scored a goal. Did you watch it on the... Yeah, I was getting sick of the chat. The whole 90 minutes, that chant. And then he scored. I was like, oh, that's not going to help. If you're an Arsenal fan, you should be ashamed. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> just stop, just, just, stop yeah. going to the football. <laughs> stop talking about football online. I find Arsenal quite likable this season. But the fan base is... In the words poor. of Joe Gacy now in his new gimmick, one song. <laughs> You've only got one song. <laughs> Are you learning, Joe? <laughs> hey? Anyway. Sergio. What's he even called? <laughs> I know the Sergio. The, the, the brand that, you know, whoppers where we go to football. Oh, <laughs> Stone oh, Island? No, no Sergio, Takiani, 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 and knees her in the head afterwards. We get a promo where she explains that she's British but raised in New Zealand. Okay. Uh, she then dumps, does a uh, snowplow, which mm. is more like you're sitting down on a couch. At the I was a little bit day. scared about the snowplow. Yeah, it was a bit worrying. But it was the right. bloody neck breaker she did through the ropes that he murdered, poor Indy. All right, this is WCPW original, be priestly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Blair says she was supposed to be the number one contender for the UK title, so she wants a shot against Mandy Rose instead. Mandy arrives and demands respect. And mm. one bit I did like about this week's episode of NXT was the fact that Mandy came out and got a giant pop, like, yeah! And you get this when there's like an invading force or another company person coming in, where if the heel comes out, they get cheer because like, yeah, we don't like her, but we know who she is. Mm. Who are ye? So Mandy Rose was cheered against um, Blair, which is good. But it didn't matter because then seconds later, the biggest fan, of uh, Weatherspoon's breakfasts, Nico Satomura came out. Uh, she lives in England. Well, she used to take photos of a oh. dodgy British breakfast oh, online. And I, I don't know if she was a fan of them or not, but um, who says that she's the most dominant women's champion. They agree to a match at Worlds Collide. Blair wants to be included too. Uh, so Satomura makes it a triple threat. So it's Mako's NXT UK title, 
Mandy's NXT title and Blair. Yeah. Okay. Blair. Well, she was meant to be the number one contender, so I kind of get it. Yeah. She claimed to be, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but again, you claim anything. Oh, yeah, I won this match in UK. Yeah, well, I believe well, it. like two weeks behind it. It might have, might have happened. You never know. <laughs> I mean, I, it might have happened. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win. This is really... I'm confused because I don't think... I want to not think that they'll just have all the UK people lose and they'll just be tired of bit losing and then Mandy will win that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mandy will win that one. Is that this week's Mr. Blobby <laughs> Cup? <laughs> but at the same time, uh, who wins then? I can't work out who's going to win any of these matches. Maybe it's a good thing. I'll tell you who. Go it's on. the menacing mistress. Andy Rose. No, Blair's ample. Oh, that's Menacing Mistress. That's what she called herself, oh, yeah. Really? The Menacing okay. Mistress. Everything's kinky. Just Kevin Nash is there with. Kinky dominatrixes isn't that these days. With Cruella Deville hair and all that sort of stuff. The Menacing Mistress. Fair oh, enough. Oh, yeah. uh, then backstage, Tiffy Stratton says that once she's dealt with Wendy Chu, she wants to face whoever wins at Will's Collide. Oh. And let her do that. Yeah. Well. Best wrestler in the world. Tiffy Strats. We get several backstage segments in a row. Tony D'Angelo tells remaining members of Legado del Fantasma that the future starts tonight when they Hang win. On, are, we, are we moving on from Dexter? I haven't even mentioned them. Is it not being put? It's after no, 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 this. it's after this. It's after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in the ring. Oh, how, how could we forget about that? <laughs> the highlight of the Just week. Worried. Um, when they win the match, no, no, no. JD Madonna. <laughs> right, right, right. We've hit. This is the gold mine now. Over it. This Over is it. the gold mine now. This is the first time this little man who's supposed to be the creepy sort of doctor type from Human Centipede, this is the first time he looked creepy, which means he needs to do every single promo forever now, forevermore, sorry, upside down. Okay. Hanging from his feet. So that was the first time I was like, ooh, ooh bit scary him there, isn't he? With the blood rushing to his head. Oh, you thought he looked scary. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was, they made him look stupid than normal. <laughs> Because they don't show he's upside down. So he's just towards the he's camera and his head's massive. Yeah. yeah. Even more so than usual. Oh. So he's going to explode. And no, no, again, they do like, I'm getting rehabilitated and all this. Ooh. And then they, da, 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 the reveal is upside down. No crowd pop. Absolutely no reaction. Everyone's scared. That's why. Yeah. Everyone's looking away. Cowie girls were scared. Behind the sofa. Mm. It should have cut the pretty deadly going. <laughs> now, he's, he's, oh, go on. What Before, sorry, just uh, what I'm jumping ahead slightly, but one of the uh, Caden says to Katana Chance, You can hang upside down, can't you? And Katana goes, Not like that. What does she mean? I could hang upside down like that. What does she mean, not like that? I don't, I think it was, I, I don't know what they're going for there. I've seen her hang upside down at the Royal Rumble off the ring post. She does it better. Does she not like that? What does she mean? Oh, because she doesn't look stupid. Scary, you mean? She doesn't look like Everyone JD. looks stupid upside down. That's, well, why would they do that? Why would they show that? The camera Put that on because JD McDonough likes pain, Matthew. <laughs> and the blood was rushing to his head. Pain doesn't like him. Pain's <laughs> like, I'm switching over to AEW. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was that. Wesley and the Cowie girls are creeped out by JD. I'm creeped out by Wesley. Right. Now, we need to act out this next <laughs> oh, bit of like Wesley talks. Okay. Go on. You've got the script. Who's who? We're, we're all Wesley. <laughs> oh, we're all Wesley. We're okay, all Wesley. Okay. We're just reading out the next bit. So just, are we just, reacting to Matthew? We'll, we'll, as do, no, we'll, just, we'll just do the podcast as normal, the, but we'll, in the stylist styles of Wesley. I can't think what it was now. Where's advisors the champions <laughs> to stay alert? Because oh. everybody will be coming for the tag time. No, uh. They say they're fine with that. <laughs> Wesley. <laughs> Oh man. Indy Hartwell. Wait, no. Right. It he was, was so fitting that he was with the Cowie girls when he was reacting like yeah, this. They had slipped him everything. 
They'd been to that festival, Woodstock. <laughs> Wesley. And they'd found oh. so many hallucinogenics, and Wesley <laughs> didn't know where the hell he was. Jackson's upstairs compared it to Disney level acting. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah. Wesley. Every... Let's talk about the jabs. <laughs> oh, you have to have your head on a swill. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> You'd get dropped if you did that in public. Think about doing that in front of some hard lads like Gallus. They would laugh you out of the building. Imagine walking down oh. Northumberland Street. <laughs> the gaggles of frat boys everywhere. Oh, that's right. The you wouldn't jack, survive. You said. Oh, he, God, he didn't have to act out everything he said with his mouth. Like, you have to have your head on a swivel. <laughs> Look from the corner. Uh. Come on, man, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he trying to like flirt with them or was he just being cool the sad thing is Jack he was been on a journey since he lost his tag team partner of finding himself he went himself. to the beach mm. and if that's finding himself I don't want to know uh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I've seen real Wesley dance in real life mm. at an after party of a wrestling show and he was cool he can be cool he was doing the robot and that and body popping and it was appropriate for the situation it wasn't like here Shlem be himself, he's really cool. Brucey P denies right in there. <laughs> the goal of the man. The Whoever one. wrote the Big Show show uh, wrote this segment. Uh, that was, he was one of the sassy little girls from the Big Show show. You know, <laughs> is the next one going to be them all dancing at a party but talking to each other? As a, nice march on Tuesday, you guys. <laughs> Something like that. Hey, did you sign JD's card? Like, <laughs> it's his birthday next week. <laughs> Not that guy. He gives me the creeps laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you, though. Crowd. Ooh. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, and a genuinely good bit of the show, though. Indy Hartwell is sat on the apron and saying that she's reached rock bottom, which is true because yeah. she's just stuck here. A family's sure buggered off, Matthew. A family yep. went. Crowd have left. Sorry, a crowd. A family have left, and she's just losing the people, and... Where does she belong in this place now? And she says, look, I'm just saying, not these are just, I'm just saying words, she said. And then Dexter Loomis appears from under the ring to a hero's welcome for the crowd and carries her at the back. He they gives her a note. They on their fists oh, towards dude, each other. Dude, that was creepy. Dude, dude. He gives her, a, oh, beautiful. I found it quite creepy. Because no, but she wasn't moving her legs. She was just going, uh. <laughs> That's she, how they operate. Like yeah, because, well, Blair Davenport dropped on a bloody head. It was like the, twin, <laughs> it was like the twins in Break It. Well, no. She's a paraplegic now. Yeah. <laughs> Help me, Dexter. That's why, like, yeah. Uh. She was going to carry Dexter, but she threw up the X. And he's like, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, carried the back. He gives her a note saying goodbye before taking away by police for murdering the Miz. <laughs> so, Why is this, oh, this, yeah, is where, yeah. this is where I was going to give Top Dollar a little bit of props because on Twitter he said, bruh, Dex... <laughs> you know, all he said. Dex has been on the run from the feds and he made it to his girl to make sure he saw her when he knew he was, was as good as caught. This is a street love story. Hashtag yeah, NXT. True. I was like, yeah, it's true. Mm. The pop though, it was a proper Bobby Lashley. Aww. It was a proper Bobby Lashley. Mm. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why JD sucks because we've already got a sexy serial killer Not on anymore. the roster. He's oh, gone. He's, he's in prison. In he's needs to be taken to a... He had to say well, goodbye however, to his girl. The, the Monday however, Night Raw prison. I will say the Miz once did orchestrate the murder of Braun Strowman by putting him in the back of a bin wagon. <laughs> and then the match, the match just carried on without Braun Strowman. What and then comes he, around, goes around. He turned up a week later in a different bin wagon. <laughs> oh, I man. remember people the debate, hey, this is, this is balls, this. What's balls about this section, lads? It's a different, it's a different truck. He goes, yeah. 
That's the ridiculous bit. So you, you, it's more realistic for Broad to have just stayed that same one going round and round him. But now he's changed. Well, he now between, he's changed. His he drove between like states. Yeah, well, why, would, ah, why would you hop in a different bin, Laurie? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Why that? would no? It <laughs> makes more sense to say the same one for two weeks. It does. It does. <laughs> it, of course, it does. He lived in it. He broke out. Yeah. What's the issue. <laughs> <sighs> Backstage, Cora Jade. Oh, it's getting oh, better and better. Oh, man. Cuts a savage promo. Well, and I, this, she sure showed us. Brucey e. P <laughs> might as well have just done this, just said all this dialogue himself and just pretend to be Cora Jade. All the sad male fans that have never been on a date with a girl. No, no, ones, never not, been on a date with girl. Yeah, go on a date with a girl and not their little inflatable dolls. No, no, Who has inflatable no, no. dolls now? Never been on a date with girl. She really messed up that line and I was sad for her. Oh, I thought you just tied that bad. Never no, been no, a date no, no, with she girls. Said, she said with girls. It's technically right. And then when? No, that's even worse. Never date with girls. Date with girl one. Just one girl with Uno. girl. But she she went. Singular. I think she said that line too early because she went. All these sad fans who've never been on a date with girl, they need to go on a date with a girl. And it was like <laughs> you look like Ellsworth. It was like that. <laughs> so she said it twice. She uh, sure showed us. And yeah. I would blow up dolls. Ah, uh, well, no, dolls. it made me sad, right? Because what an outdated reference. Not only is she going out with the jock. But also, she's now denouncing nerds like us. I don't know what's going on. You with your sexy dolls. <laughs> like, are they like cyborg dolls now? Like, that, that's that's what I keep on seeing online. I don't know. Pacini went to a talk about them once. That's right. He did, didn't he? Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, I'm sure he's, he's just right. <laughs> Too late. Um, yeah, he went to, it wasn't in, like someone's house. It was like the life center. It was in the museum in Newcastle. Oh, yeah, it wasn't, that's right. It, was it wasn't yeah, like yeah. a weird thing. Let me tell you, they're fantastic. And I'll tell you this because I was watching this morning. And this morning oh. had one in studio with Holly and Phil. What a sex Had one what? One of the live sex dolls, but it talks to you. It talks to you. If, you, if Dan wouldn't mind just putting in this morning. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we even say that S word? Yeah, yeah we we'll say uh, Can we? Sex, 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 sex. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ross. Jen used to say it all the time when she was counting to 10. There you go. She's trying to number oh, sex. Why does it not go here? Oh, it's on the right. Oh, my God. Aaron Squire. <laughs> Here we are for the people who are watching on YouTube. There's where they are. How realistic is that? <laughs> oh, why, is Aaron. So, why is it so small? That's just Aaron and his girlfriend there. <laughs> America! <laughs> yeah, that is just too much. Oh, my God. That, now, in that episode, is that the one where Holly... I think Holly got replaced by the doll for a segment on that on that episode. Oh this my god! <laughs> so there we go. That's what Cora James was on about. These people need to come in and feud with Cora. The headline is: Dad takes his sex doll on the small. Sorry, Dan, go back on there, will you? <laughs> Dad takes his sex doll uh, and su oh, that surprises everyone. I can't remember what he well, did I now. I remember him explaining no, how how lads, they are wait. produced. We're in trouble now because this is going to be <gasps> the thing that our generation doesn't tolerate, that future <sighs> generations do, and we're going to be seen as bigots in the future. I for don't, laughing I at don't sex dolls. care. It's funny, isn't it? Oh, well, oh mm, my God lads. in heaven. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> well, that's a retro one. 2011, look at that. You see, that's from 2011 then. Look how far they've come. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> oh no! Um, that is the oh. WrestleMania 17 version oh. as well. Pre Vince McMahon nutshot. Don't say nutshot. 
yeah. Now you take it too far. <laughs> oh my god. So there we go. That's what oh. that's what Cora Jade is referencing there, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Cora. <laughs> Cheers. Oh. <clears throat> Did, oh, how can I? How, the Diad beat Legado del Fantasma in a tag team match. Gacy extends his hand out to watching Cameron Grimes. Now, sorry, that's never ending. Tony breaks his lads for losing. They storm out the arena and Santos Escobar like pulls up teen, his car bar. Like at the end of a teen movie. <laughs> you guys think, I, think I'd go to college without you, did you? Yeah. <laughs> it was so emotional. He tells them that familiar stays together and they all drive off together to smack down away from the right. stupid storyline. It's like the end of Freaks and Geeks and they go off to watch The Grateful Dead or whatever. I don't know. He just knew, didn't he? Just knew. Just knew they were there. Yeah. Probably got a, one of those Apple trackers on them. Yeah. Head off into the sunset. Don't <laughs> you forget watching about, a show. Don't you forget about me's playing. It was like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really emotional. Tony should have chased after the car. Hey, you work for me. Where are you going? <laughs> the match itself <sighs> was sad though. Yeah. Because the grizzled young veterans wrestled like the grizzled young veterans, and even James Drake was still putting those little bits. You know what? James Drake doesn't more than Gibson where he puts little bits in just to make things make sense. Like there was the hot tag spot, and then he he hopped in. He was in the ring. But whoever it was on Legado's side wasn't quite in the ring yet, so he made himself have a little slip in the ring yeah. okay. just to let him hit the move. Yep. That's really good. It's a shame. That's really good wrestling. A shame that he's in the schism, though. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of effort for nothing, bless him. I tell you, put Gallus in the schism, take those two lads out there, and you're fine. This, the, the nice rating that NXT got this week in terms of 600 and whatever what th- thousand it was, that'll go up into the sevens. <laughs> Easy. With the GYV back. Zach Gibson uh, cutting yeah. promos. So are you supposed to be football hooligans now or something? Yeah, it's, it's dying for them. My name's Fowler. <laughs> yeah. I agree, you are foul. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, despite dominating Tyler Bates for most of the match, Von Wagner loses in six minutes. Oh. That's right. Master Bates beats Cum. I can't believe they fed Tyler Cum. There's oh. so many more worthy jobbers on the roster. I think there was a digital exclusive <laughs> on YouTube after this match, which was... When he's angry, Von Wagner is uncontrollable or something. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but it was just Robert Stone looking. The thumbnail was Robert Stone like on the mic, and in the background in the car park, Von Wagner's like kicking off. Oh, so it's come everywhere. We can't play it, Dan, because they'll be. And he'll just, just gonna... be speaking like, I can't believe I lost. What? Oh no. <laughs> he looks really happy. Bless him. That's not uncontrollable. Uh, that's the perfect <laughs> Stone's doing the old Emma dance from back uh, in the day. <laughs> oh man. Oh my He's God. so good. I can't wait these main event in WrestleMania in a few years' time. It used to be in the woods with Kyle. <laughs> like, that was great. That was That's why he man. left. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> there was a sign on a recent Dynamite, Kyle Fears Von Wagner. <laughs> I did so see good. that, yes. <laughs> he was right. Yeah. Backstage, the oh. rest of the Diamond Mine don't want Roddy anywhere near their six-man tag against Gallus next week. JB and BJ arrive and try to make friends, but things become tense between the two sets of tag champions. It's going to lead to another unification match, isn't it? Yeah. Sure, why not? Every, yeah. I think Roy looks like a right cook at the moment. Just get out, man. They don't want you anymore. It was when all the big tall lads were stood arguing with each other and Roddy was between them going, yeah! <laughs> I know Roddy's probably like normal height, but compared to all them, yeah, yeah. you look in the middle, he was like, <laughs> that's right. It's like me and a night out with a couple of holic lads. <laughs> there are quite a lot of tall boys here. 
must say. In a startling miscarriage of justice. Not us. When we're, we're very normal. Yeah, you're normal size. Right? That, that, that's what I mean. Mm. Five foot eight, isn't it, for you, a fella? Is it? Yeah. You're, you're, you're Mike Sanders. Um, <laughs> Wendy Chu beats Tiffany Stratton in their lights oh, out match, ooh. which turns out to be a hardcore match. The lights dimmed. I was not expecting to see a tribute to the old <laughs> Japanese hardcore indies of the early 90s. Right. Look at the camera. I'll just, because right, right, I knew what you're on about. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. sure that people knew. Of all the things, because they used to legitimately, <laughs> very early on, they used to have these matches was, all right, the main, got, all right, we've had barbed wire, we've had fire, we've had all this crazy stuff. All right, cool. What are we going to do the next show, lads? We're going to switch the lights off. What? Okay, it makes and it harder then, though. Yeah, and then uh, people have to take photos of flash photography to see the match. Oh, rubbish! Uh, complete crap. No, oh, right. I thought you were saying it was good. Okay, no, no, the ru- rubbish. This rubbish one idea. was. This one was good. Though. But this one, where they just dimmed it, and it was a, it was a mood lighting mm. <laughs> in the mood for some Wendy Chu. I'm surprised uh, they didn't do the spot where she fell asleep though when the lights went off. Oh, like, oh yes. She puts. Hey, go away. She plays ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a pleasant surprise, considering it was. again. First of all, I say, all right, we're doing Japanese hardcore. Then they brought out the Lego, which I wasn't expecting to see. Relatable. Uh, very relatable. I mean, she missed the first time, but she went, all right, whatever. I think the first one might have hurt more because she only landed on one. Now, is only landed on one worse than landed on, on well, a like story of dispersed the, pile of them? The last and the pee in the bed. Yeah. Under the bed. Oh, that yeah. That last I hate when you get pee in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's she called again? The princess and the pee. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> Not him. Yeah. But yeah. when she landed on just one, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was spine tingling when she took the onesie off at the start of the match because that's when you knew when the cookies came out, that's when she meant business. What, sorry? She had cookies on her little oh, wrestling gear. Right. That's how, you know, <laughs> that's how you know that Wendy Chu means business. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wade Barrett, fantastic on commentary again. Sleep with one eye open, grip your pillow tight, enter Stratton. <laughs> Good God. That's not as good as he thought he was. <laughs> Wade was so bored during the rest of the show, he was just making notes. Yeah, whatever. Three pages worth. So then the finish comes when she dumps her through a bed, like a table. Really which I thought good. was a nice spot. Yeah. And she didn't the bed bugs bite, and she won. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I was all right with this. I was a good No, the wrong, wrong winner. Yeah, like wrong winner. I know, Tiffany Strat. It's Tiffy. a gimmick match. Tiffany Strat bullied her at the start, though. Yeah. yeah. I got that. But then Wendy's committed identity fraud. She's locked her in a room and battered her with oh, right, yeah. and goggles on. Uh, what else is she? She was at the, the salon. The makeup in the face. Yeah, the yeah. makeup in the face. She was down at the salon. Which she did again in the match. There's oh. five different examples for Tiffy's, you know, petty bullying. It's like, it's she like. She proved her point before it's this It's like match. MJF and Jericho. Yeah. Who wins in the end, really? Wendy Chu in this case. Us, she the fans. <laughs> what a magnificent match. I thought Tiffany would have hands down won this match. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, moonsault though Go on. I saw it got shared on Twitter though Tiffy Stratton's moonsault it was absolutely fantastic mm. I'm, t- I'm, I'm going to brag about being on the, the Stratton train before mm. most she's been a bit of a sleeper hit hasn't she the footwork no. yeah just like a sleeper train uh, <laughs> what you. an episode of NXT it was really good, good yeah. no no that's not what I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying it was really good really so, eventful uh, AW Dynamite Punk and disorderly. Oh, that's a good one. Punk and disorderly. Like that one. Just like Gallus. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Jericho opens the show and brings out, quote, one of his favorite members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. One of his favorite members? (laughs) There's only like four. (laughs) Daniel Garcia. Garcia arrives and Jericho asks him to apologize. Garcia says Jericho ruined his moment last week when Danielson offered him a handshake. 
Joker calls Garcia the greatest technical sports entertainer in the, the world today. Technical sports entertainer. Yeah. Danielson interrupts and argues with Jericho over Garcia. Garcia tries to leave, but Jericho grabs him. So Garcia shoves him off, sorry, shoves him down and walks off. Jericho talks up his legacy for Danielson, who provokes him into a match at All Out, of course. Jake Hager attacks Brian from behind and beats him down. Mm. Now, this is nice, actually, because they're both feuding over his, his soul. Yeah. And yeah. Garcia says, no, nah, I wanted, I thought I could beat Danielson, and you went to feed in that. I thought the clothing choice was brilliant before Brian came out, because he was just there in his sparkly boots, Jericho, an extra sparkly jacket. Garcia is there in a black T-shirt and some scruffy-looking trousers. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's like a lot of Jericho things. It's like, well, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Garcia will be doing this and that. And that's like, and it's Jericho versus Danielson. You're like, of course it is. And Garcia's not like the, the smoothest like talker. He's not like The Rock. But they, he was really good, I thought, at like conveying emotion. It seemed like he really was upset and he really was conflicted. I was like, that's very convincing. He played the teenage role really well. Yeah. You know, and you, your mom just doesn't get it and you're like, ah, bollocks to this, mom. See you later. You storm <laughs> off upstairs and you slam the door. I'm just a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did that really well when he stormed off. Yeah, um, he did. Yeah. And then Danielson, not as caring as I thought actually though about Gostier, went, ha, ha, ha. to Jericho, <laughs> I've made your son prosecute. Um, I I'm actually looking forward to the match, me. Just mm. Jericho recently has been good yeah. while wrestling. Like well, because he says it's going to be the Lionheart. Yeah. And then Danielson said, well, you know, you, you want to impress your mentor, Stu Hart. Which like, that's that, no. no but. but yeah, but he went, who <laughs> okay. do you think? Don't you know which I guess. But then when he went, who would your hero and heart say is better out of the two of us? I was like, oh, what a nasty thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> but also I hope he wins because Jericho's evil. But oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Lionheart, Jericho is going to be taking Danielson. Okay, that's actually interesting, but a more interesting Garcia mm. leaving. Mm. Maybe. Oh, well, I'll have to watch the pay-per-view and find out because that might be the main event. Uh, <laughs> JD Thor beats Dax Harwood in a close match with neither of their seconds or thirds, I guess, in the case of Lethal at ringside after a roll-up with a handful of tights. Ah, uh, but Sanjay did, did try and get involved oh, as well. well uh. And then after the match, Sanjay Dutt reveals that Jay Lethal will be teaming with the Motor yeah. City Machine Guns <laughs> Oh, Satnam Singh what? is in the mud <laughs> <laughs> to face FTR and Wardlow in a six-man tag match that has nothing to do with the trios titles at AW All Out. It, sure, why not? I mean, eh? I'd rather just say FTR versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. Also, and then maybe Wardlow versus Jay Lethal. That's fine. But we've seen that already, though, haven't we? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd rather battle, say FTR battle versus battle, yeah. the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah. But it, I'll take it. Although. I can see this being a big fun beatdown of the heels after the match because the machine guns are baby faces. Why are they team with Jay Lethal? AEW never do that though. <laughs> Have the baby mm. face win in a post-match beatdown, which means we need to do it yeah. all again. No, no, I think there'll be a big fun <laughs> beatdown where the machine guns turn on Lethal and go, "You cost us this." All oh, right. Then they beat him up and the crowd go, "Hooray!" And Lethal's like, "Hey, remember 06 TNA?" No, no, and they beat him up. <laughs> yeah. The match itself, though, between Harwood and Lethal, mm. it was a, it was a Takeshta of a match. Oh, a Takeshta of a match. Is that another reason now? Everything like was done perfectly. Everything made sense. Yeah. yeah. Except deliberately when Harwood jumped off the ropes. Oh, they went. He's getting mm. desperate now. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Why, why? I know Harwood put on Twitter this week that he was going to have a singles match on TV and would all find out about it or something like that. But why? What? Why was it just a singles match? I don't know. Actually, be, you know, where is Satnam? Satnam was there in, was on the entrance, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Jay told him to go away. <laughs> go away, Satnam. Yeah. You're not my best friend. <laughs> uh, I think this like just how good Hollywood is because like Lethal's just been, again, maybe too negative on him, but he's just been not 
like, oh, he's a guy. Glorified jobber at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I'd say so. And they gave him like a few wins now and then. And it's like, yay, have that hot match where he loses to Wardlow or whatever. But I'm like, whatever, Lethal, you're just a dude here. This is like the best thing he's done since joining AW. So, yeah. Fair play to him. I'm just a dude and life mm. is a nightmare. I, I'm like, sad that he lost, but I get why to set up the. I'm not yeah, sad Jay yeah. lost. No, uh, Jay didn't lose. Jay won. That's, that's I, know, I know what I meant. He got screwed. Tony Schiavone interviews an emotional Thunder Rosa, who was just said to start the podcast uh, nine hours ago, who reveals that she's injured and can't defend the title at all out. She says that there'll be a match to determine an interim champion at the pay-per-view and that she hopes Tony Storm wins. Mm. You know that person that she last wrestled? or But then she went, wrestled? but then she yeah. went, I hope you win and become the interim champion. She's oh. like, she said it in like a, you won't be the real one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, as we said earlier, a bit of a confusing promo, but we got there in the end. Interim champion. That's what's definitely happening. Multiple people have uh, said. Yes. Thunder Rosa said something different at the start of the promo, but then mm. changed her mind. Yeah, why is she best mates with Simon Miller now? I don't know. Have you seen them on Twitter? No. Like, he's been over, like, to America or wherever. <laughs> I don't really know. There's just pictures of them have been going up, and she, it's like she's showing him around town. She's like, here we are. And the thing. Oh, yeah. That's mm. nice. Uh, yeah. So, again, I took a... I guess he was wrestling of, there, but, you know. Ah, right. Took a screenshot of the stuff from the Voice of Wrestling screenshot that was posted on Reddit. More drama than AW Women's Division. Thunder Rhodes and Britt Baker is all alleged. Can't stand each other. Described as, quote, mortal enemies. Jamie Hader also hates Rosa. After she broke Jamie's nose on dynamite, Rosa hid in the bathroom in fear of getting her ass kicked. What? And then Joe Land speculating. Sorry, which one? Which one hid where? Hmm? This is a report. Thunder Rosa she hid. hid uh, Rosa hid in the bathroom in fear of getting her ass kicked by Jamie. Is what Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa's MMA train. Uh, and then Joe Lanza. Said, Thunder Rosa's a badass, legit. I don't believe that for a second. Joe Lanza is speculating that Rosa isn't injured and was just sent away to cool things off. No, I don't think... That's what's Thunder Rosa's coming done... courtesy of these speculative Thunder machines. Rosa fears no one. She's done fighting. Yes, Jamie Hader's English. She's a the, football hooligan. The, therefore a football <laughs> hooligan. She watched NXT UK and went, oh no, <laughs> they've all been fighting since they came out the womb over there. What am I going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. With a, like Everything else with AW right now, it's like, I don't know what's real. I can't just judge you by what's happening on TV and it's like, okay, this is the worst time to be this happening. <laughs> so much chaos swirling. And, and it's very swirling. Like Wesley would say, there's chaos swirling backstage. <laughs> Thunder Rosa, again, just shows everything bad with the AW Women's Division. Um, she wasn't given much time to do this, was she? Like a lot of yeah. the stuff AW Women's, not a lot of yeah. time to be doing this because, hey, God knows, got to have all these other impact and other people coming in, yeah, the, uh, the, wrestlers. The women's segment moved this week because of the two <laughs> title match, well, the title match and the trios match. It got put forward a bit. Yeah, marginally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's when I knew the main minutes. event was going to be long. Yeah. yeah. Max Caster references the pre-show talent meeting in his rap to absolutely silence. Oh, man. We are sad yep. virgins, aren't we? Because <laughs> we're clearly in the minority when reading these reports, yep. aren't we? Because I just don't think that news had got out as much. Because he has said stuff before that's related. Like, big, big deal stuff, about Vince like, McMahon retiring. But what does it matter if there's a pre-show meeting? Like, well, that makes me think. Hey, the meeting! He said to me, like, what are you supposed to do? Tony Khan shouldn't speak to them and just be telepathic with everybody. That's what you should. No, hi. Mm. He's uh... having a meeting. We know that. Like, that. and uh, Billy Gunn faces his son Colton, who beats him after a low blow. It's going to beat you all. It's going to be like that conference call. And like, <laughs> Imagine a business having meetings, eh? Crazy, isn't it? Well, we do that, and we that don't even wear me, suits. Well, and that made me think that maybe. Um, Maybe the meeting wasn't all harmonious if he feels the need to mention it as if it was controversial. I don't know. 
<laughs> it's really controversial. I was like, is it? No. But he has to clear oh, these. With we don't know because we weren't there. He has to clear these with Tony Khan now, doesn't he? Tony must yeah. be like, oh yeah, the dirty sheets are doing that. Oh yes, mm. let's fuel the fire some more. Maybe. The yeah. lies I'm feeding them to further my storyline. Triple H has got him rattled. He's got Tony rattled. That's what I've read online. He's, <laughs> no, no, he doesn't no. know what the D. That's what I'm He's like Keegan after Ferguson. That's what I'm saying. Tore him up. It really is like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're still fighting. AW We're still good... fighting for these 69 titles we've got on the show. AEW <laughs> had a good, like, oh, but now it's all. We'll see. I'll tell you what, though. Do you know what Billy Gunn's catchphrase is these days? Go on. Say when. <laughs> Say when, Billy Gunn. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh-huh. I released a T-shirt yesterday, and it just says "Say when." Say but when. With Billy Gunn sort of in it as well. Mm. So, huh? You guessed it, Frankie Kazarian. Say when, Billy Gunn. I think Max Castle got where's a bigger Frankie pop by Gunn? saying, "Hey, have you seen Billy Gunn's new T-shirt?" <laughs> where's Where's Frankie Kazarian gone? I don't know, but Is he's he surely missed. Oh, yeah. I he miss should him. be the uh, not the elite. No, he looked scrummy in his new black suit. And tie. That's it. It could just be a heel now because he's hunting the elite and they're good guys ish, I guess. Are they? Well, they're getting it's hard to tell, his band, so it's, like, yeah. it's hard to tell. I, th- I thought the match wasn't a five star classic. Oh, I hate oh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy faces his son Colton, who beats him after low blown distraction from his brother and Stokely Hathaway on the outside. Yes. The bad gate. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm kind of right, but uh, oh, no. I do beg your pardon. <laughs> The, the bad guys beat Billy down afterwards. Oh, they only man. sue if it's not true, all right? But Swerve and our glory chased them off. Yes. Later backstage, the tag champs agreed to put their titles on the line against the acclaimed. Is this all out or was it just... I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's all out. Wikipedia, I think, said so. Oh, fair yeah. It's not the tag title match I thought was going to happen. But... I didn't think no. it would make that as well, but they haven't been pushing many of the tag teams at this level. It's... FTR have been the number one contenders for about <sighs> two months and have not a title shot. It had to be one of those two teams, the acclaimed of the Ass Boys, didn't it? Yeah, they've already been feuding with uh, Hobbs and Starks, and obviously they're not together. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus have got their hands full with Christian. I guess it. Yeah, I guess maybe would it you're have right. Would more sense for it to be the Ass Boys, or are they not built up enough to have a pay per view match? To, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, they lost the dumpster match, didn't they? Oh, so. they lost. Yeah. yeah. I guess the acclaimed are popular at the minute, but like they're probably going to lose. I like, think there's win. no way they're winning. No, I know. Not at home. Oh, oh, I think they'll win. What? No. The acclaimed will beat. It'll pin swerve. No, no, they, no won't. they won't. Are you saying it now? Yeah. All right, fair enough. I'm not, think... not putting anything on the line. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bold prediction for All Out 2022. Mm. And then Keith Lee will fly away with the Eagle's Nest. It will be a big feud against God's favorite champion, Miro. Mm. Now we'll get my dream. It will come true. That's a spirit. Could visualize it. Britt Baker defeats uh, Kylan King, as you all know, is 6 1. Still. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> After the match, Britt calls out Tony Storm, who's immediately ambushed by Jamie Hayder on the ramp. They beat her down until Ikru Shida runs out to chase them off. <laughs> That's not quite how a music goes. I, I couldn't I liked remember it, though. It. Yeah. It's not just much, a yeah. preview for the four-way interim match, isn't it? Yeah, I thought yep. Baker buried Thunder Rosa oh. and clearly went into business for herself with a promo. <laughs> Saying she had a broken wrist, yet held, still held the championship. But then, you know, Thunder Rosa gets injured. Oh, I've got an uh, interim champion. Technically, Baker buried CM Punk as well in that promo as well. Mm. Clearly went into business for herself. And CM Punk's a big Britt Baker fan. He must have been sad. Not anymore. 
I love it because at the start of AEW, <laughs> it looked like it, how, how fun is it going to be instead of like being controlled by Vince and everybody else doing these crappy Brucey Sunshine Pete and scripts. Rosa. Yeah, and now everybody apparently just hates each other. <laughs> is fighting each other for real backstage. So Tony's like, how can I book a show when you're all trying to hurt each other for real? That's why he needs to delegate. Delegate more, Tony. I don't know why I keep thinking that he doesn't delegate. It seems like he doesn't. Honestly, they need a, need a camera backstage, and I'll be just release that. An he needs to get I, be some page. big hard X wrestlers in and corral them. You know what's happened? <laughs> Cody was the heater, wasn't he? Since he's I gone, have, I have seen someone. Spe- oh, I wish oh I since Cody up. left, it's all. <laughs> someone said when Cody did his stuff, it was the Cody verse. It was all this. Nah, that, that, it was that, crap at the end. Yeah, last year yeah, it was, was good, all it was over. Really the place. good bits, though. Obviously, yeah. The, the first few years of Cody, love. I would say it's some of the best AW stuff ever done. That last year, mm. it went off the rails, but the rest of the show was relatively normal and balanced and had direction and knew which it was happening in each segment. Now he's left. Someone says he was, uh, what's it called, a conduit for all <laughs> that stuff. Now he's gone. It's just everywhere. <laughs> he was Everything holding, is the Codyverse now. He was blocking, he was holding the door. Yeah. He was on the train in Spider Man 2. <laughs> and now, it's, now he's not there. Train's off the tracks. Uh, so now it's all over the place. I'll tell you what, though, Kylan <laughs> King, I thought she was impressive again. I think she's a gimmick away from being a, like a TV regular. What gimmick? I don't know. I don't know either. The twin magic thing, isn't it? What? Kylan King. Can't go on a twin, is she? Oh. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Those, she, those twins twin from six foot one. Dark Elevation. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, what yeah the, I forget what the name was. I don't want if Colin King. revealed a fast forward. If Colin King does get a gimmick though, I don't want it all be around her being relatively tall. No matter what gimmick she gets, if Jim Ross is on commentary, <laughs> it's just six foot one. Jim, have you seen That's this fire breathing tiger magician? <laughs> oh, she's tall. She's Imagine <laughs> Kylan King versus Riho. Look how big these football hooligans are. She's six foot one. Ah, against 98 pounds. But you're six foot one. <laughs> 98 pounds. Boyaka, Boyaka. Six one. Four. <laughs> Mess that up. Shut up, <laughs> Just stop talking. By God, by God, she's six foot one. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> leave it to Ross, Matthew. Don't try. Moments in the AEW title unification match. CM Punk re-injures his foot. Oh, my God. John Moxie capitalizes to very quickly become the undisputed AEW world champion. CM Punk wrestling like he fought in the UFC. Ooh, uh, boo. You remember Stephanie said that? No. If you keep on chatting for no, that CM Punk for over two minutes, it'll last as long as he did. Oh. <laughs> I'm only kidding. And the queen down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that at great length. But anything else we can comment about that? Man, um, I just I can't. I just that, that's the main thing for me. Calling out Hangman and then that happening. I find that funny. <laughs> I find it really funny. Mm. It's like, look, I can do a proper big wheelie. Me, <laughs> you fall off. <laughs> do you think he injured himself when he was doing that? Let's <laughs> uh... make snow angels. Yeah. I just feel sad. You know what? It's so crazy because we're talking about this. We have been going for so many hours. You know, there's going to be like three news stories about you backstage by the time I we know. get finished with this. Yeah. One thing I did write down was Excalibur was like, we will go to no commercial break until this match is over. This is going to go all night long, this one. So I, 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 I don't know. It's weird how it was in the middle. We've already said everything. Really. Yeah. It was weird how it was in the middle but of the show. Again, it makes sense because they did Hangman Page, Brian Danielson. They did that, now we're in an hour. Yeah. So it's like, aha, it's building you up and going, oh, and I like it when they do it. To, oh, it can't all be. Oh, they already had the big 40 minutes match announced. Mm. 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 It's just, well, they did. If not, you like, <laughs> I don't like know. Jim what, Ross, go and sing, you know. Apparently, the reports are, and I don't know how true this is, that it's going to be the same match as the main event of All Out, Punk and Moxley. But how can, how can Punk get a rematch? <laughs> I guess you could say, well, I broke my foot halfway through, but then it's a week later. 
again, if they do it and he's like in, even more injured, loses quicker, I mean, <laughs> like that one ECW pay per view where they did the main event the first match. <laughs> yeah. oh. Taz versus Candido. And then they're like, what are we going to do now? Main event's gone. Anyway. I don't know where they go from here. Um, yeah. who, who, do you reckon? If it not isn't now, him. No, 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 not now Moxley's won. Oh, I thought like if they were going to do that, he would have shown up. Yeah, well, well I thought hasn't. Punk was going to win and then Mox, and then MJF would show up. They've yeah, still got one more Dynamite, haven't they? So, Light it up like Dynamite. Do they, they, do they know that? Well, no, it's based off gonna... last night. Here's seven new matches. <laughs> Let it be known, by the way, that I nominated Moxley for Wrestler of the Half Year, so these aren't sour grapes. Oh, just sound like the same. Mm. They, you certainly do. Mm. You sound like Carrying Cross. <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair. Why is Cora Jade going at now? Hitting from the ambulance, it's carrying cross. Uh, backstage, Christian Cage says he gave Jungle Boy every chance to apologize for the hurtful things he said. So it all out, Jungle Boy found out that he isn't in Christian's league. What a great I'm looking forward to this, this match. Man has been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Christian should obviously lose horribly, but it'll be great. Yeah. It's yeah. the turtlenecks, man. The turtlenecks. Yeah. Anyone who wears a turtleneck, arsehole. I mean, Sir Alex. <laughs> Went through a phase of wearing a turtleneck. Sir Alex. Sir Alex. Yeah. Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Did it's he? just that I know that Dan refers to him apparently as Sir Alex all the time and it annoys Ross. No, Jack Atkins it annoys. Oh, sorry. It's, oh, that was you. Sorry. Why would it be me? Apparently Jack Atkins like, you always calls him Sir Alex. He deserves the respect. But you, you never you never call Sir Kenny Daglish Sir Kenny. Yeah, you never call him Sir Kenny. That's, that's, that's his, his problem. That's his thing. Mm. Shocking, man. He doesn't give a toss, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ricky Starks, oh, cuts a very passionate promo calling out Powerhouse Hobbs. He calls him a snake and says that where he's from, they cut the heads off snakes. Mm. It, it was so good, this segment. He's saying like, oh, he looked, I, like, I he looked sure. like Jordan Devon hung upside down. He was like, <laughs> JD McDonough. How dare you? How dare you? He looked, he looked like. <laughs> he sounded magnificent. Mm. And, it's a really tough spot to be in though after what just happened like before because the crowd were a bit like, yeah. Mm. What? But it was really, it was really good promo. Yeah, yeah. It was fire, a, good I, fire, good pop. Absolutely. Snap. Made sure that they, uh, they had the spotlight big enough for both of them living, but you just wanted it for yourself and all this. Yeah. So you're trying to just hop to match it all out. Mm. Nice, sensible. Yeah. I this this card is stacked. Um, Apart from the bit at the top. Yeah. The main event. Well, yeah, yeah we agree. don't know yet. But the, the Jungle Boy and Christian grudge yeah. match. This one yeah. grudge match. I'm surprised there's not like any stips. There's still time next week, isn't there, for us to be able to do that? I don't think they need one. 25 more things. Oh, the they Casino Ladder ma ladder match got announced. That's coming cool, oh. back. Is it? Yeah, I got announced oh last night. Oh my God, it's going to no, be 12 hours long. There's been no, um, no competitors for it have been announced yet, though. Why would there be? <laughs> they might have a battle roll next week where the last oh, seven all get in. Tony Khan looking to sign seven more people. Can't wait for the Joker. Who's the Joker going to be? I hope it's Leo Rush. <laughs> Every time they do it, it's Leo Rush. He's unretired. <laughs> John Moxie cuts a promo backstage criticizing everybody who wrote him off when Punk came back from injury. He says his time is now. My time is now. Oh, he's a bit alone. Becoming the John Cena of the wrestling world. Oh, man. Oh, Punk became the Cena against Kingston. Now Mox is becoming the Cena against you Punk. You just pass on the Cena. <laughs> you get the Cena and you pass oh, it on. It's like the ring, the oh, curse. Bloody hell. That's your main event. Moxley versus Cena. Imagine AEW John Cena. Oh, There's your joker, it. actually. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> yeah, John Cena has to earn his title shot. <laughs> like the, the Royal Rumble 2008. <laughs> <laughs> oh. In the main event. I, I did like how Moxley was like, oh, is that not how that was supposed to go? Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, oh. I felt like he was mocking me personally. <laughs> At this point, it was like half two or like half, yeah. yeah, like half two. I was tired. I wanted to go to bed. I'm like, you're not laughing at me, John Moxley. <laughs> I wanted you to lose. 
What's that quote from the last ever Sex Pistols gig Ooh. when they were a proper band? Oh, I can't remember. Yes. After having a really miserable looking gig and not doing anything. Do you call, feel go, like you've been cheated? Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Oh, so great. He's uh, sell out now, isn't he, Johnny? Johnny uh, anyway, moving on. In the main event, Death Triangle, yes, war lads, faced the United Empire, boo, hiss, in the Trios tournament. The big reveal after having this magnificent 20-minute match full of lucha spots and reverse Frankensteiners and dives. Oh, and yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe people even capable of doing Top such maneuvers. Jim Ross getting into it going, Aussie Open, I don't care about, but look at Osprey, <laughs> what a star. <laughs> I'm a star, yeah. this show. I'm so great. I'm Jim, Jim Ross, again, fair, fair play to Jim Ross this week. He was actually, he was actually good to hear him. <laughs> he was funny. All this stuff, Pat going, yeah, didn't, uh, didn't forget gravity. His, his, uh, promo, got me. No, his promo at the start, though, his quote was, we're not going to kill you, I, we're going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he meant. Leave him alone. <laughs> What were we going to say anyway? Uh, I was going to say, after all this, it's like, wow, great. This trio's tournament, I've completely underestimated it. This is fantastic. Uh, the crowd weren't into the United Empire. As they didn't really pop much for them when they came out, but obviously, seeing all the stuff they could do, they're like, oh, okay, fair you enough. You always remember to pay attention to the crowd reaction when someone comes out. I'm, I'm always aware. It's what I focus on. Right. What's going to get a pop, what's get a reaction, because sometimes people are like, what a great match, mate. The crowd were bored to mm. tears. I, I can call that a great match, but this was a great match. Expect, exactly what you expect from these three people going at it. The best of Davis. Benix, again, Benix and Osprey going at it. Were he? Oh, get them on all out together, singles match, half an oh, hour. Oh, I saw a yeah. bit of backlash towards that on Twitter. People going, "This oh. is wrestling's ruined. This is choreography and all that sort of stuff." Is that argument? Well, sorry, argument. did you Twitter break? It's twenty seventeen again. I know, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, great. But then uh, you know, Aussie up with Carl Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's been bulking up for years. And mm. Look at the size of him now. Whoa. I know, and yeah. he and he seems like the sort of body type because he's very tall and lanky the way it would be hard to put on muscle so he's probably worked really hard he was going in the ring and eating <laughs> sausages and seems stuff. like you know, I'm just guessing yeah. but he looks like yeah and how do they end this match this is the match with the stunning reveal <laughs> that the man in the box for over a year is Kip Sabian we knew it was Kip Sabian which we all knew and didn't care about this is when they decide well, Kip Sabian's going to come back it makes sense back. though because mm. Pac's been calling him out a bit when <laughs> <laughs> Kind of. He's Kip kind of, Sabian wasn't being... a big deal when he was full-time. Oh, and this is the time in this main on. event. It's Kip. I mean, look, right. I'm no disrespect He's to him. He's got but... white hair now. That's different. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice suit. <laughs> guy liner. Guy liner. Oh, there you go. He's like a little undertaker. <laughs> he, he kidnapped a boy and made him... Someone, what? Someone on Twitter said it was me. Oh. And put him under the box. <laughs> he beat him up as well. He, did, he, he had, had a black a eye. Wonderful, really realistic black eye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very 2.0 black guy. Yeah. 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 It, it was a, a completely out of place thing. No, but if, if Kip becomes a thing, like up in the upper echelons of the card, which is going to be hard because there's 7 million wrestlers. Yeah, because I don't see that happening. If, if, he, if he does become that, then it's fine. If he doesn't, and he goes back to where he was, then there's an issue. <laughs> it did have a nice, a nice net breaker. There was not much of a pop for him. Again, oh. Colin, like I seen it, and it was really sad seeing a Brit. Cost a fellow Brit this match. It was sad seeing a Brit cost a fellow Brit. He held against, against he, a Brit. He held, held against a oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's a, a Nor- Japanese Brit now. A northerner. Do you yeah, say he's, yeah, a Jap- he's Japanese Brit? He's a Japanese yeah. Brit. Yeah. <laughs> Pack can go to Dragon Gate. That's okay. <laughs> Osprey goes to New Japan. That's it. He's done. Okay. Um, which also was a way of getting out of any wrestler properly losing because I think Pack is still affiliated with Dragon Gate, right? I don't know actually. Because I thought they really don't like that people losing. For other companies, he's not been doing stuff for them for a while. I think that was at the start when there was visa yeah. issues and all that. But he was—he's not the champion of Dragon oh, Gate anymore. But, but you know, 
Well, was, I'm, glad he, I'm glad he's still getting, I, that get was when he's I was, better than Osprey. That was when I was doing wrestlers of the week and Pac's Dragon Gate title run was amazing when I was watching some of those matches. He's all right, isn't he? He's pretty good. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. So uh, really liked it. It's a very interesting. But yeah, like watching Joshua fight on Saturday. I'm like, come on, Pac, you got this. You got this. And he didn't. And then, of course, Kenny Omega and the books arrive for a heated stare down because they're building that feud on the them having a go at each other on Twitter or something. Yeah. And then Omega, as you said, try to be, hey, we're the good guys. We're so great. Who cares about Osprey crowd? We do. Yeah, we had a really good match just now in front of us. They don't know any of your matches. <laughs> like, oh. okay. I get his point. He's saying that Osprey has five, like 25 sub matches a year, but do you remember any of them? Whereas Omega, and I think it's a fair point, has had these epic feuds with Okada and stuff that everyone will remember forever and that. But he shouldn't have expressed it like a dick. <laughs> it was a bit weird. <laughs> Love it. Okay. AEW, just one big cryptic crossword puzzle. Oh, it man. is a cryptic crossword puzzle. I don't puzzle. know. My, I don't know. I was thinking about the culties the other day. I was like, <laughs> where do oh, I... Oh, yeah, you know what? We look like the smartest men in the room now, don't I, we? I was like, at the end of the not, year, not, who do I... I hope a third promotion comes along and just... Because WWE had a crap first half. AEW are going to have a crap second half by the looks of it. Who wins that? Mate, if, if, it keeps, if Triple H keeps it up, Raw's winning. What? Well, not NXT. But... <laughs> or? Yeah. Oh, the amount of people who've taken that really seriously. Have they? There was a comment on our podcast yesterday. It was like, I can't take it seriously because you put NXT to put us the promotion of the half year. Well, we're trying well, to sit there and have a nice discussion. Can you just start? Uh, what was the last time you had watched NXT 2.0? I don't know. Just have... keep on getting all the watch. The, the viewing figures go up the more we talk about. You it. can't have fun anymore on YouTube. Why? Everything's got to be so serious and it's so sad. Mate. Just, I know the world's crap at the minute, but just have a bit of fun. <laughs> oh. And you have to if the shows are like this at EW. So, hit oh. the thing, Dan, by the way. I'm not going to forget this week. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh, oh baby. My move of the week this oh. week is the pounce into the ropes done by Keith Lee to Mark Quinn. He made him bounce off the ropes violently. Nice, nice. That was my move of the week. I didn't forget. But I just want people to have fun while watching YouTube. That's what Cult Alex about. We put smiles on people's faces. We love fun. It'll never work. <laughs> the old Vince McMahon thing from. <laughs> We're making movies here. <laughs> it looks like the water's trying to choke him as it goes down. I'm, I'm, lucky, so I'm lucky there's not a lot in there anymore. Oh. Kool-Aid. <laughs> ah, nice. That is the go-home line. Thank uh, you, Jack. That was a long week of wrestling. Look at the vitamin C, though. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> Huge news, Matthew, before you start. Bronson Reed in discussions to return to WWE. As oh. broken by Louis Dangour, I think. Okay. Oh, friend of the podcast. Uh, Sean Rossap has more details on the Eddie Kingston situation, which was not a brawl, he's noted, with Sammy Guevara. Well, of course, he's in brawl. Uh, uh, I've got one from Russell Purist, the quote from Eddie Kingston, is via PW Insider. You know the truth? I wouldn't lie. I was wrong for being a professional. That is the blind fact. He, Sammy, did what he did, and the public can judge that, but I know for a fact I was wrong. Hmm. Fair, says Eddie Kingston. Another one from Sean Ross Tony Storm was set to win the AEW Women's Championship. We'll have more on the changes to whatever Fightful Select. What do you think she's going to win at All Out then? If that's anything to go by, yeah. So the, with the winner of that match gets not only the title, but also Thunder Rose's smile. <laughs> I thought the winner was going to be, the more interesting winner would have been Jamie Hayter. Yeah. To see how Britt would deal with this. I hope she wins. But anyway. 
There we go. The mailbag. We're caught with the news. Kind of. For now. Uh, <laughs> oof. The mailbag. Number one. Greetings and good pudding enjoyment noises. <laughs> to you gorgeous oh, gents. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have a silly bollocks preamble as my question is ludicrous enough. It's fine. We all know that Mafu Greg, that's me, is undeniably a man of style. <laughs> Over the years, we've seen Mafu rock many looks from the humble man in pop culture shirt to casual weeb, <laughs> eccentric but much beloved high school teacher, favorite uncle in a loud party shirt, and my personal favorite, not a goth, but definitely pulls them. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's going on my Twitter profile. Oh, Thank you. As such, my question is for Ross Jack and indeed anyone else to call like office who cares. What you, is can, your... you can answer this as well, oh, by yeah, the way. What is your favorite iconic Mafu look? <laughs> Do you have a favorite article of clothing? Mm. Has the man himself gone red for running this out? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's allowed yet. Curious minds must know. Sending all my love now and forever. Hannah from Australia. Thank so, you, Hannah. Thank you very much, Hannah, which is Hannah That's a great question. That is. Oh, a question about me. I've got an answer straight away. Come on, Paul. And it comes from Las Vegas. And it's, ah, I don't know if you yeah, made yeah. you made it yourself, did you? The T-shirt yeah. with the uh, Simon Gotch berries Enzo Amore. Mm. Oh, very YouTube good. YouTube thumbnail on there. But also to add to that, the accoutrement is excuse me is when Sean Waltman et al. Ron Funches etc. Yeah. Uh, got you zorbed off your box. That's what happened. And you were lost in time and space. That's so right. That added to the the look. It's a stoned Matthew with his iconic. Imagine being on. friends with Xpath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't believe it. I'm if you like dress it. like me, you could mm -hmm. be. I'm like it. I think that suits you, that one. Mm. The, Do you think? Yeah. Uh, it's too big. No, that's the style that's now. That's the style, that's Matthew. That's the kids wear big t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Little length to be mm. purple sleeve. I'm the other one. I've got no one of those H&M t-shirts. That's right, on. yeah. Oversized. It's the fashion with the kids. Oh. You ever seen my Venom t-shirt? It's way too big for me. It's down to like my knees. No one cares. When I'm walking oh. down Northumberland Street, none of the frat boys go, you're wearing a dress. I don't do that. <laughs> They go, nice Venom shirt. What do you think about Venom? And I go, I saw it in H&M. He's a naughty boy. Uh, no, he's got a heart of gold, I think. They, like, you should be like, you should be like, Wood, uh, at Woodstock, go, Venom rocks, baby! <laughs> but, yeah. remember when he, when he was Brock and then he turned into Venom. That's right. He's no Craven the Hunter. Yeah. I had that VHS, the animated Spider-Man, when Brock yeah. turns into Venom and then fights Peter Parker. That's right. Peter Parker. Parker. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> What's your favorite iconic Matthew look? What's your good? What's my favorite? If you're of me? right, Matthew's on the on the pull. He's going to a club oh, oh, with the goths. Okay. He's not yep. a goth, but he pulls them. Mm -hmm. You're gonna pull a goth. What clothes are you whapping out to oh, impress them? Oh, my loudest clothes because mm -hmm. they show dominance. <laughs> pappy, Arush, I'll be a pappy. Got, if you don't know what you're doing, just pretend to know what you're doing. It turns out there's not much difference between pretending confident and actual confidence. No, so, oh, I hate confident people. I don't know what confidence is. <sighs> just pretend. Okay. <laughs> So it's, it's so funny when people are like, oh, Matthew seems arrogant and cocky. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm really faking say, it. I would, I'm never really, say, oh, I would never say you come across arrogant at all. See, oh, oh, Jack, I love you so much. Well, no, I just, <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to reality. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you for that lovely question, Hannah. I, I haven't got an answer, I don't think. It's fine. I like them all. Oh. He's wanting a free drink when next go to <laughs> golf pulling. <laughs> when we me and Matthew going a golf pulling yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> Got the monster energy drinks. Hey, hey boy. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Hello there, wrestling boys. I do indeed like a lot of wrestling on my YouTube. Hey, and I will join your cult. 
Hopefully one day you'll have your own island wow. like Jared Leto with oh. less creepiness and more curly whirlies. Mm, curly What's that story there? Jared Leto, right? Yeah, Jared Leto's got cool. Basically, his fans, his closest circle of fans, he took them onto an island and it was like they were all wearing white and he was the only one wearing black or something. It was freaky. It was weird. It was also when COVID broke. So he was like, oh, none of us knew about this. We were on my island together. <laughs> it was oh so bad. God. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. He went, well, hey, guys, what's... Back the island. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so weird. Anyway, so the news that superstars can now stream again on Twitch. What stars of yesteryear would you love to see take up streaming? And what would you like to see them play? Oh. Can be anyone from any era. I'll throw a couple out there to get you started. I'd love to see Bret Hart play anything and just be typically unimpressed through <laughs> that. I, I, also, Scott Steiner playing the entire Kingdom Hearts series is a must, of course. Uh, you guys are amazing. You gained Goofy. the Patreon support. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's Tom from the north of England. The north that sounds the, a bit like someone else. The north of the east of England. That's right, the north of the east Where of England. Where Norwich is and that. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Partridge. East Anglia. We're just scared to say it in our accents in case YouTube thinks we swore. That's right. Mm. It's a horrible world, this. Mm. Yes, it is. Justin Roberts avoided it by pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> by saying it wrong deliberately. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. What a smart person he is. Uh, which superstar would actually streaming a certain thing? Ahmed Johnson. Cuphead. <laughs> I had a go at that. And I you felt tried like, to play Cuphead? I felt like Ahmed Johnson. Isn't did it? You it was the hard? rage inside. Mm. How far did you get? I didn't. This was tw this is when it was a thing, like 2017. All right. I remember the one where... The, the perspective, I don't even know what was going on. The perspective was like over here and you were like going over there. And there was like, there was like a dusty, sandy atmosphere. And you had to, I don't remember, Matthew. I, I played it and I gave up straight away. <laughs> I love the, I love the effort you put into that though. That's a really appreciate it. Because that is a very, that's a, like one of those games for gamers because it's a very tough, deliberately hard game. Right. I've got, no. For nicotine, that's the word. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. That's half the appeal. No, but I... if you're not into that, whoa. <laughs> Prefer FIFA, long balls. Lovely. Yeah, there you go. I'd like to see Kevin Nash play any dating simulator. <laughs> see what he's like. Just getting a high score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Him and Sean, this is from years ago, they do like a, a simulated. Sean's like, oh, so how weird. would I coerce these two ladies into a little Coerce? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the wrong way. Oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> how do I pull these two goths at the bar? No. Uh, and then Kevin's like, you do this with the wine and you. Mm. You dress like Mafu, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a weird. I could see why Sean Ross was trying to get his money's worth with Nash, but because he did like a wine drinking thing. It went on for ages. And then he's like, okay, how would you pull these two women? Yeah. And they're sat there like. <laughs> oh, it's actual real women there. Yeah, yeah real women. They're oh, in a fake bar. It was so no. weird. They're in a fake bar and he's just sat there going, so Kevin, tell me what you would do to get these two mm. ladies in the bed. Look, fair play for well, them. probably for trying out being box, seven but... foot and your nickname is Big Sexy. Yeah. That's just, you can't, you can't teach that, essentially. Mm. Out, Kurt Angle playing uh Maybe an old school fighting game, I guess. And he's like, I could do that. <laughs> None of this that. is real. Yeah. Martial law does a backflip and kicks yeah. him in the chin. He's like, no. Like a super mega ultra move with the <laughs> flat screen flash. And he's like, I'd have kicked out two with that. <laughs> I've got a counter for any counter. Have you heard Roddy Strong tell this story? Oh, God. On, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chuck Taylor and Trent Bretter's thing. And talks about when he was a jobber on SmackDown and he wrestled Kurt Angle. They were like, oh, you wrestled Kurt Angle. And he said, yeah, I go backstage. He's just doing press moves. And I'm like, Hey, Kurt, how's it going? He says, don't try anything out there. I've got a counter for any counter you might have. Oh! Yeah, yeah. oh. That must be nice being someone like Kurt Angle back then, just knowing that you know no one can do anything to well, you. Well, Daniel Puder. Oh, <laughs> all right, fine. He counted him. 
Mm. He kind, kind of. Taz was <laughs> like, oh, I'm sticking out here. Yeah. I remember Taz was the only one on commentary who like called it for what it was. He was like, oh, he's got him in an actual, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, oh no. Kajini <laughs> Hame. El Dwapo Guapo. I'd like to see Taz, I'd like to see Hook try and teach Taz. No, Hook doesn't play computer games either. I'd like to see them both try and play a really complex RPG. <laughs> you should write what getting annoyed with it. I think it'd be good. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, they just spend all that time on the, the character creation screen. They make the person for like Dark Souls or whatever and goes, all right, ready to play? And goes, no, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> I'm Matthew Ross and Jack, or if someone else is at local med- medical facility, hello to them. <laughs> no, no, no. We can say hospital now in WWE. This is great. Mm. How special do AEW wrestlers feel, uh-oh, to you as opposed to WWE? With AEW wrestlers being able to work everywhere, they don't feel as special or big to me as WWE wrestlers do almost Ooh. like indie talent given a platform rather than people at the very top. Almost like being able to go and watch a small local tennis competition and watching Nadal one week and then Djokovic. 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 Oh, pick your pun. Uh, Phil from Melbourne, Australia. Wow, two Australians. Thank you very much, Phil. That's an interesting question, though. That's, I mean, I have seen many people go, ah, oh, that's why they don't like AW because they're not perceived as mega superstars apart from the people who used to be in WWE. Uh, and I think that's a fair comment. It's not mm. one that bothers me in the slightest because I like indie wrestling, as I've said before. But if you don't like indie wrestling, I didn't even consider it. But what about you? Because you weren't watching that much indie wrestling. Might be better to answer this than me. No, because by and large, when you see like a, a name from AEW go to one of these shows, it's always sort of a match that people want to see. So I'm always quite intrigued. Like the one that sticks out to me is Moxley when he would go to GCW fairly recently and have these matches like Nick Gage and people yeah. like that. And it's like, oh, I quite like to watch that. So it's a match that maybe wouldn't happen on AEW, certainly not in WWE, so it's happening elsewhere, so that's fine, I'm going to watch it. And it's not as if when they go to these little, sh- like, smaller shows, mm. you see everything, do you? Like, you might see the poster, but you don't actually see what's happening, so mm. I don't. it doesn't bother me at all, really. I find it okay. weird when you see, like, Lee Moriarty had a 60-minute match, and I'm like, oh, he's barely featured on this, and I want to know more. But I don't know, I've never really thought about it, though, isn't it? It's a, if it's it keeps them happy question. as well, like, creatively, uh, they'll be able to do stuff at these other shows that they can't do on TV. No one's yeah. happy they're creative. <laughs> 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 well, imagine if they couldn't rest on these other shows, mm. they'd be hat worth all sorts of happening here. And it is funny, because, it, yeah, it does. It benefits the indie companies. I wouldn't necessarily think it affects A-Dub, because the people who follow these indie shows love them. I don't think there's mm. all the people that watch AW follow those indie companies because yeah. for one thing, there's a lot of them. It's not, ju- not just GC Dub. It's also one that Black I always Label see and is mentioned. That's one of them. And the other one I always see that's, I think, quite big, but I've never, I don't know anything about it, is AIW. Absolutely. It's in like Chicago or somewhere. Intense wrestling. Right. It's uh, Ohio. 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 Hmm. What's it, the other ones in the, the one that Cody always used to go to? Northeast. Oh, oh yeah, he had, he had that cage match. Was it a cage match with Angle? Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I couldn't tell you who it was. Yeah, it's not literally Northeast Wrestling. I think it might it? be. You know. Oh yeah. There you go. Oh. NCL. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's an interesting way of putting that, Phil. Because yeah, to, to me, it's like, oh, it's that dude. But I guess if you don't care about your wrestling, yeah. But I think it's like huh. when you look at the Dury's roster. Yes, there's certain people who feel like bigger. No, I don't want to say larger than life, but you know what I mean? Like bigger yeah. stars than AEWs do. But I only think Reigns is the one who sticks out in the like the old-fashioned way. Mm. Like mm. the proper like mega star from my back in the day. I only find that with Roman Reigns compared to everyone else yeah. in both companies. And Lesnar, but I guess you're not counting Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd say right now that's changing because Triple H come in. Prize fighter Kevin. 
Drew. Maybe they could get the Noculacross. Cross. Drew's yeah. nearly there. Drew's on his way. I'd say the Miz. Yeah. I'd yeah. put him superstar. Yeah, that's level. A good who, who's he's a, dead now. Who's but... who's the bigger the biggest one in AEW? Who's the one that's as in including Punk and Brian and all them? Yeah. Oh Punk. Oh, maybe or, homegrown. Or Moxley. I'd say the way he's treated Kenny Omega probably yeah, is the reaction. Uh, in terms of homegrown ones, or maybe not, MGF. Yeah, not XWE. MGF, yeah. Hangman. Hangman. Oh, you know what? I, I agree with MGF, actually. I put MGF above. He Hangman. feels like a WWE superstar. Mm. Maybe he'll go. Yeah. yeah, that's funny, actually. He's considered this big star because he acts like a WWE superstar. It's a good point. It's one mm. thing you'd definitely say that we have done very well over the years is protecting their superstars. There's a bit. Now people expect that from. They were that, doing that like. They have to not cut from that mold. I saw like a similar video to. Uh, ride along the WWE do but it was the AEW one and it was when MJF's in the back of the car and it's like Ruby Soho and someone else and they're all singing DMX is that LG City? maybe they're all singing DMX anyway uh, Rough Riders Anthem I think and MJF slowly joins in and I was like I'm disappointed in you <laughs> I wish that you didn't break character that one time <laughs> yeah but no um, it's a, I, I like that question a, sorry that I didn't have a definitive no, no I like that mm. well done Phil from mm. Melbourne. Look at the big brain on Phil. Yeah. What's that from? Look at the big brain. Pulp on... Fiction. Uh, Look at the big yeah. brain on Brad. I've seen that one. Oh, good. Yes. I'd hope so. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Bits. I prefer yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Do you? Yeah. They're both very good. Yeah. I know people pref usually prefer one or the other. <sighs> I don't forgot time. <laughs> <It's not> time. <laughs> Sorry. Time. You know, it was enough for this bloody show. Thank you very much for the questions and thoughts this week. Uh, if you want to send us anything, you can, of course, at mailbag alcoholic.com. Wrist piss. Right. Wrist pisses. I've been like a contestant on the weakest link. Bank. Bank. <laughs> bank. I've got about six in reserve. So hold off for a few weeks and then come back with your wrist pisses. How do you feel when they're getting up there and then someone says bank? And you think, oh, you could have got even higher. It depends who's after you in the thing. I think you make everything sexual, though. You know what I was going to say? Just make it sexual straight away. Like, oh. it rhymes with bank. Oh, it's just like it's getting towards it's like, the. Yeah, end of it. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I thought you was talking about the show. <laughs> Sorry. What? Because Anne Robertson was like some sort of sex symbol back in the day. Oh, she was the Rhea Ripley of her day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you're a bit stupid, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, gang. Hope you're enjoying your week and your jobs. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's good yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. On the topic of jobs, back in the day, there was a load of wrestlers whose gimmick was they basically had a job. For example, IRS, mm. who was an employee of the IRS. Frank the Clown, who was a clown. Big Boss Man, who was a police officer. The Mountie, who was a Mountie. The, all right, all right, all right, all right. If you look at the current WWE or AEW roster, who would you give the following gimmicks to oh. if you had to give them to someone? Was that WWE and AEW? Yes. Okay. So I thought first, Jack Ross, me. Theme park ride technician. John Moxley. That was my oh, fastest thought first. Yeah. I'd imagine him on the Walters. Yeah. Sit down. Oh, Lesnar. Likes heavy machinery, didn't he? Just like, just imagine, like, bad kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I was going to say Mance Warner. Mance Warner? <laughs> Do you count? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an AW superstar. That's right. Okay. Fire breather. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Katana Chance. I can see her doing that. Alba. Upside down. Off the thing. Alba Fire. Oh, oh, there it is. Up the 2.0. She had a little video, actually, that I didn't mention on this week's NXT. It just said that no one's going to douse her fire or quell right. her fire yeah. or something. Yeah. And she sounded way more convincing than Blair. Mm. Uh, oh. Mm. I, I, I think she's a good problem. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, 
Brian, American Dragon. Oh. Zookeeper. Uh, zookeeper. I think Otis is kind to animals. Were you going to say Otis? Uh, <laughs> I think Chuck Taylor, in the similar vein yes. to Howard from uh, Mighty Boosh. Him and, him and Trent are the Howard and... Yeah. 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 Orange Cassidy's Naboo. <laughs> oh, yes. It all worked. Uh, I'll see Kevin Owens, famous zoo aficionado. Panda enthusiast. That's right. He loves the pandas. That used to be a big running joke against me back at World Culture and in the Cultaholic as well. Whenever I was off or missed a reactions video or whatever, people say, where's Jack? And they'd always go, he's at the zoo. I never got oh, that one. I, I never know. got it. Yeah. I think I'm a child. Did you ever go to a zoo? Have I ever been to the zoo? Yeah. <laughs> or when it was one of these absences? Oh, yeah. No, last time I went to a zoo was in Edinburgh in like 2013 or so. Not for ages. I love a zoo. I've been to one for a long time. Let's all go. I want to go to one now after talk, all the saying zoo repeating. Should we yeah, go, go to the zoo? zoo. Yeah. Come oh, on, Dad. What's the best zoo close to here? Is it Edinburgh? Edinburgh was good, but the pandas didn't come out. Oh, Flamingo? What? Flamingo land. Land, even? You can go on the rides as well? got one. Oh, scared of the rides. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't like roller coasters. Oh, you didn't go to the Hoppins when they were on? Oh, I've Hoppins. never been to Hoppins. Oh, I have you it. never? No, I oh, I mean, because I've been stuck inside all. I think I told this part of the podcast, but like, I was like, ah, oh, COVID, COVID, nothing, nothing, nothing. So I'm, like, I'm going all the scary rides that I wouldn't dare go on a few <laughs> years ago. It was intense. What a new lease of life. Yeah. Wow. I but, just from that story when I was a, in year four. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of my class get flung from the. That one. Yeah. Spinny one. Anyway, uh, oh. to- Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper. <laughs> what? <laughs> As in the actual Hugo Lloris, who's most like Hugo Lloris? Yeah. Or just Tottenham. Who can I see as a Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper? Duke Hudson. Mm, side Actually, no, he's more of a centre-back. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought of Hugo Lloris there, and I thought of J.D. McDonough. We've got similar heads. That's big, good. Big, big square heads. To fill the goal. Even though, Joe, well, yeah, he's, just, he's like a power pod, isn't he? Football yeah. crazy. Chocolate mad. mad. Grab, grab a power pod. <laughs> football with oh, the lads. J.D. McDonough. <laughs> he can't, he is good at football. Is he? Yeah, there was a like a thing happened at Progress or something once where like a beach ball was above the ring and he overhead kicked it. Oh, it was very yeah. impressive. Yeah. Good form. Mm-hmm. Don Mercial. The belly kick. You know what? I'm I can say I'm better at football than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Just have wrestlers who play football. Do you remember that little footage that came out of Lesnar and Cesaro having a kick about? No. Orton was involved as well. Saudi Arabia, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, when they were waiting for the show, just in the yeah. car park in Saudi Arabia, just having a kick about. Lesnar didn't have a good touch. He's got a touch oh. like Titus Bramble he has. <clears throat> Don't ask Is he a good goalkeeper? Is he? Larice, yeah, he's, he's oh, not yeah. big. He's World actually, Cup, quite, he's actually him, quite slender. A slender. All right. It's like Junior. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that right. really works. Limmy. Limby, I meant. Not, oh, not he's a Scottish comedian. Right. <laughs> Mobile phone repairman. Um, John Laurinaitis. Oh. <laughs> That's probably what he is doing now, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, mobile phone repairman. I never need. I never need to go to one. No. Just buy a new phone. Just put up with it until the contract runs out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Big cracks oh, in the screen. And that, that, that is um, me. Yeah. Yeah. Gold dust. Why is that? GTV. Basically, he's got some sort of technician's brain in there somehow. Oh my god! I thought of someone. He'd figure it out. I've already said John Laurinaitis. Though. Go on. Can you tell me who? Axiom. Oh, John, because you go with numbers. Yeah. Where's he been? I don't know. Actually, avoiding lawsuits. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Not, not really, no, sorry. <laughs> he looked similar to Razor Wing, the luchador. Oh, right, yeah, yeah I see. Oh, yeah, oh, God, I. Desert Island Graph. 
McDonald's drive-thru assistant. Oh, I've already said Moxley. That was Moxley in my head straight away. Is this window one or window two? Yeah. Because one's cash, the other one's food. Oh. Yeah. Do you don't want Otis at number yeah, two, yeah, do you? Yeah. You don't tend to be arsey at number two. Why? <laughs> You make you dribble a basketball out the window yeah. to get your food. He's just hanging just, a bit too hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's reaching out the car window. He's like, like £10. Ooh, I'm rich. I would like, I'd like, I'd like Bubba Ray Dudley at window one and Devon Dudley at window two. So you're terrified oh. at first by Bubba Ray, but then I think Devon's got a soft side and he's like, there's your food. Yeah, it's like, a nice thing. one. Yeah. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at win window one. Sorry, no, window two. Because he's We're never really gonna, taking the logistics very seriously. He's never going to mess with the food, is he? He's mm. just going to give you it straight away. You're not going to going to get. You know what you're going to get with Ricky the Dragon. Yeah, you do, you do. He's he's going to give you the food, no problem. Window one. You want someone reassuring? Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon and Ricky the Dragon. <laughs> oh, I probably have William Regal because he's such a good listener and a student of the game. Mm -hmm. He tells us on his podcast. Oh, when you tell him your order, one, yeah, right. so he listens to it, repeats it back. And Dave Taylor, who I could probably trust to give me a bag, nothing else. <laughs> As the greeter. Ah, uh, Finley. Where's Green? Uh, <laughs> my name is Finley. Hi, Finley. Leave me alone. <laughs> NXT 2.0 superstar, Wesley. Why's that? He has the cavorka of a greeter of any place. <laughs> he does, yeah. Hey, guys, you want to sign for this newsletter? <laughs> <laughs> Similarly... Uh, I'll pick Von Wagner because he is green. Oh. <laughs> Crash test dubby. Mm. Dolph Ziggler. Mm. Really good at bumping. Mm. It would look great. Darby Allen does it for a living anyway. Yeah, right. I was going to say. <laughs> if not him, then Mr. Jeff Hardy. Mm. Yeah. Commercial airline pilot. Um. Oh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Oh, oh, oh. Imagine sitting down for your flight and then Wade Barrett's voice comes over the speakers. That's what I want. I'm afraid I've got some bad <laughs> not, news. Not that aspect of it. <laughs> the left phalange has fallen off. No, just like the... <laughs> just like the, you know, the the whole, like, we're about to land in Dennis. You know, that sort we of thing. We are cruising at 35,000 yeah. feet and I've just joined the Mile High Club <laughs> for the 35,000th time. Um... If anyone gets a bit drunk and Larry, he just runs down the aisle with bull hammer. Boom! <laughs> Hang on, autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Heath Slater as the co-pilot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Pilot. Um... Brian Kendrick or Paul London? <laughs> oh, no. That's a terrible idea. I can idea. think of one over the other right now. <laughs> oh, God. Just Paul London. Just Paul London, yeah. yeah. He's always high. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I wonder where you're going with that. Uh, Brian, forget all the news, me. Well, you want... <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, you do want somebody with confidence on the mic. So I wouldn't have Wade Barrett. I'd have Don West. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you guys ready for an amazing flight? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> We're going to take off now with a miracle of flight. Human engineering. Separates us from the animals. <laughs> 
thing. You know, the plane was first discovered in 1904. Just imagine like the co-pilot coming and the cabin crew will be down with the refreshments. <laughs> Get your refreshments! <laughs> but don't forget, food and drink will be served. And also, $10 gets you a TNA mystery bag with three shirts on. Just let us know your size and we'll sort you out. Uh, I love Don Man. Oh, I miss him. Yeah. Person who stands outside shops trying to get your son to the AA, have a credit card you don't want, etc. <laughs> you mean AA is in the automobile one? Yeah. Yes. Yes, not the Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, I assume they don't go thing. around, hey, you should no, join us. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> um, oh, then, oh, it's a lazy answer, but the mechanics, Dax and Dawson, or Dash and Dawson. Hmm. Mechanics. Mm. Whale and Mercy. He could convince you to join and sign up, couldn't he? He's too good for that. The people I speak to are rubbish. Yeah. Mm. He would convince you, though. He's rubbish he? on the mic. Um... But no, you want someone to convince you to sign up for this thing, don't you? Uh, any of the trust busters. <laughs> Go on. Look at, look at us. Relatable. Slim J. Slim J. Hope you enjoy my question. Oh, that was it. Hope you enjoy my question. Have a great day. Third time writer and first time Reeser. Ooh. Former Leicester City winger and current coach if Nashville of Nashville SC, Steve Guppy. Thank you. A.K. Richard from Birmingham. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Richard. Congratulations for, for Leon Edwards winning the yes, UFC Wildaway Championship. Yeah. Isn't it? Hey. Uh, and that is the recent piece for the week. Mm, that was a good one. As I said, we've still got lots, so I'm not going to give you the email address to send any in. Oh, good job. <laughs> How yeah. would you like that? Fair, fair play. Next segment. It's Cultaholics. The Question. Ah, what a lovely... Very long podcast. Uh, I'm scared about the one in two weeks' time. Ross has reminded me of it. Smackdown, yeah. Rampage, yeah. Clash at the Castle, yeah. Worlds Collide, yeah. All Out, yeah. Raw, yeah. 2.0, Dynamite. Yeah. Boom. What, Worlds Collide is the same week as All Worlds Out. Worlds Collide's the same day of same All Out. Same day as All Out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. It's basically the programming, right? All Out pre show, isn't it? Mm. Basically. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, nice of them to do that. Yeah, cheers, Bill. Producers. There's Reno two two zero 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 zero. Noah Anderson, Anderson, <laughs> Nick Robbie, Robbie, and Buddy. Buddy, thank you, Buddy. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for being executive producers. Appreciate you doing that on the Patreon every week. But now, the big question: mm. Is CM Punk good for AEW? Now, if you'd asked me this a week ago, <laughs> I'd have been like, "Yeah, probably." Now I'm a bit conflicted. CM Punk. As your amazing video, I tried to put the whole Thank thing you. this week, has pointed out, CM Punk is a talented, confident person who can get the absolute best out of whatever he's going for, give him control. However, in a world like wrestling, where there's lots of those similar type of people, all want to be alpha males putting heads, you can see how that would mix the cat amongst the pigeons, mm. or whatever they say. Um, with other people going, no, I'm confident and creative. I want to do this and so on and so forth. So that kind of worked with a place like WWE where there's a lot of hierarchy and you go to this person, you know, it's like like a game. You have to beat Brucey P, then go beat <laughs> John Laronitis, and maybe Jim Ross, depending on what year it is and all the other stuff. With AEW, I don't know how it works. And apparently neither do AEW right now. Mm. And, and WWE's system... Has also got downsides. It leads to frustration and people feeling neglected and stuff. But we've also seen that in AEW because I think people just forget about other wrestlers and stuff because the roster's too big. But for Punk, we talked a lot on the video me, Ross, and Tom did. What was the video called again? Like the year in review. Yeah, we had one in review. That was it. And uh, we talked a lot about 
um, like Punk coming in early on and saying, I'm here for the good of the promotion. He said it in his first promo, basically. He said, Britt Baker's great. Oh, I'm calling out you, Darby Allen. And even though he hasn't lost a lot, because you can't beat CM Punk that often, we agree generally, I think, that people looked better for, like Powerhouse Hobbs looked better for losing to Punk and, and stuff like that. But now I'm like, this has caused a bit of confusion at the top of the card, so I don't know now. Yeah. And what else? People were quick to, as I've seen, just looking at reactions online, the point out, oh, I thought CM Punk was here for the good, but oh, oh okay. Well, so now the, he's on top, so he's changed. The, there was a Fightful report this week, I think, said saying that, I think it was Fightful, sorry if it wasn't, but saying that Punk was the one who had to be convinced to do this match. And in hindsight, I'm like, well, yeah, oh. God, that makes sense because he looks weak. But maybe the fact that he agreed to it and has actually done it now as we sit here, is that, mean, is that another point in his favor, actually? If he stays around, yeah. Oh, man. He can't go out like he that. He can't leave us again. You can't do it to me again, Phil. <laughs> Shows up for Global Force Wrestling. Oh, Jarrett beats Punk <laughs> for the Jarrett title. Oh, man. I think he has been good, mm. by and large. Mm. I think you look at certain metrics that have gone up. I know that TV ratings haven't, like necessarily. They're still sort of hovering around the million, aren't they? Uh, so that hasn't changed too much. But Tony's towered a couple of times. Pay-per-view buys has been records when Punk's been on the card. Yeah. Uh, merchandise sales and all that sort of stuff. The barometers you look at, like, to how successful wrestlers are and marketability and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it has been a good thing. I, I think he's all... I know it's, it's perspective, isn't it? Because, like, Jack mentioned that we talked yesterday about people looking better coming out after a match after, like, having wrestled CM Punk. Or you could look at it as, oh, Punk's beat another young whippersnapper who mm. could be something if they beat CM Punk and add that to their name. Mm. It's perspective, isn't it? But I think by just going off the first year and having to sort of take yourself out of the last two weeks or last week and see where it goes before making a judgment, I think he has been good. Mm. You look mm. at the MJF feud. That was amazing. It's up there. Oh, with, I was going to say. Yeah, it's up there with the best of AEW's ever done. Yeah. Um, so obviously it, we'll have to see what comes as a result of the past week. Before, yeah. What if he? What if that match somehow does take place? I don't. When these reports are saying the match is going to happen at All Out, still the rematch, Moxley and Punk. Mm. I'm like, how? Because he was selling his leg a lot. Like, well, how do they get around? I don't know. Mm. But if it does happen, it's in Chicago, isn't it? So mm. likely, Punk will then win, get his win back. I guess. I don't think that's a good idea. That if that like did three happen, three-way with <sighs> Hangman, Moxley, and Punk going. Hangman going. Hi. Well, do you want to say what you said the other week about know. us? <laughs> Oh, huh? well, yeah, Hangman wasn't there again last mm. night, was he? No. Mm. Oh. You could also say... This should be in there to shut up the You know when you're writing like an English essay at school and then you, you don't know what to do for the next paragraph, so you interpret the question in a slightly different way and you think you look really clever. <laughs> so, for the ty- so I'm going to say, you could say that punk is the root of a lot of the issues backstage in AEW at the minute, not on screen, but because of his rift with Cole Cabana. And apparently that's been cited in reports as a, a big reason for... A lot of the discontent backstage, people sticking up for Cole Cabana and then different sides and everything. Yeah. Uh, so I was saying before, and we've obviously the structure and everything else like that. I think Simpunk's one of these people, some creative people are good when they have a bit of restriction. Russo. Like that. Well, was Russo? Well, no, no. For the time. No, I, that, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a perfect example. Mm. Russo was good when he was a voice to listen to and also ignore and remove all the other yeah. crap he had to say. And with that structure to go, okay, of these eight stuff you give me, seven are rubbish, but this one's mm. good and all that stuff. Steampunk, like a lot of people in AW right now, 
if they get that structure sorted out, he's an absolute benefit. You're right. The MGF feud. Amazing. One of my favorite things he's done this year and everything else, so that coming out to AFI and all the other stuff they had going and the feuds. I want to be your, uh, can you be my Valentine, et cetera, et cetera. Fantastic. But now where it looks like a prison riot, apparently, <laughs> report, it's like, okay, uh, we can't even have a meeting without people leaking to some news stories, apparently, without, uh, without that happening. So now it's like, all right, so let's sit down and put this together. Even the, the greatest wrestling mind isn't going to be, is going to be struggling to have this happen or having some issues or maybe not having as much confidence in the, the wrestling companies with right now if they're like uh okay mm. so right now aw is weird it is weird it's weird for every well, most things i think only the acclaimed are coming out smelling like roses right now the women's division's fallen the wheels have fallen off ah it's lost its way big time AW. What, what's 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 working right now so okay acclaimed with their raps and stuff and they're doing the dumpster match the trio's tournament's place. working trio's yeah. tournament's working good kenny maker's back yeah presumably to win the trios. Starks and Christian's promos are always good. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbs, Hobbs their and uh, Starks. Jungle Boy and Christian, yeah, they're all working well. But it, it's, it's. I think in the past, maybe you could say like bits of AEW a week, but the main event programs are always firing on all cylinders. It's always really good. And in the past year, it's kind of been the other way, not the other, totally the other way around, but they haven't had that to fall back on as much. I wouldn't be like, I would say, I think a year's saying a lot because we've had a lot of really good stuff. It's just the past few months, it's, I uh, well, I just meant with um, the start of Hang- Hangman's title reign didn't pan out quite as people wanted it to, and that sort of stuff. I, I think okay, we'll debate that for that'd be another big question would, because yeah. it's like I, I didn't think it was going to be that long anyway because there wasn't any pre-made how people the, to feud with. So how could go. they have lived up to the yeah? Right, I think they got as much as they could out of Hangman Page. It's just yeah. everything afterwards. Now, now he's good. Now he's got his mates back. He's got his pals back. Yeah, the Hangman that he, he should have been during his championship reign, he is mm-hmm. now. But yeah, but you know what? God, it's interesting. We, we had a, I mentioned this again on the video that we did with Tom, me and Ross. I said that like in WCPW, so I'd bring it up all the time, but like it was mentioned, we had this like Facebook group, which had everyone in like crew wrestlers, us and everything. And, and it was usually just full of wrestlers going like, has anyone seen my elbow pads at the last venue? <laughs> but it was mentioned a couple of times that the, the atmosphere backstage was particularly good. Apparently everyone got on quite well for a wrestling company. Mm. And we didn't know this because we had no experience of any other locker rooms, right? But even then, there were still arguments, creative dis- uh, creative differences, because everyone's got different aims and goals yeah. and how they want to be presented and stuff. So I don't know how much of that is Punk's fault or just the fact that he's the most popular or the most renowned there. So whatever he does is going to have a magnifying glass on it. Plus, as you said, uh, CM Punk is a magnet for oh. praise and... Uh, negativity. Read so, the oh comments man, under the this comments if you want. Yeah, 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 you know, we can see yeah. it. Hey. As I say, if it does come out in the next few weeks that, you know, certain things that have been reported are true and he has been an arsehole, mm. he has been bad for Eden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, mm. it's, wait and see how this little bit we're going through now plays out and then, oh, then we can make a final call. But yeah. we're in an intrusion. Well, well, if I had to make a yes or a no, I'm going to shoot you in the face, Matthew. Oh, no. Right. If you have to say yes or no, has he been good? Has he been bad? What are you saying? Like, I'd right say now. Overall, yes. Good. I would say the same overall. Yeah. Just now, as on Thursday when we record this, because I don't know how fast it stories is. It is Thursday, the twenty yeah. fifth of August. It is seventeen thirty nine p.m. BST. <laughs> anyway, that was a good discussion. That one Ooh. enjoyed that. Ooh, wow! Wow! Well, we have to level up with all these magnificent we, questions. We did have to getting. NXT level up. Mm-hmm. People have been sending their questions to mailbag at mm. and people sending in their votes for the patreon.com forward slash 
Cult Holic Hall of Fame. Oh, we have to step up. You're like Tom Campbell. That was seamless, that. I'm trying my best, mate. Somebody <laughs> should so rob off on nah, me. I get jealous of him. He's so good at doing that. Yeah, because you go, wow, I don't talk as well as Tom. You're like, oh, wait, Tom's been doing radio for 10 plus years. I think right, he's a okay. natural, man. He's the natural. They Tom. call him the natural. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jack, what have you got for us until next week? Uh, well, I mentioned earlier on that I'm writing the next true story of. Uh, also, mm. I'm almost finished writing, the, it's waiting to be recorded now, the weirdest, the next weirdest episode of, Ooh. which uh, I'll reveal what it is. Go on, then. It's the, you've saved me, my undertaker. And then he pulls the cement thing. And it's Great American Bash Great 2004. Oh. oh, what a show. Do you like Mordecai? Do you like Bob Holly? <laughs> We've got all of that and more. So that'll be a good one. Um, and Twitch every Wednesday with Owen, although we didn't do it this week because Twitch was down when we tried to get onto it. Or it wasn't letting us. And with people who were already live were still we were clicking around, seeing people like happily playing games. We're mm. like, ah. So we'll be back next week with that Wednesday at 6 p.m. UK time. Someone said a comment, like, wow, of course, Jack's football squad's getting hard to get into Europe. Oh, the funny on then Twitch. That is good, though. <laughs> what have got you for yourself, Ross? Uh, there's a tier list going out with me and the arrogant one on Sunday, I think. Um, I don't need to say his name. Everyone knows him. It's Fraser Porter. I tried. You guessed it. Fraser don't Porter. tell him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I've got something about just how mental this year has been. That's that's it. What makes you say that, Ross? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a work in progress because it gets longer by the day. I wish people would just stop doing things. <laughs> I wonder if it was worth just doing a monthly series of just here's the here's the month of news, just to yeah. put it all together and go, God, did it happen this month? Because it's it's you not believe what happened in February. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, so that that'll be out next week, I think. Just, just everything. All oh, right. Oh. Okay. Th- this year has been arguably the craziest ever in wrestling history. It's one of mm. the, the MGF stuff alone. Yeah. The Vince stuff. The Vin, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I, was, I can't I wait to see that. that yeah. And I'm going to try and shoot it in one take, which is going to be impossible. I've got an auto cue upstairs. One wow. take twaddle has returned. Like, oh, lemon sherbet <laughs> by the end of it. It's that long. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, me and Tom will be doing the Cult Wallet Classic uh, Smackdown review mm. every week. Uh, and I will be attempting to DM people in AEW and just get their side of things because apparently careful. it's not the good to everybody else. Someone's just DM them on Twitter go, hey, yo. Be careful, Matthew. Well, what are they going to do? Hit their wrestling moves on you. <laughs> good point. Or, or legitimately punch you. <laughs> I don't know. That's true. You have to catch us first. Mm. So proven. They will, they will get you. <laughs> They're professional athletes, Matthew. Nice. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> on that happy... Positive note. This has been Jack. This has been Ross. This has been myself. This has been Puppet Jack. There you go. There's been a man behind the camera doing all the hard work. Thank you very much. Well, Dan the man. He's called Dan. He's a human boy. Do you not have a like a uh, I suppose said surname that he does have a surname. You know, like a, a nickname or it's called Dan. Yeah. Just Dan. Okay. I noticed your Dan um, username on some things. Hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't call you that. <laughs> but for now, my God, what a long podcast. Let us look at the screen. What can I say? I've got one. What can I say? I've got one. Oh. Okay, Ross is going to say something. Oh, to do, you, do you want to know, do you? Okay, go on. Make him say it. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. On the count of three. A famous catchphrase. You guys have been magnificent. Hope to see you next week. One, two, three. Make, Make him, him say it. Uh. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 